You are watching the vodka stream. What is happening, everybody? Hey, welcome to the vodka stream. It is Friday. Hey, we made it through another week, ladies and gents. Hopefully, you guys had a good one. Um, you know what? Like, I mean, can't complain. Finally got a freaking haircut. My God. Yeah. Uh, that went way too long. Way, way too long when it came to that. But, uh, yeah, guys, uh, great. It's, it's still, I'm still getting used to not having my green screen in the background right here. It's still, I'm still trying to get used to it. It's, it's, I swear it feels more spacious. It just feels more, you know, spacious. I just wish I wasn't blocking, you know, my cool, alcohol beverages sign right there you can't really see it i know i was like oh, maybe i shouldn't have put it right there but hey whatever anyways guys i'm just rambling let's get to it got my shot of vodka vodka so cheers cheers to the weekend ah hey yo ah ah Tastes like Putin's bathwater. Anyways, and we're going to crack open this. Got a kombucha. I, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm in love with these kombuchas right here. Because, you know, <laughs> I like waking up with no hangovers. So, <laughs> cheers. Mm. But yeah, guys. A lot of Rebel Moon talk tonight. Oh, don't start getting the hiccups now. Uh, a lot of Rebel Moon um, talk tonight. We're going to be going through that trailer. Breaking it down. Oh man, there it is. Jeez, look what the kombucha did. It gave me the hiccups. Hold on, hold on. Okay. We're good. We're good. See what happens? Jeez. Take a shot of vodka and then you take a sip of kombucha. Look what happens. But anyways, yes, we're going to be talking about a lot of uh, Rebel Moon tonight. It's going to be the main topic, but we'll talk about some of the other stuff, too. we got Ahsoka that came out, which hopefully you guys checked out my review. I just posted it before, like an hour ago or whatever the heck. Quick little review. I finally got a chance to watch the first two episodes, which, you know, like I said, I'm digging it. Some of it's predictable. Some of it's just like, you know, it's whatever. Um, and 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 then, yeah, and but we're going to be talking about Rebel Moon mainly. And then we'll talk about, you know, Batfleck, 10 years of Batfleck. I want to, like, ask people who show up the panel. I want to, like, ask for their initial reaction to when Batfleck, when Ben Affleck was cast as Batman. Because you guys kind of saw mine. If you watched my Film Junkie shot, I mean, I talked about it on, on, on Tuesday's stream, which is the only stream I did this week. But I talked about, I talked about, uh, you know, how I was not, I was not okay with it at first, 10 years ago. So if you watched the film junkie shot uh, of Batfleck 10 years, I actually went back, pulled the video and you can actually see my reaction 10 years. I even posted on my Twitter 10 years. Like uh, I took a shot, like, like uh, a, sh a shot of my screen that's, that showed 10 years, which, you know, I didn't, I wasn't wearing glasses then, even though I was supposed to be wearing glasses then. But uh, then my vision got even worse so then i was like oh better get glasses so it was like glasses no glasses it was a different time then different time 10 years ago holy shit all right anyways sam carter wait ben affleck coming back please be true um i don't i don't think the title of the st stream really 
emphasize that. I think, uh, you know, I was just saying bat for like 10 years. I think now he's, 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 he's got his own production. He's doing good things. What he's doing again. It's like, as much as we want to want to see some people come back to all this stuff, they are all doing great things. Okay. That's what it is. See exactly. Ghostly visitor. Nobody said, nobody said that Joe, Will Zach be joining the stream? <laughs> I mean, you never know. You never know. That's the thing. You never know. Um, I would like, but the guy's really busy. The guy is really busy, and I'm, you know, he's really busy. I don't even, I mean, he was in Germany earlier this week. I don't know where he's, where he's at right now. So, you know, I mean, if he does, he does, but I don't, don't, I'm not, I would, I would not bet on it. But we'll still have plenty of, you know, people joining in and uh, Stephen Colbert is going to be joining in today also. And he's been like all about Rebel Moon. He's been covering it on screen rent with articles. He went to the set visit last year. He went to the uh, the event that happened this this past week or not this past week, but, you know, the week before. I'm like so mixed up on my days now and my weeks. Uh, I was like, was it this past week? No, it was the before. It was before. Um, so anything, uh, you know, we could just pick his brain when it comes to that. So what's going on, Andre? Good to see you, buddy. See Blue Beetle, Rebel Moon. Okay, Blue Beetle tomorrow. Good. Support it. Support it. So just support it. What's going on, Brandon? Good to see you, bud. It's going pretty good. I can't complain. You know, today was actually a f- past couple of days. I've been like I've been very productive, which is great. Always been great. You know, it's always good to be productive. And I felt pretty productive the past couple of days. Ghostly, good to see you. We got Jason McKenzie. Ahoy, ahoy. Welcome to the Vodka stream. Yes. We got Phil right here. Good to see you, buddy. Also, we got Anthony. What's up? We got Lane right here. He can't say anything without putting James Gunn. James Gunn's name in, in, in the message. Obsess much? It's all good. Fear Jason, always good to see you too. All right. Tony Movie, Chappie, Dina, uh, D9, Neil Blomkamp fan. The more I think about it, I don't think Walter Hamada should be to blame. He knew he knew he was part of the... Wait, I don't think Walter Hamada should be to blame. Hmm. He know he part of the blame of the mess of the DCU, but I think he was under bad. I don't know about that, but I, I disagree. I think he definitely is part of the, he's definitely a big time part of the blame when it comes to all that. 100%. <laughs> yeah. Um, hello everyone. Look forward to the discussion. Rebel moon. Hell yes. we got Abel here. What's going on? RJ. Good to see ya. Hi, stuff. Good to see you. How's your kombucha? That's code for something else. Anyways, uh, RJ, um, yesterday was uh, a really tough day with a with the news. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I heard. Uh, yeah, it was something about. It was something. Yeah, I, I'm not into wrestling, but I saw that on my feed. So, yeah. Rest in peace to him. I saw people posting about it. So, yeah. What's going on, Droga? Good to see you, Axel. We got Jose right here. Where have all the DC fans gone? What a stupid... <laughs> yeah, there was that article. Probably talk about it on Monday's... Uh, Vo- uh, I'm not... Monday's Vodka stream, Monday's Film Junkie Live. But yeah, that article that came out that said where all the DC uh, fans gone. 
<laughs> I know it's uh it's a, you know, what? I, I did, I, I, I ran through that article, but I didn't really like dive into it too much. So that'll probably be something for Monday's film junkie live for sure. Yo, what's going on, Daniel? Yes. Hashtag rebel moon in theaters. That's what we're talking about. JD, what is going on? Um, Let's see, Nicolay. Hey, Mr. Vega. Good to see you. All right. We got Fire Mutt. Aloha. Friday, everyone. Yes. Are you? Okay. It sounds like you're in Hawaii. So hopefully things are good with you. I know the whole Maui thing still just crazy. Still crazy. And I remember even I, I hit up Chris Wong Swenson, but I know he's not on that island. But man, he he said that he like knew people who lost like shops and houses and shit. So sucks. But good old Joe Biden, you know, he had to compare the uh, Maui fires to when he had a kitchen fire and another time where he almost lost his classic Corvette. That's right. Uh, good old President Biden. Hey, man, I just, you know, freaking hey, man. Oy, God, I hate, I hate politics. And of course, all that stuff's starting to get more now because they just had the, what, the Republican debates and that was a shit show and Trump thing. We saw the Trump mugshot and it was just like, orange steel. That's right. I could do it better than Zoolander. That's what I'm talking about. Look at me pose. Look at me pose for my mugshot. Yeah, it's like, no. No, no, no. God. Guy's face has been melting since 1992. <laughs> uh, jowls, man. Tell ya. What's going on? I like a zoo. Everyone go watch For All Mankind if you love For All Mankind. I don't think I've heard of that. That's cool. Yeah, baby. That's what I'm talking about. And uh, one of the things I, you know, I should have mentioned on Sunday's DC Fanimated stream... I totally, because I just, you know, again, just, I'm really bad. Like I said, I, I, if I ever get to a point where I, I can have an assistant, I will have an assistant to remind me of things. Um, basically, yes, there's not going to be a DC animated stream, which actually works out because we just got done with season one of Superman, the animated series, Scott and I. So, uh, and then I was like, oh shit. Yeah. I got I got the Metallica concert coming out, you know, not coming out, that I'm going out to uh, me and Miss Nighthawk. We're going to be going to Metallica this Sunday. So no DC Fanimated stream this Sunday. I was kind of worried, though, because I told you guys I won these tickets off of, uh, you know, the L.A. station over here, KLOS 95.5. And that was back in January, I think. Yeah, I think it was back in January. It was that long ago that I won those tickets. And I was kind of going... Um, I'm wondering if I'm going to get these tickets up. They didn't. And then luckily I've, I got the email. We're all good. So yeah, no DC fanimated. I'm going to be rocking out with Metallica, baby. Cannot wait. I got no, 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 no. I just wished it away. I'm just kidding. Yes, I did get a haircut. Finally, right? Finally. Hey, we got Tet here. Good to see you. Who else we got? We got Darkness. What's going on, Dave? I can't stay, but just wanted to say hello. It's a party. I appreciate that, man. Always appreciate that. Always appreciate that. Who else we got? Oh, hey, we got Mr. Digital. We got Arte Digital right here. Hello from Puerto Rico. Well, hello. Good to see you. 
They need a bronze. They need to bronze that glorious chin. You're talking about mine, right? <laughs> are you talking about? Uh, are you talking about Batfleck? Of course. Hey, we got the main man Dano right here. Uh, are you lost in the sauce? I don't know. What what's the sauce? What's the sauce? The Walter Hamada defender in 2023. I could never. Exactly, Andy. Exactly. That's what I. That's what I'm saying right there. My God. Uh, negative handle on the side, the where, oh yeah, uh, was actually, yeah, from what I gathered, I mean, again, I mean, let's face it, most people just read the headlines now, and, uh, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm always going to be a DC fan, DC forever, I mean, I'm always, I mean, I grew up with DC Comics, and, you know, being in adulthood, I'm loving, I'm still, I still go, and I'm still going to support it, you know, uh, no matter what, who's running the show or anything like that. That's just me right there. So, but yeah, <laughs> you're dying right now. Should I call 911? What's going on now? Uh, how about Trump's mug shots? Yeah, that was, uh, it was, uh, you know, it was great. But at the same time, when it comes to Trump's mugshot and everything that's happening with trunk, 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 Trump, like I said, back in 2015 to 2016, if you guys just stopped talking about him, he would go away. And at the beginning of this year, I didn't think he stood a chance when it comes to winning or at least getting the Republican, you know, nomination. He's totally going to win. <laughs> I know he's supposed to be going to jail, but you guys, you know, who knows? Are you supposed to be indicted, going in jail? I don't know. It's all just weird. Anytime I see like when this stuff happens, I'm like, it doesn't even make sense. You know, people, let's face it, the people in power, when they get charged with something, it never fucking happens where they actually go to prison or something like that. It just seems like it never does. Okay. You know, and it's funny too, because good old, you know, good old grandpa Biden, he probably should be, you know, on trial for things too, you know especially his son, you know, Jesus Christ, and all the stuff right there. It's all corrupt. It's all corrupt. Anyways, let's see. What are we doing here? Don't be our, oh, let's see. We got James James right here. What's up? Uh, what's up? Let's get nuts. Long time. No chat. I hope everyone's good. Yes. <clears throat> I know. I don't know why I said trunk. I know. I mean, I will say I did a little pregame, and it's not like it was my first shot of vodka. But anyways, we're doing good. We'll get some people in here. Let's start. I'm going to start sending out the invites right now. We'll get some people in here, and we'll start talking about start talking about the, the trailer and everything. So, yeah. All right, hold on. Sorry, getting messages right now. Um, let's see. Good, 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 good messages. All right, sending out messages now, or sending out invites now, I should say. All right, let's do this. Not that. Okay. Not, sorry, doing it, doing it. I know I should already like have this already ready to go again so i need said it might be a pretty full one tonight 
we'll see. And like I said, we might have some rotating, you know, rotating in and out. All right, let's see. I'm doing that, doing that. And who else I got? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Where are you at? There you are. Okay. Anyways, okay. Ah, should be good. Should be good. Yes, exactly. Bullshit politics. Bullshit politics. Yeah, who needs it all? It's all lame. It's all dumb. It's all whatever, you know? All right. But I'm telling you, just if, if people just leave, if they leave that guy alone, but like I said, I just any anything's better than what we got now. I'm just saying when it comes to at least that. Anything could be better when it comes to that. American politics are confusing even for oh yeah. <laughs> they definitely are. There's people that are that 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 are that are obsessed with it and are constantly with it. You know, you, you have to just kind of go into it, but not so much. I don't know. It's just it's all it's all just blah. It really is. It really is. All right, let's bring in some people in. Uh, I've got some people filing in in backstage. Let me make sure I got that going. Do I got all that? All right. Should be good. Andy. What? Look at you. Look at you with that. Why do I have still have a message up? Sorry. Um, look at your Blue Beetle mask right there. Can you breathe in that thing? Take it off. Oh, Jesus Christ. You had me worried there, sir. <laughs> no, I can't have you breathe in it. Okay, I'm sure. But yeah, I finally no. got, it finally came, my latex blue beetle mask. I thought it would be bigger. Um, uh, That's what but, she said. Anyways, okay. What? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I have a problem. Uh-oh. Um, <laughs> a similar one to Scott. Scott has a problem, too, by buying everything. Um... I bought a lot of things. Yes, you of, did. Yes, I did. Uh, yeah. Where is everyone? Oh, oh, oh! You want? Okay, we'll get some more people in here. Huh. I was just—I huh. was giving you the floor right now, but hey, we got Anthony. What up? Going on here? What's happening? What up? What up? What up? What up? Apparently, Andy's going to show us all the Blue Beetle pur- purchases <laughs> that he's made in the past oh, couple. Good, of I, got, I got blue balls waiting for it. So show me. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I yes. have a I have a problem. Um, yes, Jose, Blue Beetle has let himself go. Uh, as in, <laughs> I was always big. Um, you look like Bane with that little mask on. <laughs> I did. Yeah. Okay, you used to in it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I should have done the accent. Uh, yes, of course, of course. I had to get the two high mates. Nice. First, like you know, nice. which I couldn't. Conrad was sold out when I got it, so sadly. But I will get it at some point. Um, I had to get the set because we know we're gonna see these two eventually together. Hopefully, hopefully, yeah. go see um, a bunch of Funko cases because I'm like, I, here's the thing, kids. 
our generation, we don't open the Funkos. We keep them in the box. What not, generation not is this? Me. Not me. Not I me. Not me. <laughs> <laughs> what, what generation are you talking okay, about? Okay, so when it comes to the, the special ones, maybe not. Yeah, the yeah. special edition ones, I'll keep in the box, but everything else, yeah, this I open fucking, the fucking box. This doomsday that I found last week, never going to open it. The box is yeah. kind of yeah. beat up. But... I saw you post that, and I'm like, they made a doomsday fucking yeah, I didn't know it existed. And I, yeah. I, I literally found it's second in Charles, this place I got it from. It's one of those, like, I guess it, 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 when retailers get too many pops or too many of whatever, once they move those from there, like when they're they're not selling, they I, they go to places like that. It's one of those places where you come in, if you want to sell a bunch of shit, you just lay it on the counter and they're like, all right, take a number. We're going to evaluate all of your product that you want to sell. And we'll come back to you in like 45 minutes. And people just sit and wait for like, their old games or figures or whatever to get like evaluated and they pay them for it if they if they deem it to be um valuable enough. But yeah, I saw that and I was like, "What is this?" And I looked at it for a long time. I was like, "I'm taking this." I just it's, you it's, have it's, to. It's, it's, yeah, you have like, to. I've never seen this before. Yeah, no, so I didn't even realize that happened. Yeah, yeah, it's a Crazy. 2016 summer convention exclusive. So at some point after BBS came out, there was a summer convention somewhere and. uh yeah, that, that, it's just it's it's incredible. I love it. I love it. That's awesome. <laughs> My wife is like, that's the ugliest pop I've ever seen. I was like, yeah, yes! I mean, it looks it's like yes! a freaking yeah, yeah, but <laughs> great. Yeah, that one you don't take out of the box. No, sure. no. What else you got, Andy? I got some, you know, because I love <clears throat> I love supporting oh, comics. Yeah. Go yeah. support your local comic book store. The boom, the books that inf- the books that influence Blue Beetle, Blue Beetle Graduation Day, which is the more recent edition. Um, mm-hmm. for people who want to check out, and then also. Uh, Blue Beetle by Keith Giffen, Giffen, yeah. John Rogers, Coley Hammer, and Duncan Rollo. Um, it came out right after his first appearance in DC Comics, so go check them out. And yeah, we talked about that on the last stream. Someone corrected yeah. me because Blue Beetle first appeared in Infinite Crisis, which was written by Jeff Johns, but Keith Giffen actually created Jaime yeah. and yeah. let Jeff, and let Jeff use him first before he wrote that series. So that's yeah, a good I run. S- I still think it's really weird that in um, in the movie credits it, they yeah. get a special thanks, but Keith and this team from uh, the Blue Beetle comic they didn't get a created by like 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 Superman created by Jerry Siegel and Joe Shugel. Oh, so they were much. lumped in with the other thanks. Yeah, I uh, I hope I hope that gets fixed in uh, when they do the home media release because you know these are the creators. You know they're not right. special fangs. And then finally, finally. Um, People are going to say I'm too old to get this stuff, but you know what? I don't care because this was so cute. <laughs> this was so cute that I'm like, I have my own little, my own little blue beetle baby now. So um, I like it. I really love this movie. I really love this movie, guys. That's dope. It's awesome. Yeah. How yeah. are you, Zeke? How are you for your surgery? I'm glad to, to see you. Yeah, yeah, that's that's one of the reasons I couldn't go this last weekend because I was in bed the whole weekend. Um, cause I was, I really wanted to go. I, especially I was following people online, like you guys on Twitter and stuff and just seeing all the blue beetle love. And I'm like, man, I, yeah, I forget what it's like to just be like a fan sometimes and, uh, and get swept up away, you know, with other fans. And so I didn't, I unfortunately didn't get a chance to go out and see blue beetle, but I will go this weekend, uh, Good. to go see it, uh, just to support it. So, man. yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a fun little movie. It really it's is. It's one of those things where it's like. You watch it and you just kind of go like, all right. I mean, I, I can't wait to watch it again because, I mean, I think like uh, I I probably didn't enjoy it as much as I thought I was going to. But mm-hmm. I have a feeling like the second time I'm like, OK, 
now that I get and and I was sitting there, of course, anytime the first time I watch a movie, I'm just kind of like, okay, okay, you know, I'm doing that whole thing. Like, <laughs> yeah, you study it, right? Like, I can't turn the yeah. brain off sometimes. When it's I, hard. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm going to watch Flash for the first time this weekend too because it's on Max Ooh, now. That's um, right. So I'll finally get to see that movie. I still haven't watched Shazam two either. So maybe I'll just make a DC weekend and try to catch up on everything. Why not? It'd be interesting to get your takes on. on <laughs> Andy, you look adorable. <laughs> 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 gonna be holding that little guy. I love him so. Much. <laughs> I like well, this, I mean, this movie is so special in a lot of ways, you know. So, uh, I, I'm, you know what, I, um, I will, I will not tell my parents how much money I spent on all of this, but I, you know what, uh, it's important for the culture. It's important for you know, again, because merchandise stuff and so on. These things matter, you know. These things sure. matter uh, even after the film has come out. So, um. I just think this is like the coolest thing ever. Like, well, what's what's so fun? Frequent. What's fun as an old an old asshole DC fan to see is uh is oh, to see no. someone to see someone who likes like Blue Beetle, like 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 it's because that was it's one of those characters that you like twenty years ago probably never thought we'd ever see made into a movie, and uh, and then now it's here and there's fans of it and people who like Young Justice who are a fan of Jaime too and the comics, so it's just really cool. And I'm gonna mute myself because because uh, my dog is drinking a lot of water really. Oh, <laughs> is that what that was? It's like, wait, what? But anyways, how you doing, Anthony? How how you doing? Doing all right, doing all right, man. Uh, I thought <laughs> Blue Beetle was incredible, man. I was in immediately after I saw it, and I got done, and I was just like, like a sadness hit me because I'm like, damn, dude. Like, I don't think people are gonna go see it, and it's it deserves to be seen. So, um, yeah, Blue Beetle was fire, man. Uh, so I, I like there, there's not many things that I would look at it and say, oh, I didn't like that. Like it was it was it was dope, man, from start to finish for me. Um, so, yeah, man, I, I it was just saddening because like the box office is not what you'd like to see something like that uh, mm. when it comes out. You know, what I'm saying you like to see like it, it flourish or whatever. Uh, but I'm rooting for the little guy, you know. Yeah. 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 So yeah. but but um, you know, we'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens, man. We'll see. I, I mean, I guess it, it's it's. Maybe it's gaining. Is it what's it tracking for this weekend? Is it is it still not? not Who knows? Of, I don't know. Maybe, I mean, we'll see if it has any kind of legs. Mm-hmm. There's not really much. I mean, Gran Turismo is coming out this weekend. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I did want to see that, but uh, I'm gonna wait to see it uh, later. I want to see it. Uh, I wait till yeah, 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 yeah. Is it true? <laughs> but it, what, what's funny about that is it really called Gran Turismo based on a true story? Like that's the well, title. They're they're basing it loose. I don't know about that, but I guess because they're, they're decided not to make an adaptation of the game itself, they made an adaptation of the story that happened from the game, which was a fan became yeah. a real race car driver. And yeah. I'm like, well, I'm like, that's cool. And I'm sure most of the stuff is made up. You know, they, I'm sure they, it's not a one to one, you know, translation of what of really not. happened. Hollywood but um, right. yeah, exactly. But it's still, it's like I'm like, well, that's a cool approach if you're going to take Gran Turismo and make a movie out of it. That's a neat approach to do that. I just found it. I just found it funny that they were literally titling it Gran Turismo oh, based on true story. Yeah, like like usually that's just like on the poster. Yeah, right. I think yeah. when I looked at Fandango and I was like, "What comes? Oh yeah, Gran Turismo." But it literally said Gran it's, Turismo based on a true story. Like, so the what? sequel can be called Gran Turismo colon based on a fake story. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Oh man, but I you know I'll I'll check it out uh, one of these days. But I was like, nah, eh, I'm not gonna see it last night mm-hmm. 
Um, so, it, I mean, it doesn't really have much to go up against. Who knows? Blue Beetle. We'll see what the drop is. But, uh, you know, you yeah. know, it's it's just one of those things where it's like, man. Still, I and with the, summer, with the summer blockbuster season winding down. Yo, you know, thinking about the summers so far, the, the movies. I mean, obviously, the two that are going to excel was always going to be Barbie and Oppenheimer. Just because of, besides them being two good films, to me. They were also marketed in a certain way because of the opening weekends. But the rest of the movies, Indiana Jones, Mission Impossible, fucking, you know what I mean? Like they they sort sure. of suffered. And then I looked at March of next year where they moved Dune to. Oh, there's oh, like 13, there's like thir- 13 movies coming out in March of 2024, yeah. including the new <laughs> Ghostbusters sequel to, to that's insane. Yeah. That is insane. So I don't know how that's going to fare for dude. Anybody. That was one of the things that, like, uh, yeah, that happened. Yeah, this week was they they finally pulled the trigger and pushed Dune to yeah, next was... year, and that was disappointing. <laughs> I, I it loved it seeing heart. all the um the, the gift because it literally is pain. Like what it is. What Paul put, he stuck his head. We all stuck yeah. our head in the box this week, and that's exactly we we're all what Paul. Was. Yes, yeah. we were all Paul. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I mean, we knew it was going to probably happen. I mean, but hey, Aquaman still keeps its date. Hey, you're right. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because uh, they don't give a yeah, shit. Without, yes, with barely any footage, with yeah. barely anything. What footage? We have, there's no, have we had any footage? Like, yeah, really? we've had behind, we had a behind the scenes featurette yeah. two years ago, almost. <laughs> It was almost, it was yeah. like after the, no, I wasn't two years ago. It was like mm. last year, but, mm. but the principal photography, like wrapped up if like the beginning of 2020, like one or two, 2022. So it's been like a year and a half since it's wrapped principal photography, mm-hmm. but there's been like 16 reshoots now. And it's like, Jesus Christ. But I mean, they can't afford, they can't afford to push it anymore that's the thing it's like yeah what are you gonna do it's like i mean let's face it anytime they delay movies there's money that has to be spent that's added to the money no matter what you have to there's whatever the logistics when it comes to that and the fact that aquaman's been delayed many times it's like yeah we can't fucking we can't push it anymore also also they probably i think um uh they, they, they. I don't know what the future is for Jason Momoa in this next in the universe as it as it goes. They might want to go ahead and let's let's go ahead and finish this off in December and then exactly and then that move too. along with, that, with James yeah. Gunn, whatever he's you know what I'm saying like like they're probably like let's not make this let's go ahead and end this. Doesn't matter what what's happening. We can't advertise it. The stars can't come out and say hey go watch this movie. We don't care. Let's go ahead and get this finished. <laughs> Let's get it over we'll with move, and we'll yeah. move along yeah because didn't think about that but yeah you might be correct. yeah it, because yeah. if you like literally same studio dune moves because they know that's that's like that is <laughs> that's one of their cornerstone things and they're like yo we we kind of need uh some stars to be sort of at premieres and be able to you know do things and promote the movie and stuff like that which if you know it's funny because <laughs> when it came to the strikes i was i was like if Dune has to be pushed back because, you know, the people at the top are being some uh, cheap asses, then push <laughs> Dune back. I hate it. It's, like I said, pain. Pain. But if that's what needs to happen so that, um, you know, the, 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 the people that we actually go to see movies for, you yeah. know, get their just due, then that's what needs to happen. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, th- so Things that get pushed back are usually because there's 
some level of care. Like, like someone cares that it does well, you know, yeah. even if, even if they're making the wrong decision, the, the fact that they're making a decision to push it back shows that they are like, Hey, we want to give it the best chance at success. Um, Whereas I think, like you said about Aquaman, I don't think they give two shits. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think they're like, you know what? Fucking movie out. If we don't have stars to promote it because of a strike, then we don't have to spend money to market it. And and mm-hmm. if it dies, we're not out anything because that was the previous regime. I mean, I'm sh- I'm know. sure they have probably recorded some stuff, kind of like with the the Blue Beetle cast. They reported strike, you know, because they they had recorded stuff and like features. And yeah, stuff that was like that was like before that, right before the strike. Yeah, I don't think they recorded yeah. anything. They, I mean, interviews are. It, Unless the strike uh, ends, there's going to be nothing with. Well, they Jason might have Momoa. footage of him on set, you know. Yeah, like, maybe that's you know. that's about it. Yeah, They'll have exactly. a featurette. There's going to be yeah. probably like a couple other featurettes that they mm-hmm. might have from the set, but mm-hmm. there's not going to be anything because uh, the benefit that the blue that Blue Beetle had was they recorded all of uh, those junkets before the strike happened, so yeah, then yeah. they're okay. Are you like was, unboxing like everything? I know. I was, I was like, can you? <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Um, I'm so sorry. Right. Stephanie, Stephanie brings up a good point in the chat because she said, like, uh, they don't seem to care about it yet. They did three rounds of reshoots. So, which is it? And it's like, well, I think at that time when they were doing the reshoots, again, it was pre strike, it was pre a lot of things. They they were like, all right, we're going to, we're going to just but do I, our best. I thought the reshoots was because, because one was with Affleck. Right. And one was with Keaton. Right. Well, what I'm saying is that Dang. she's right. Then, there's there's a level of care from some of the filmmakers about that movie, to you know to 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 make it work, you know. And uh, but but I think at this point they're like we spent so much on reshoots, we spent so much on everything else. If we can't market it, we don't care, you know. Like that's that's at least my opinion on it. I could mm-hmm. be wrong, but yeah. So the marketing budget's gonna be low. It's, yeah, I'm thinking so to balance out the pretty freaking. That's why they're I mean, like. You know, hey, release a trailer till you know hey happy thanksgiving that's what's gonna happen i mean it's just seems like yeah, coming out next week real <laughs> real talk when the aquaman the first one came out mm-hmm. during this time of year you might go into a movie theater like a larger one you might see a little standee a yeah, little poster yeah. and the little i haven't seen anything yeah nothing aquaman nothing. at all at Not all I bet that this will be the next dc movie to david zaslaw files for tax write-downs no he can't do that no, it's too big he can't do it because then they have to wipe it from existence i mean but mm-hmm. batgirl was so small that he was able to do that right mm-hmm. um but aquaman they've already poured so many hundreds of millions into it there's no way that they're going to do that and i mean yeah. even somebody i remember when uh I think it was yesterday when it was announced that they were going to keep the date. And I'm like, and I tweeted out that, yeah, they can't afford to even move it anymore. Um, somebody said like, well, they should just put it on max and that, and you know, that maybe it'll make more money. I'm like, no, that the way that things are now, it's like any little bit of money they can get from the box office. That's what they're going to go for. Yeah, I mean, yeah. the thing could just flop, you know, worse than blue beetle for, or not even blue beetle, but like flash or whatever the heck, you know? Mm-hmm. So, and and they're, they're just like, well, we take what we can get because when it comes to streaming, you just put it on streaming. I mean, yeah, you might see a little influx of subscribers, but you know, that's not going to be the same as like an opening weekend where it could make 50, 60 domestic. Mm-hmm. You're not going to get that with a streaming service. You just throw it on the streaming service, you know? That's yeah. a, that's the thing. Unless you were to like do what disney was trying to do at one point when like when black widow came out it's like oh we'll we'll put it on there but you got to pay 30 bucks for it it's like whoa (laughs) you know that was 
you know, yeah. that. <laughs> Nobody did. <laughs> I, yeah. they, they, were there people who actually, were there actually people who did pay $30 for Black Widow? Like, like did we see like a big money? That I'm did. sure there's plenty that did. Well, if you think about it, think about this, and I and I even thought about this, like, and I didn't mean to cut you off, Seek, but no, um, I, I I thought about this. I was like, yeah, ballsy to do that, but at the same time, if like, and what I was thinking when when all that was happening, because I was right in the middle of the pandemic, I thought, oh yeah, well, if um, they do that, I mean, think about it. They could have like how many people watching that? You pay one thirty dollar fee. And you could have five, six, up to whatever the hell. You can have a party and watch Black <laughs> mm-hmm. Widow. Yeah. And yeah. it's one payment of $30 as opposed to, like, if you take your whole family, like, if you were to pay for, like, if you had a family of five and you were going to take, you know, everybody. I mean, five tickets and you're talking about if you're going to uh, a good theater, IMAX even. I mean, you're going to be paying way more mm-hmm. than that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I kind of looked at it like I could see that business side of it but i don't think it's stuck because i don't think we've even seen that again since but well, mm-hmm. and then didn't that lead to well, because he said- <laughs> lawsuits like oh yeah lawsuits. Yes. Oh, yeah. lawsuits then with scarlett johansson and then now those are coming back now because didn't they think did about a lot that. of they did a lot of creative um creative accounting as they call it in hollywood and mm-hmm. uh, and now Iger and all those people are in trouble for possibly cooking books and and yes. shuffling money around which is funny because i saw someone go why would they do that and i go every company does that <laughs> yeah. like every and that's actually how marvel got into bankruptcy problems in the 90s in their comic book division was there was like they had toy biz and toy biz owned them and then they then, then they sold back to toy biz and they kept shuffling this money back and forth in like this tennis match and it led to this complete downfall to the point mm-hmm. where DC had to save Marvel by doing the Marvel vs. DC crossover. Uh, so, mm-hmm. and then they had to sell like movie rights. Like Avi Arad had to sell movie rights to Fox and Sony and all these places. So, to me, I'm just like, yeah, they've been here before, uh, <laughs> Marvel and Disney. So, <laughs> it's uh, it's ridiculous. It um, is all ridiculous. Uh, we got somebody else joining right now. Hi, Rebecca. Hey, what's hey. up, guys? How are y'all? Background. I like it. I love I Let's love the go. Blue Beetle. I hey, love that he has that joined us. I like that background. That's cool. Oh yeah, I I mean Jimmy's already my favorite character. <laughs> He's from, mine too. He's I love mine. I love that Anthony Hopkins is playing a a robot, uh, and then in Transformers last night he had like a pet robot that was like out of control. I was like, <laughs> right. He's perfect. I love his voice. He's amazing. Yeah. God damn, Anthony Hopkins' death in that movie was ridiculous. Do you? I can't. I don't know if I could talk about last night because I that was one of those movies I I, I gave notes on. Um, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, you so, did. Yeah, remember? I was like, they actually yeah. changed the entire ending based on notes I gave them, and it's wow. and people were people were like, oh, you changed the ending. I go, don't pat me on the back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Really still, I, am, really I am still bad. I am not affiliated with this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I'm like I, I was just a fan giving notes. That was it. That's all. That's great. But That's no, cool. yeah, it's just kind of, yeah, I think uh, Jimmy's going to be definitely my uh, favorite character. I, I, Well, I mean, we might as well just like start diving into, well, hi, Rebecca. First off, how oh, you doing? I'm doing, I'm doing well. I'm trying to catch up on Superman and Lois season three. Cause I'm oh. supposed to be on a dragon con panel next week talking about it. And I'm like, well, I guess I've got to watch it now. So oh, yeah. <laughs> where are you now? I'm like halfway through it. So uh, it's been it's been a little tough because I I know what Lois is going through because I've been through it myself so it's mm-hmm. kind of uh, interesting mm-hmm. to watch it but yeah. uh, mm-hmm. I've been impressed that they actually 
showed cancer treatments mm -hmm. uh, for the most part. So that's been kind of interesting. So, yeah, so I've been, I, my whole weekend is Superman and Lois. <laughs> that's what I'll be doing. I cannot, I cannot wait for you to see the finale because I know you will have thoughts okay okay i'll let you i'll let you know he you is so, he's, he's so expressive <laughs> get a little co-host for tonight don't you yeah. Yeah. all right and then speaking of co-hosts you know, hey. <laughs> What's up? You okay? Did you just go for a run? Or... <laughs> no, Jordan, just Jordan doesn't run. He, he saw the panel and he was like, "Oh, oh shit!" Yeah, pretty much. I saw Andy. I'm like, "It's gonna be terrible." Anyways, um, I saw Andy got so excited with everybody else showing up, and he was just like, "Hi, I guess that guy." Um, um, excited. Yeah, he's excited, not you. So we're um. We were just having a conversation where uh, the moving and all that kind of stuff. It's a, a lot of stress. Uh, <sighs> Been dealing with uh, family issues with that. So, yeesh. Yeah, yeah, my, double my, banger. my mom is uh, not taking this well. And yeah, so it's crap. Oh, because you're moving. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. She's, yeah. And all, all of our conversations have been, it's just negative. And she so, got mad that I turned I, in my my resignation letter, and I didn't tell her because we work at the same place. And she's like, "Why didn't you oh. tell me?" I'm like, "Why does it? We haven't talked in days. What am I supposed to tell you that I'm leaving when you already knew I was leaving?" <laughs> That's tough. So, are you moving like just cities or states or what's going on? Twelve hours away. Twelve hours away. So, still, where do you? I forgot exactly where you lived again. North, east coast, yeah, east south, right now. Yes. Uh, yes. I'm going to dox myself. So yeah. I'm, I'm, moving, <laughs> I'm moving back to where my wife uh, grew up, which is Michigan. Mm. So cool. Okay. 12 hours from there. I'm in the same state as Aaron Bailey, if you know where he lives. Okay. So, yeah. 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 Okay. That's why I was like, okay, I think I remembered. Yeah. I know exactly and, where he lives. Yeah. Oh, oh, I bet. My job's remote and they're just like, well, you can't take it. I'm like, well, fine. I guess I'll have to quit. Whatever. Gee, so, dang. yeah. That's, so that could be stressful. It is. Everything's hitting all at once. And my mom's got like, what, a month left with me before I leave? And she's just wasting time not talking to me, not wanting to spend mm. time with me. Yeah. So Sorry getting all personal, but this is what I'm dealing with for the past yeah, fucking no. week. Uh, so no, it's it a happens, lot. Mm -hmm. sorry, well, when, sorry, you came, when you came in and you were just like... <laughs> yeah. It is ridiculous. Uh, yeah. Anyways. No, it's never. It's not easy. Never Ooh. easy. Mm -hmm. So... No, uh, he's got full vodka in that bottle right there. <laughs> I wish, I wish, I wish. It's like, yeah, so, well, yeah. we went to the grocery store tonight and she's like, I wonder if they have this thing that we found out. It's like a spiked uh, raspberry lemonade from like, mm. um, I think it's, I forget what the company is called uh, that makes it, but they didn't have it. Like, oh, well, crap. We wanted that. So then you didn't get anything. <sighs> no. Nope. Well, we have like, plenty of stuff back there, which just, we just no. don't put it in the fridge. <laughs> Ah, but then have I don't know. Uh, <laughs> we just buy stuff and not drink it. That's the problem. Because it's like, oh, it's good in the taste testing, and then we never drink it. So <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I mean, I mean now I mean, you will have know. drinks when you move. You have all, you know. You yeah, move. that's the thing. We might actually start drinking because we need to. <laughs> he looks so excited. Like <sighs> start drinking. Yeah, we probably need to. Yeah. Yay. No, it, it, it's just really hurtful because I've been applying for jobs for like two weeks. 
my wife applied for one last night. She got a call this morning wanting to wow. interview her. I'm like, all right. She's like, I'm, I didn't mean to make you feel bad. I'm like, I've been, I've applied for over 50 jobs. I've got nothing, mm. nothing. So you guys are moving and you don't have jobs yet. Is that what I'm like? She she's, have a job. She'll she bring, she's going to get a job before we even go up there. I already know. Oh, she will. Okay. okay. It's just me. It's going to be the issue. Cause I'm not, I'm the one who doesn't have a college degree and she's an mm -hmm. MA. She can work pretty much any doctor's office anywhere. Like I've got oh, experience wow. in what I've done for the last 12 years, but Places I've applied for, they've not called. So mm. I don't know what I'm going to do. Probably just have, they, have, to... have, have they all been remote jobs? Well, for right now, because I can't, I don't want to apply for anything physical up there because I can't do an interview. I can't go in. Like I'm not there. So oh. I'm trying my best to do something remote or something that's going to be temporary until I find something better. But the goal is to get a job, to get the pay stubs, to get the loan, to get the house. Mm. So I don't Only know. Only fans, feet, feet picked. <laughs> I was literally we we've talked about that saying we should do uh feet picks or only fans or some shit. He uh, can help. He, he can help. He has good feet. He has good feet. Yes. He has good feet, but uh we got somebody that's also joining right here who will know more details about Rebel Moon. Throw a knife at Steven. <laughs> there he is. <laughs> I forgot about What's that. What's going on, Steven? What's up? How you doing? <laughs> I am doing. You're doing. <laughs> and uh, hey, everybody, you know, raise whatever drink you have. But happy birthday, Stephen! Oh, happy happy birthday! birthday. Woo. All right, I, I had to put you at the center of attention. Now we're gonna sing "Happy Birthday" <laughs> to your birthday yeah. today or copyright, no? copyright strike. <laughs> right, we'll get. We're gonna do the uh, the restaurant version when they go. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, okay. it's your birthday. <laughs> Wait, the birthday. <laughs> Wait, which one? What? The what? restaurant version? You, oh yeah, yeah. well you, you have to do a non wherever the hell you live. version. It's yes. a version of it that isn't you know copyrighted, so they can just kind of get away with it. If you go to a restaurant, especially here in the States, it's very much yeah. like you'll have a heart attack almost. Because <laughs> they round up even like the the, the dishwasher in the back. Mm -hmm. yeah. They come out and then they start going, yay! And they start clapping like crazy and like, happy birthday, happy birthday, happy birthday. And they just like do like a crazy fast. Or like, happy, happy birthday, happy, happy birthday, hey. It's like, pretty okay. much. That's, yeah. what's, that's what's going on when it comes to that. Anyways, uh, but yeah, happy birthday, Stephen, and thank you for joining. Um, uh, I mean, I don't know why Stephen's here, because, I mean, it's not like he just, like, has, you know, a bunch of articles on screen right about Rebel Moon and set visits. and Those pictures are great. I love the shoes you're wearing in those photos, too. <laughs> Always the shoes. Thank you. It was, like, it, was shoes. it was like giving 2024 vibes. So. <laughs> <laughs> I hate the Gen Z language. Um I was quoting at least five Gen Zers last night when me and Rebecca were recording. Uh, <laughs> oh, Dave, Dave, oh. oh, we have the biggest gift for you, by the way. So uh -oh. you're bit. So me and Rebecca, we were talking about the uh, Zack Snyder's flash plans that it, that Jay had talked about. Oh yeah, I saw. Yeah, retweeted. Like yeah, uh, I I do want to get Rebecca's. I didn't listen to it, but I will listen to it. But yeah, I know like you had some takes about what was going on with uh, Zack Snyder's Flash. You know, yeah, well, it was secret like, villain. Yeah, yeah. Me and Rick, when I mean, when I mean Rick record, we usually it's like it's kind of like therapy for us on Flash Podcast. But then uh, at one point, I went. It's so unfair. We live in a world where like someone like Zach doesn't get his plans through, and I had to think about like what's the most absurd thing that's going on right now. I'm like, 
Dave's bestie Rachel Zegler. Uh, <laughs> and I because I was like, when does when does Snow even come out? So I go to Wikipedia and I complete it becomes the biggest laughing fit for five minutes, me and Rebecca, because I'm like, Rebecca, I have to show you this. On the cast list, someone had got in and edited out Rachel Zegler and put TBA as Snow White. And oh. then and then in and then in, and then in um, like when you look at casting, like you go down. In August 2023, Zegler was reportedly removed from the cast as Snow White. And they were like these like free ridiculous sources. But like we I like, this is the best trolling ever. Um, oh yeah. It was it was fixed like 20 minutes later or something. Oh, of course. Yeah. yeah. So. We took, we took, we did take a screenshot. Yeah. So I will send them to you. It was, it was really funny. Really pretty funny. You know, I mean, and it's funny too because <laughs> OnlyFans Seek, I just noticed that. <laughs> I love that. Seek always changes his <laughs> his title to whatever we're talking about. No, but, uh, you know, when it comes to the Richard Zegler thing, it's like, you know, when I talked about it, I was like, yeah, she's coming off really bad. But at the same time, I'm like, she's young. She doesn't know. And it's like somebody's going to end up going. I think I'm pretty sure she's feeling that pressure where it's like, okay, just don't talk about certain things when it comes to promoting it. We'll figure it out and we'll figure everything out. But yeah, she, I mean, it was just like one of those things where it's like, again, she got, she got pulled from YouTube into a Steven Spielberg movie right away. And then into the DC universe and then into the hunger games universe. And then into the Disney machine. She is just like, went from, like stage stuff musicals on stage to youtube to being into like this giant machine it's like yep she's young let give her some time she needs to not i get it she's trying to be like oh yeah we're changing it up we're doing this we're doing all this but it's like she's coming off as not too great and yeah might have hurt no, it's, it's not seven anymore <laughs> uh, I mean, but she, like, but... It, it, her problem is that she doesn't really know how to handle that's you know, what it is like handle like actual having a conversation because a lot of people take that as then why'd you make Snow White if you're just going to completely change the whole source material and then there's yeah, the whole debate about yeah. what is and isn't okay to do today and all that kind of stuff but it's just like she's coming like it's there's a better way to answer that question than how she's been answering the question in yes. terms of the Her difference was, of Snow White although I know with the age is, is, is one thing but it's like I never remember Daniel Radcliffe or any of the Harry Potter kids saying anything like this when they were her, were her age they were it's a different time. It's a different time. Mm. It's a different kind of machine yeah. that's happening now. And then when you're standing next to you know Gal Gadot, and you know Rachel Zegler's <laughs> like four foot two, and and Gal yeah. Gadot's like six foot one. Yeah. It's, like, it's like Jesus Christ. I mean, and that's got to be intimidating. You know, it's Rebecca, Rebecca, what was the point we were bringing up after the show about Gal Gadot being the evil witch? That was like, okay, this is not going to work. You yeah. can't, you can't sell me on the idea that Gal Gadot is going to be jealous of somebody else's. Yeah, looks. she's hot. She's hotter than Rachel. Zegler. I, 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 I don't, I don't buy that at all. They're going to have to change the uh, motivations for these. That's probably another change. They made yeah, it. yeah, yeah. She said it. You, the person who gets the mirror picks is the person who's truest or something like that, right? Like true of heart or something. So they did change it. And it's funny because the more I hear those clips where she talked, because I didn't realize last time I was on the show and we talked about her, I didn't, I only, I only saw one clip. I didn't realize there was like 30 clips out there of her just running her mouth. And, uh, and I, I all I could think of is she sounds like John Peters when uh, Kevin Smith ah! is trying to make Superman. It's like, <laughs> 
hey, we want to do Snow White, but we, we don't want her to wear her costume. And we don't want her to eat apples. And we don't want a Wicked Witch in it. And we don't want, you know, dwarves in it. And it's like, yeah. it sounds no, like John no Peters. Prince. Yeah, it sounds like John Peters trying to make a Superman who doesn't fly and wear a cape. I was just yeah. like, That's, well, why are you doing it? Yeah, but... Uh, I, I'm not like particularly a fan of her or Precious of Snow White in any way, but also like I've been an advocate enough for like letting people cook and then deciding afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> that there's well, an we're element not, where like Steven. I can see <laughs> like I I am hardly one to anticipate like the mm. Disney Snow White remake of the animated movie in twenty twenty four, whenever it's coming out, to be like some artistic endeavor. Yeah. But also, like, it, the, subversion is not a, you know, is a valid form of, of, of doing this stuff. And I, and I think that there is, you know, there's, there could be a really interesting, like, deconstruction of Snow White or, or, or a subversive version of it. I don't necessarily think that's the version that Disney is about to do. I'm a little more cynical about their decisions and imagine they're doing it for more, uh, for, for more, like, social reasons than they yeah. are because they're trying to, like, prod or question the age-old narrative of snow white but um just as someone who's like don't make Zack snyder make the superman with the underpants and the whatever like okay well maybe <laughs> if i'm gonna say that about superman i should say like okay do your thing with snow white and if yeah, it's bad there's a then difference it's bad, between but... Zack snyder and rachel zegler like Zack yeah. snyder's a chef and she's not so i don't let people who aren't chefs <laughs> that's true you know? she just but... signed on for the role she's not <laughs> making decisions she's barely so. a maitre d like right. so she, she 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 actively hates the property right. like yeah, that's right. that's the difference is that she she actively says i don't like the original i don't like the ride at disney world i don't like any of this that's, so that that's that's a harder sell sell to me for that and what i think is interesting is that uh, i've seen quite a lot of snow white adaptations i haven't seen some of them andy and i looked them up yesterday there's a Sigourney Weaver Snow White that's like a horror what? movie. Yes, oh, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna have Jordan, to check that out. Jordan, but... that is the next reaction video. It is such a good movie. <laughs> oh wow, I did not. But, know. Like, like, it is, like the flip it side of the coin. Weaver. Like just last yeah. year, or whatever they did a yeah. they did a Pinocchio movie that mm. got that got trashed for being a carbon copy of the of the animated True. show. That's, or the, you know, Lion yeah. King. All all of these have been carbon copies so far. So like. I don't know. I'm not the target audience. I'm not precious about Snow White or Neither any of this, but also there's an element Neither. where I'm like, you know, at least they're not just one-to-one -one translating a, a animated property again. And yeah, sure. Well, it well, what it may gonna... suck, but also, like, I don't want to discourage them from, like, try... I'm like, let them try something. Like, <laughs> let's not... Because if this just gets totally trashed and then sucks, they're going to be like, oh, the message here is clearly that we have to one-to-one -one remake Lady and the Tramp and all this other stuff. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They did a Lady and the Tramp. Yeah, Lady and the Tramp, they did already. Oh, like, my God. I got you, Stephen. What I was actually going to say is that she keeps yeah. saying these things like she's not going to be saved by the prince and she's, she's going to be this boss leader lady. And I'm like, that's been done in other Snow White movies. Mm -hmm. that, the that's Huntsman, the, right? That's the yes, Huntsman. Stewart yes. version. So some yeah. of the things that she is talking about that they're changing to be more progressive or different are not really different at all. So <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm 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 with you, Stephen. Like I think it's fair to judge it after it's over. I think that's the best way to judge it because we can't judge it based off of set photos or Rachel Zegler's bonkers interviews. Um, <laughs> yeah, but I didn't get a sense but, that any of us here were judging the movie. I thought we were just 
criticizing her comments. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, I, like, I don't, I don't, I, I have no idea what the movie's going to be like. I'm just going off of like the stuff. Like I said, last time I was here, I, I knew of one thing she said. I didn't realize it was like a dozen. Well, Cause things. I think that's the other thing yeah. I saw too, is that this is stuff that is accumulated over time. Yeah. Wasn't and then really? now, like because of the strike, everyone is going back and like mining mm. for old stuff. And so it's not like there was like a week straight of her actually just like going oh, yeah, crazy. Sure. Sure, it's sure. like, <laughs> um, and it's not like she's doubling down either because there'll be one quote and the next week it's another quote. And so it looks like, Oh, she's, she's at it again. It's like, well, no, no, this is all. <laughs> yeah. These are old. Oh, these are all it was, it was D23. It was yeah. D23 last year at yeah, yeah. Disney's own thing. And I think the whole point about the carbon copy of it all, Disney's in a weird situation to where if we carbon copy, there's people that are going to be happy about it because they're not, we're not making changes, but then there's people that dislike it. But then you make changes. People are like, well, wait, you, you didn't stay close to the source material. We don't like this. And then like a case, the point about, we'll let them try something new. Yeah. Just like what they did with Maleficent. They haven't done a sleeping beauty adaptation. They did Maleficent. They changed it up. And I liked that. Yeah. Was it yeah, successful? Jordan, Jordan, we call it Maleficent nice because she is not, she is not Maleficent. She is Maleficent. Well, that's true. No. I'm just saying that's the <laughs> title and they, they no, altered it. And there's Patrick people that actually did a bunch you know, of the production you... design on uh, Maleficent 2. All of that, all of that bird stuff, Maleficent too. That's yeah. Patrick Topolos. That was awesome. Oh, Do you guys, you know, know what the best Disney remake is? That has, you know, it is still faithful to the story, but also it has something new without being up in your face. It's Aladdin. Aladdin is pretty, you know. I like, thought they again, did a really good job of expanding that and making the adding some fresh like B yeah. subplots that aren't yeah. in the cartoon. Um, yeah, like like Jasmine yeah. wanted to be born to be a sultan you know but still you know her romance with uh, Aladdin is still there the genie you know him getting a little love interest that's also very cute that but, again, it's, yeah. uh, but again it's like well, the movie is still the movie like the movie is still like what, what Aladdin was from all those years ago when they came out and, uh, even Little Mermaid is you know again like they make some changes here and there but they're not massive um, and I know, I know, Dave. Dave's got this feud with Zegler too. So not to not to be the one she coming in here. She started it. I showed, I showed Rebecca what had happened. Almost But I think to to play a little bit of of devil's advocate, though, um, let's uh, let's look at this narrative from this way. She, there is a expectation, sort of, so like that she has to come out and kind of say, like, oh, this isn't going to be a damsel in distress movie. It's not going to be, you know, we're not going to be feeding. Uh, uh, tropes about any any you know particular groups or people that from the from the original movie. This is going to be something fresh and new that people aren't expecting. And now this all happens months ago and doesn't get attention and doesn't get any pushback. And so there's no reason to kind of respond to it or clarify. And now it's all blowing up and causing a problem. But it's in the middle of the strike, so she can't come out and comment on it and say, "Oh no no no, don't yeah. worry, I was." So so she's pressured to to distance it from the source material in certain ways. Because socially, there are some issues that wouldn't exactly fit with the kind of the, the zeitgeist right now about the way that the story works. And then now that it's getting attention during the strike, she can't come out and start commenting on her movie to say, oh, no, don't worry. The movie is going to be yeah. close to the source material and kind of clarify what it means. And not only that, but that's happening as more stuff is coming out. So there's sort of the news cycle of this. It's entirely possible that that's totally you know what it is. But also it's possible that it's way more traditional than then she was letting on and she was just trying to to kind of push back against some kind of cultural expectations that it was going to feed into some antiquated stereotypes. Um, <laughs> I love I love that you always do that where you you make people 
sound smarter than they are. Because, <laughs> uh, I, and, and not to dog on, not to dog on her, but those are not the eloquent words she used. No. You know, she's like, "Oh my, they this were is weird. weird. They it's, were it's weird, so strange, and I hated, it and it scared me." It's like those are the words she's using. So you're right. Her point is what you're saying on, on some level. And if she said it that way. I think she would probably this wouldn't be happening. She's um, she's not trained on doing interviews. Right. And that's, that's what that's the only point I was making yeah. well, last year. And, and we're in a place now where all of these old quotes are, are coming up one after another. Yeah. At a sure. Time when probably <laughs> yeah. I don't know what the what the rule is for that if if it would be commenting on a like if that would be breaking strike rules, but like she can't exactly come out and do an interview to True to correct course or clarify what she meant. Did or she not come DPR. out and say that she was taken out of context? She did. I, I think thought, she did like a, like a Twitter or a TikTok or Instagram video that came out, but I don't know. Like, I don't know how current yeah. was. she couldn't be direct. She couldn't be direct. Is what she, she, could, direct. she could, she right. could say I was taken out of context, but she yeah. can't say like, Oh, this About movie what? will be X, Y, Z. It will satisfy fans. It will do all those things. But yeah. again, I mean, again, this is a, this is somebody who's like, it's, very it's totally a problem of her own making. I'm just trying to give it the most oh, generous yeah. read. I, I, mean, I, I, I appreciate that. That's what I like about you. <laughs> no, but I'm just saying, like the the fact of the matter, it's just the fact that it's like she is young and she got just yanked into this yeah. Hollywood machine so quickly. She came out of nowhere. I mean, she essentially did. She sang two Lady Gaga songs on her yeah. YouTube, blew up, no, and then no, Steven no, was like, "That's my girl." I know, I know. I'm, I made that joke. Mm -hmm. Like she has really done nothing original, which is true. But at the same time, it's like I don't blame her for like being like, "All right, yeah, let's do this. Let's do that." And maybe something will, Dave. You can you can give an interview and and not say that you hate the thing that you're making. <laughs> really? like, yeah. That's, yeah. that's not that hard. You can yeah. just be like, well, uh, you know, the the original film was a classic and everybody loves it. But we're trying a new thing. That's yeah, not exactly. hard. I mean, that's like, not hard. Like, like I said before, like I'm I'm in literally in the middle of reinterpreting Peter Pan in a way. And oh, yeah, none of my none of my uh, talking points for when I eventually do interviews with certain people is, is man, I hate JM Barry and the garbage he wrote. Like I'm going to, you know, I, I, I'm like, no, I'm trying to preserve the world that people recognize, but also, you know, bring it to a modern age. And, but I'd have to know what to tweak and what not to tweak. And it's a balance and it's hard. And hopefully I do a good job. You know, it's like, but that's how I feel. So it's like, but I'm also like older and I have made mistakes. I've said things probably in, in earlier comic book interviews and stuff that probably sound like Rachel Zegler on some level. So I'm like, I'm all, my only comment on her stuff was that she's just young. I said that last time I was on the show. I was like, she's young and she's saying dumb stuff and she just needs a little she needs someone like Steven to kind of <laughs> to kind of say, here's how you eloquently put your point. Steven Rebecca, well, and, Steven and Rebecca why, should be a publicist. Like yeah. I why, why doesn't why doesn't Disney have someone for her? Disney they, works with child actors all the time. <laughs> they, they, but I, who, who knows understand. who knows yeah. if that maybe Disney did assign someone to her and she might be one of those people who's like, I'm not talking to this person. You know, like we, I mean, we have no, no idea. Well, and again, yeah. the lack of attention that he's got the first time—sure, exactly—high to me highly suggests that it was not a publicist-crafted interaction. It was just a. It was a know, the, she won. Yeah, she winged it. She yeah, exactly. And so they're coming out now because it got attention, and so people are looking back and they're like, "Oh wow, there's all this." Yeah, like, and then they just made a montage of all her interviews, and like, like when she was on, I don't know, some red carpet or whatever the hell, she even's like. Made, I mean, I and I, per, I'm pretty sure she was being facetious by talking about like, oh yeah, well, you know, we got so and so who plays the prince, you know, this dude, and like maybe the scenes will all get cut, you know, you know, it's Hollywood, baby. I mean, like she was probably being facetious, but it just didn't come off as, 
very stuck up yeah. that's the well, thing and, it's like and yeah think about any anyone who like you follow more than anyone else like you know like Zack snyder for example for most of the people in here or just any particular topic where you and then you follow the news on it and i'm you're sorry like, oh, wow. zach who what's this guy's name <laughs> who? and yeah. and so you'll be aware of like uh um You'll, you'll, you'll read the news and they're and they they're aware of like 10 percent of that topic of whatever you're right you're aware of and they'll yeah, exactly. they'll either miss detail maybe they won't always get it wrong but you'll be like oh you should have remembered that quote or that mm -hmm. that detail that they included there or sometimes they'll out, outright get it wrong and so then you look at something something like this none of this got publicized at the moment that it was said but then once it started blowing up people are like oh this is interesting and now there's a magnifying glass on it so like imagine um, you know, like with Zack Snyder, for example, there's all this stuff he'll say on, he'll come on Dave's stream and like yeah. one or two things will be blown up into, into headlines. But you go back to the stream and you're like, oh, wow, there's like a hundred stories <laughs> yeah. of things that he yeah. mentioned in here, but only, you know, 10% of it got mentioned in headlines anywhere. And then all the people in the chat caught it. And, but then when that draws more attention and people go back and watch it again, they're like, oh, whoa, look at all this stuff here that nobody noticed before. And so I feel like that's kind of what's happening to her also. And so by the time Disney realizes like, oh shit, publicist, talk to her. It's like, it's we like can't six do months later, eight yeah. months later. Yeah. Yeah. Will Bila has something to say. Oh. oh, speak of Zack Snyder, Rebel Moon. Hell yes. <laughs> that's what we're here to talk about. And uh... starring Rachel Zegler. Yeah. What? No. No. <laughs> no. That's, that's, that's the director's cut. As Snow White. <laughs> that's the director's cut. Nice. How dare you? How dare you? I'm but sorry. uh but anyways, yeah. Um let's kind of go let's go around the horn. God, I, I'm like getting hit. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah, I'm com kombucha. Jesus. But let's go around the horn and uh you know, let's uh let's talk about uh, how we felt about the trailer. Let's you know, you go first, Aunt Andy. Like, why are you laughing? He's, he's having he's problems. He's having problems. Okay. Do you need me? To, do you need Rachel to scare you so you you don't hiccup? Well, bring her in. Well, ladies and gentlemen, introduce. I'm kidding. Uh, no, I that trailer. I, I it, it gave me the same feeling when I saw the first Man of Steel trailer. Not the first teaser trailer, but the first Man of Steel trailer. I was in, I lived in London and I saw it. Uh, and it gave me all the chills because it's like it's 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 all new. It's all new, and it look, I there's times where I'm like, did he just do all this practically? Because like you know, because none of this looks like you know. We I mean, this year has been a CGI nightmare for a lot of movies. Like, let's not kid ourselves. Um, so when I see this, I'm like. Like are, they, are these real lightsabers? Like are these like real? Like, it's like, like are these real ships? Like everything looks so good, and it's why I'm I I love the fact that he has now an environment where he can craft his work, and not have about a studio executives interrupting him and being like we need to change this because we need more humor. Um, no, it looks stunning. I, uh, I I said it to Rebecca last night that Supergirl definitely wasted Stars Nair who is in this film because y'all that body. Like William Day, William Day from Supergirl, like he got hot, and so I am so I'm dying for the next trailer because there's obviously going to be oh yeah one more. There has to be one more, right? Like this is this can this can't be the only trailer we're getting. And then we got and clips, clips too. Well, yeah, yeah. But uh, no, I'm excited to see what this mythology 
it's going to look like on a larger scheme because again this is world building of essentially what we're getting you know because this could you know i'm again like this could go on for years and years, depending on how much Sack has developed. So I'm really excited Steven is here because I want to know what he has to say. Uh, but uh, yeah, no, it looks phenomenal. It looks gorgeous. I'm excited to meet these characters. And, you know, again, because I'm never going to take part of a franchise that starts from scratch, you know, because, you know, all of us, you know, like whenever there's been a new DC universe, we have all grown up with DC. With Marvel, we grew up with Marvel. So, but with Moon, like, there is nothing. We all get to start this together. So I'm excited about it. Kumbaya. I love it. Kumbaya. Yeah, exactly. We just hold hands and we're going to watch this damn thing. Anthony, your thoughts. Uh, that shit was fire. Uh, I, it's, it's funny because I, I could have guessed that you were going to say it was fine. <laughs> the shit was, it was dope. And, and once I got done watching it, like I laughed for so long and it's, it's, it's on my fucking channel because of the, the fact that so many people sort of turned this thing down for him. Or whatever when he like yeah up, Warner you know, Brothers this fire this <laughs> I got this fire for y'all and they're like mm. and so um yeah just just realizing that and just seeing that the um the teaser that's like almost four fucking minutes long um <laughs> yeah that that sounds like does it um no it was dope it was dope everything about it was incredible I, I enjoyed there's not a moment of that that I was just like wait wait I didn't I didn't need to see anything else that was incredible and um. I'm sure, uh, like you said, there's probably some more coming like for us soon. But my initial reaction was it was dope, and just I just chuckled at the fact that so many people turned this shit down. That so ridiculous. Yeah, it literally like was like ah. But at the same time, you you're we're like glad that they did. Yes, because it's it's they would have changed shit. Wait a minute. Does anybody know how to pronounce Ed's? Is it screen or scrum? Screen. I think it's screen. 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 screen, screen. Okay. Like screen. His description of it, like the, the way <laughs> Zach pitched it to him, oh, it's like Star Wars with like nudity and cussing and shit. Uh, give me all of that. <laughs> all of that. One thousand percent. So, um, yes. When this when this does come out in December and we all get the chance to like experience it together, because it's probably going to get theater? a release. If it doesn't right. get a theatrical release. What the fuck are we doing here? Like, I happen to think that this might be a step above Army. So, like, Army got a theatrical release. A step? Oh, I would say it's it's a whole way staircase. Of- <laughs> it's well, a staircase. Yeah, 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 because I do enjoy Army. Nothing so against wonder- Army. I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. like that was like. I mean, when Zach and Zombies go hand in hand, they yes. you know, fucking yeah, they start yeah. with these for shit's sake, and it, it goes great. But it's just. But Zach and Sci-Fi, god yeah. damn! And just no, seeing it, the trailer, I'm just like, ah, uh, it's just there's so many, there's so many things. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's so it's 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 up there. So um, yeah, I'm <laughs> I'm excited, and I'm sure everybody else that's here is excited. And so I think uh, the the teaser was fire. It it did exactly what it needed to do. Um, wasn't too much a fan of the reaction in Germany, like the crowd there. I was like, yo, y'all don't know who y'all, y'all witnessing right now, but um, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? I think that that was, is it was pretty much. They're like, of- we're here for video games. What is this movie? You know, <laughs> <Yeah>. I, <laughs> if I was there, I would have been losing my fucking mind, but um, no, I think it's, it's, um, it, it's incredible. It's incredible, and nothing short of that shit. And uh, the the teaser, three and a half minutes of absolute, like, 
fucking balls to the walls, Zack Snyder. Come on, man. I, I'm it's 1,000% tough. down. And, and, and you um, have a shirt on, don't you? You have a shirt. Yes. Yeah. I was lucky enough to get one of these. I got Jimmy. Yeah, I was lucky enough to get one of these before they like took them down from Target or whatever. Yeah, yeah, it was uh, so weird how that went, and I and I didn't get a chance to grab. Are it they still not up? I, I I'm pretty sure I they'll they, put it back up. I think they put them up early, and so people yeah. bought them, but then Netflix pulled mm-hmm. them, and so they got. Yeah, 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 yeah. That that's it. That's that's what happened because like when I when I first saw them on there, and there were so many designs, and I just looked through them really fast, and I was like, I'll get a couple. I'll come back and look later. Because literally, I'm serious, and I'm, I'm sure if Scott was here, he'd be able. To, there were so many designs to the shirts, and it was absolutely incredible. Like it, it would take you forever to look through them, like literally. So I just got two of them really quick, and I was like, I'll come back next week and look again to see what else they, you know. And then there was no next week because they pulled them because they probably weren't supposed to release them. But if you ordered them in that little period of time, you you, you know they shipped them to you and stuff. So, um, but as far as the teaser. <laughs> Yeah, any more room on your wall behind her? Oh, I know, yeah, with all the uh merchandise that's going to be coming in. Um, Steak, yeah. Steak, what are your thoughts on the trailer? Um, you know, the first thing I thought of was I laughed because it's you know, it's like a three and a half minute trailer, <laughs> uh, teaser. Uh, but I also took that as it's a teaser for both movies, and there might be footage from both movies in that. And yep, uh, that but maybe correct. Steven can correct that, okay? Yep. Um, <laughs> yeah, so that, he was like, I saw, yeah. Yeah, because I saw people going like, oh, the, of course Zach would make a three-and-a-half-minute trailer for one movie. I'm like, no, I think it has footage from both in it. Um, but so, uh, but I, I, I liked it overall. But the first thing that popped in my head was, because the first few shots are like homage shots to his own movies, right? So he's got yeah. like a Man of Steel shot, and he's got like a 300 shot, and, you know, and uh, and I'm just like, okay. Like, I, I, I like the guy a lot, but I was like, come on, man. Like, <laughs> like to frame it differently, do something different, but by the end of the trailer, I was like, okay, that's cool. Like, I think those, the way that trailer's edited is very specific to, hey, to my fans, like, I, I know who I am and I know what you guys love. Here's some shots you might recognize, but in a new way. And then now let's get to the crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, and what it looked like to me was like, it was like, uh, I always associate things to music. So like, I was like, it's, it's like him making a greatest hits. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. he's like, he's looking at all of his movies and he's like, all right, let's just make a greatest hits um of everything i've done visually but like combine it with this like you know dirty dozens you know seven samurai type uh you know uh, rebellion story mixed in uh with like a destiny and you know rewriting a history and it blends a lot of themes to where it looks almost like sci fantasy instead of sci-fi and so it by the end it hooked me i was like you know what this is neat i'm like actually i'm kind of excited to watch this and uh because i'm i actually i like zach's work but i didn't like uh, the, his zombie movie that he made, Army of the Dead. I didn't really like it too much. Uh, so I was kind of like, let's see where he goes with this Rebel Moon. And I, I think, well, at least with the trailer, uh, I'm hooked and I, I can't wait to watch it. It looks it looks like a, a love letter to a lot of things I like, which I think I saw in an interview and I sent it to you, Dave, where he um, he talked about Jimmy yeah. being the name of all robots. Yeah. And uh, which I was like, oh, that's cool. And then he also mentioned that he was a big fan of um, Heavy Metal magazine, which I, I am too. Yeah. And so when I heard him say that, I was like, okay, I see the influence now. And I, now I can't wait to watch this movie. Yeah. So yeah, I'm, I'm in. That, I was like, whoa, yeah, I remember the, he- I mean, the heavy metal, you know, animated series. I mean, obviously yeah. couldn't watch it. That blends genres too, did. you know? Yeah. 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 Like, yeah. like Sucker Punch did, you know, every fantasy she had was a different genre of, you know, so 
to me, like I said, it felt like a greatest hits album. And it's like, hey, man, this guy's made a great library of work. So why not make a greatest hits album? <laughs> you know, nothing wrong with that. No, yeah. I love it. Rebecca, how are you feeling about it? I, I loved it. I was actually shocked after the teaser trailer finished because I did not expect all of the high fantasy elements to it. I didn't know that there were going to be mythological creatures and I didn't know um, that uh, there would be some, I don't know if there are magical elements in it. So there's that shot with Jimmy with the lights in the, yeah, the the red Um, and the blue. Yeah. Yeah. So there were things that I was like, Oh, I was not expecting this. And so I, I like the idea that he's getting to play with, a little bit of a new genre in that way. So I'm very excited about that. And I'm also, uh, I'm not a bird expert, but I'm like an amateur birder. And so sometimes seeing those <laughs> mythological creatures with the feathers and stuff, um, seeing that shot of the um, the speed ramping when Stasner's character jumps on the, the the creature with the wings and everything. Oh, that was so cool. Um, but uh, I one of the things that also stood out to me was, um, so I've been the last four years I've been uh, working with museums. And so I work with an archeological, well, an archeological park and an archeological research uh, group. And so I've been learning a lot about archeology span and motifs and symbols and iconography. And uh, so seeing the bags with the eye, with the eyelashes or the suns and the the teardrop and all of that, uh, that really sparked my curiosity as to what the society is that they're building in this universe because there's different flags, different symbols. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so I, I, I got really curious about the, the world or worlds that we're going to be in this universe. So uh, every, everything in it just really got me jazzed about what was to come. Cause there was a lot in there I didn't expect. So I'm, I'm very excited. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I know that was one of the things I pointed out too, is like those symbols and anyways, well, we'll, well we're going to, bring up the trailer and we'll like go through it and stuff like that. But Jordan, your thoughts. It's a long trailer, um, but not in a bad way because opening to them. Okay. Of course it's three and a half minutes. Of course it is. And then of course at the end, when you see that he gives the two titles and you don't have to wait a year for the sequel, you don't have to wait a long time was, I think smart on his part. It's smart on Netflix too. Cause if you watch the first film and you're, you know, there's a second one, you have to wait over a year or something for the next one. It's going to suck. So you don't have to wait that long. Uh, and the fact that the trailer actually has footage from both films. So you're literally getting three and a half minutes of footage from two, what, two hour movies a piece. So four hours. Two hour three, movies? Oh, oh, yeah. I think. I don't, I th- well, yeah. we're going to have director's cut. So let's. Yeah. Let's so yeah. Like who, so who knows? Maybe the stuff we're seeing in the shots are from the director's cut. Who knows? But eight hour cuts. Basically. Yeah. Eight hours. But uh, <laughs> the thing about um, the thing about like all of the variety of stuff you see in the trailer i love the fact that i really don't know much about this about what is happening here like i'm just seeing some cool visuals yeah that's the beauty because see we have some great dialogue from anthony hopkins opening and that was great but past that point it's just okay here is some dialogue from the characters here's some shots of all these different characters and locations, all these planets you're going to and all this variety of places you're going to, you don't know what's going on. And I think that was structured specifically that way. So you don't know what's going on because if the trailer was structured differently, you could probably piece together. Okay. That is going to take place later because of that character looking like that or whatever. So you can start piecing together what the story is. But I like the fact that I have no clue. Uh, it, it was a lot. It was a lot. I was sitting there going like, there's a lot that there's a lot to, 
look through here to see what exactly is happening because there's times like what just happened and then you already moved on to the next thing Mm -hmm. uh i also noticed a tonal shift in the trailer a bit where i'm like i think this is from the second movie i'm not sure if if i'm correct on that but there's like certain shots where i'm like i don't know like just the music shifts and everything i'm not sure if it's just the music itself that was picked for it but it just felt like we shifted to the second movie and this is some of the stuff from the second movie i don't know I could be wrong, but uh, but Zach did a great job with giving us because I remember seeing that concept art a long time ago when this was talked about, and I was looking at those images and thinking for a long time, okay, what is this going to look like when we actually see footage? And mm-hmm. I think he did a great job adapting that concept art into live action, into what it actually is, because I, I remember seeing one shot and going, this gigantic cityscape, I'm like, okay, so what is this going to look like? And then seeing what he's accomplished, I'm like... Okay. <laughs> I love that it's dark. I love the fact that it's, you know, it's not lighthearted in a sense. It's a very serious look. And of course it's that Zack Snyder visuals and everything. It really, it really works. So it's great. Good stuff. We also got, Hey, we got Ohio Dave showing up because you know, hey. you're talking to Ray. Hey, hey. 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 in the house, bro. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. What's going on? How y'all doing? <laughs> Oh, and not only that, we also got we also got old hey. Hey. <laughs> I didn't have to wear a long ass time. <laughs> oh Ben, your 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 mic is up very loud. <gasps> I'm sorry. Okay. I'm so sorry. I think you're yeah, you're good now. Oh, good? Coming in hot. Permission coming to in very hot. Oh, oh I know I saw I saw Seek go, whoa, buddy. He's like <laughs> eardrums bleeding. Yeah, I only have one ear, so go easy on it. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. But uh thank you for joining, gentlemen. Yeah, we're we're uh we're just going around the horn right now and uh just talking about what our initial thoughts when it came to the Rebel Moon trailer. So well, first off, Dave, how you been? Good? Good, man. Good. How you been? Good. Uh, good too. You know, just good, good. drinking and talking Rebel Moon. Nothing better on a Friday. Nice. Friday. I did bring some vodka. I did bring there some vodka. Hey, he's got vodka. <laughs> there you go. I know. I should take another yeah. little shot. Um, and then, of course, Ben, how you doing, sir? I'm I'm good. Just good. ready to talk about some Rebel Moon. Yes, that's what we're getting into. And, of course, you know, we got Steven here, you know, who, of course, is got a little bit more knowledge. So uh, we'll we'll save his initial reaction to last. Just saying. Okay. <laughs> anyway, yeah, they go and you just stick two more people in front of me. Now exactly. People cut in front of line because because you know. Let's just say you know, like I said, Stephen. You know, he's got some more knowledge when it comes to this. So let's just get some more initial reactions and then we'll get there. So we'll first uh, we'll start off with Dave. Yeah. Initial reaction to the trailer, even though he already saw things before. Never mind. The heavy. What? what? No. <laughs> Um, my reaction, I was, uh, I was talking about this with ACS and I was saying like the height level I feel for this movie reminds me of like when the, uh, the BVS comic-con trailer dropped, like, that's what I feel like about it. Like it's, I mean, I knew it was going to look good. I don't know why it caught me off so surprised, but I, I like, I just couldn't get over how good it looked the whole time Mm -hmm. I was watching it. Just like the visuals of it. How good the lighting is, knowing that he was the cinematographer on it, like how good everything looked on it, man. That's mm-hmm. just even just thinking about it now is giving me chills. Like just thinking about it, but goosebumps. Gosh, yeah. And Ben, what are your initial thoughts? Uh, yeah, I I really liked it. Uh, it, it was beautifully shot. Uh, everything that I aesthetically, everything looks pleasing. Uh, I'm 
I was blown away how this movie was uh, under a hundred million dollars, I believe, and right. it looks so like like it cost three hundred million dollars. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> shooting together, shooting yeah. both of these movies, they shot both of these movies in less time than it took them to shoot BVS. That's yeah. Yeah, during, that's true. Remember during, BBS during got pushed COVID. back a year. Pandemic. There were you know three the budget less... of the two movies combined. No, BBS got pushed back a year, I believe. I remember there was yeah, but there's three about like two or three fewer shooting days, like yeah. days on set rolling camera, three less but, on this wow. than on BBS. But what was what yeah. Seek was saying? Do we know the budget of like the both combined movies? budget? Yeah, I think it's average Probably. about because it's a combined. It's 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 rolled together, and then there's also tax credits. Sure. Each. Okay. So I don't know exactly, but what I'm, my understanding is it's like a people. It's like one, uh, like what what is it, like one seventy six. Okay, that's what that's what I heard. heard. Okay, okay. is what people are, and I don't that, that's that's I don't know that's but that's sure. that's what people have kind of put together, and that's consistent with like base. I did some math when the tax credit originally came out. Yeah. Based on the the credit is on um. A below the line costs, I think specifically, mm-hmm. which means everything but like top actor pay, which is like eighty percent ish of the budget, I think. Sure. So based on those numbers, it was approximately right around that, like eighty-eight to one hundred okay. per okay. per movie. Okay. So, okay. but I mean, either way, it's it's half of. I mean, it's amazing. Like, <laughs> it is. It's yeah. less than yeah. half of every penny's on screen. Like, every, you know, yeah. it looks. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 Exactly. Well, yeah, and that's yeah. So for, especially for for two movies, and then yeah. considering there's director's cut versions also that are gonna be like three mm. hours long. That's that's yeah. Just, yeah. Only free. Yeah. But to to finish <laughs> my thought. Um, yeah. Sorry. Uh, it's all right. Uh, we don't care. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> But I, I thought I thought um, one of the things that Rebecca said when I was li- I was listening to the show is that the stuff that they show um, about the world building and the religious aspects, the, the the little things that that doesn't mean anything to us just yet. Like I'm really looking forward to explore all those things, the mythos about those other planets, what kind of things you mm-hmm. have in those planets and religions, or or because there was one shot that. I think I'll save that too when we start breaking down the the, the trailer, but yeah, I I love everything about the trailer. Uh, uh, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, then we'll get to Stephen. 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 Um, He's all. That's yeah, all right. I, yeah. <laughs> I, um, it looks fine. It's really hard. For, I'm so used to like seeing concept art for blockbusters. And then when it arrives on screen, or you'll see the movie, then the concept art will come out, and you'll be like, "What happened?" Like between the idea <laughs> and transition, what, like what yeah. happened? They, yeah, you'll see. I don't want to name any like specific franchises or whatever, but I mean, basically any blockbuster franchise. It's like, oh, there's the concept art, and then it's no, don't worry, we have concept art at home. Is what ends up on screen, right? <laughs> and so, um, I. Um, having been on set in the art room and seeing all the concept art for this, I was like, how, how is this? My brain is naturally being like, okay, wow. On screen, this is going to be 80% of whatever these things are. And a bunch of those keyframes that, that we saw there were, were in, in this trailer. And it was like, I felt guilty for being surprised by it. Cause I was like, realized that I was doing that natural discounting. I'm like, well, it's going to be less. No, no, it is. 100% what the concept artist drew. Like, like there's some of it that was released, like the shot of them 
on uh, Pollux, I think is the planet with the Coliseum in the background with the cape oh. flowing. It's the last shot right. of the trailer. That's yeah. that's the concept art, right? Yeah. It looks better than yeah, that. Yeah, it yeah, looks yeah, better it is. Than the yeah, it does. Yeah. And that's not trashing the concept <laughs> art. Just that, that it's just so much more dynamic. It's more. It's moving. It's like whatever. So like, but to to bring that all to life and not just like in key moments, but like every single frame. There are like there, like the shot of her planting the flag in the in the trailer mm -hmm. is like part of it's the speed like the speed ramping and the snap zoom and all the Snyderisms that are there but that's like right up there with like Leonidas snapping the, the arrows off of his shield like classic Snyder shot level yeah um and so it's I was really shocked by with how much of it I kind of knew was coming um just how surprised I was by kind of how it looked um, I will say, I, I really hope everybody gets to see the Red Band trailer. Um, what? It, wait, there's a Red Band trailer? There's a Red Band trailer? It's similar, but there's that some Red shit. Band shots in it. Yeah, this is the Green mm. Band. Um, the Green Band. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> um, is that what it really was called? Like, this is the Green yes. Band? Yes. Yeah, Green Band. So, um, so yeah, so I, uh, multiple people commented on the concept <laughs> art, so I have an agreement in that. The other thing that I think is interesting is um, this is a trailer for both um, both movies. So that's part of why it was so long is because it's, it's a Rebel Moon Universe trailer. Mm. Um, and so also there's very little story because they're just kind of saying like, you know, it's very inspired by heavy metal, et cetera. So they're saying here is all of these genres that it, like um, we packed into this this story. And well, a little bit of story. One of the things tease. that you told me when, when you when you went like at the Netflix is like the last thing you thought about was Star Wars. And when you watch this trailer, you don't really think Star Wars no. until maybe yeah. you see some well some you know light kind that's of thing. the thing that I'm going to be the most frustrated about about with the the whole narrative about this because when it was first reported, it was when it was that it was greenlit. It was reported that it was a um, had been a, a pitch to Lucasfilm and not and not accepted, which is true. But mm -hmm. what's come out since then and what we learned on this set is that Zach has been working on this basically like since he was in film school. Uh, Debbie says that he, he's been working on it since since before they were married. And that's not just like in, in pitch status. Like he had binders full of like notes and drawings mm. and stuff over the years that he had been continually adding to. He pitched it to Warner Brothers multiple times prior to um, going to Lucasfilm with it. So when he went, when it became a Star Wars pitch, it wasn't, I have an idea for a Star Wars movie. It, it was, I have this idea for a movie. We could make it into a Star Wars movie, but I don't want any Star Wars characters or anything. I want it disconnected. I want it just like, I want to mm. use Star Destroyers and lightsabers, but I don't mm. want Skywalkers and whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. Um, and so then they said no, and then so he went and developed it for Netflix. And so, so yes, it obviously it's Star Wars inspired in the same way that Star Wars is Flash Gordon inspired and Dune inspired and Akira Kurosawa inspired, right? Star Wars is George Lucas's mixtape of yeah. here's all my favorite pop culture. This is Zack yeah. Snyder's mixtape. Some of it's the same, the Kurosawa, the Dune, Star Wars. Mm -hmm. Some of it's different, the heavy John metal, Carter. the anime. Yeah, John Carter. John Carter's mm -hmm. a little bit in Star Wars too, but yeah, but Snyder brings a lot, you know, Excalibur, you know, Snyder brings all uh, some some extra stuff into here that wasn't really part of Lucas's wheelhouse. Um and so, so yes, it was a Star Wars pitch uh, at one point. Yes, it is Star Wars inspired, but it is not originally a Star Wars movie. This is not a, a rejected Star Wars pitch that he re-engineered to, to salvage at Netflix. This is a movie that he's been working on forever. And at one point, they considered changing it to fit it into Star Wars and then decided, let's keep it original. Um, mm -hmm. And that I don't know if that, that seems pedantic to a lot of people, but I think it's a really clear distinction 
that because like the a lot of people are kind of reducing it to like a Star Wars ripoff or uh, or or like I said a rejected Star Wars pitch, and that's just not at all what it is. And I think that even watching this, sure, there's like something so, that somewhat visually resembles a lightsaber, but like this is so different. From oh. Star Wars, that the fact that anybody is <laughs> in, in either direction, that there's, 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 oh. the, the fact that there's people, <laughs> the fact that there's people saying it's like a Star Wars ripoff is funny, but also the fact that there's people saying like, "Oh, Disney's scared." No, this is not even. This is a different thing, all all together. I'm sure maybe there are. You could say like, "Oh, it's a sci-fi, uh, like a space opera." And um, and and it's going to satisfy a lot of the same people that Star Wars does in ways that Star Wars isn't. But like aesthetically, tonally, all like there's all sorts of things about it that, that to me are not at all direct competitors with what Star Wars um, is it's doing. It's not so. going to send around a kid who's like, I can lift it with my mind. It's not going to be that. It's not going to be that. That's the thing. It's like there's I don't think there's any, you know, I mean. God knows if there's any kind of like, you know, force kind of thing. I don't, doesn't seem like there is. I think the closest thing that you can, like you said, to Star Wars is just, yes, there are some swords that, that resemble, <laughs> yeah, a little bit, but then you look at them, you're like, oh my God. I mean, I was talking with somebody, I'm like, oh yeah, hopefully Disney doesn't sue them. I'm like, for what? That doesn't even look like a lightsaber. It's not a saber and it's not light. To borrow a phrase from uh, Zack Snyder criticisms, George Lucas didn't invent the lightsaber. Yeah. <laughs> right? like, was, like laser swords were not, it's not a George Lucas invention. No, exactly. So no, but uh, yeah, I, I mean, just my, I mean, obviously you guys, I mean, anybody who's watched my reaction to it, I mean, obviously was, uh, yeah, there was just so much to take in and just visually, I mean, like, like I said, I think that my favorite shot was that either the shot where she plants the flag that's like up mm, there. And then yeah. of course the, the shot of Jimmy when something's happening, mm. I don't know if he took some fucking, you know, robotic acid or something, but <laughs> there's just some shit going on where he's just seeing some How stuff. Like, yeah, who knows? You know, you never know. It's Zack Snyder, you know, mm. uh, but I'm just, yeah, it's just there's so many things where I'm like, and that's where it's going. Like, yeah, it's three and a half minutes. And I even said that I'm like, that's a teaser trailer. Even, usually a teaser trailer is like a 30 seconds or a minute. But we don't again, we don't know exactly where everything fits. The next trailer, mm, you're right. going to get a cohesive kind of story to it. And we'll finally figure it out a little bit more. I mean, obviously, we know from what Zach has said and what he said even at, uh, you know, this week when it came to all this stuff. But I just love the fact one of the things I loved was the fact that they just were like, hey, yeah, you're you're known for your director's cuts. Mm -hmm. We'll go ahead and give you director's cut right off the bat. But we have to have like an initial cut and then we're going to have your cut. And the fact that it's an hour longer is like, holy, it's like, wow, that's just mm -hmm. To me, that's just I, I it's going to be just funny to watch both of them, because obviously we're going to watch the initial and then we'll watch the director's cut. And then naturally, we're going to love the director's cut more because it's just, you know, what happens, mm. what's, you know, your Blade Runner. Uh, but, you know, there's, mm -hmm. certain, there's like five different versions of that. But anyways. I have yeah, a question for, for I have a question for Steven. Professor, Professor, I have a question. Um, because I just because I don't want to keep accidentally say lightsabers. Has Ooh. does Zach have a name for Ooh. these swords? Like to, they were just calling you... them they were just calling them swords or like superheated swords. Um I know that the they are Kryptan soldiers that use something similar, so I don't know if they're Kryptan blades or not. Mm -hmm. 
um, they didn't have like a specific tagline that they'd use. I mean, literally, they're just swords. Nemesis has these gauntlets that that superheat and and cause them to basically be like almost molten metal. And then the Kryptonians um, have something else that, that does something. So that's why theirs are blue and hers are like red. Mm-hmm. But um, um, but no term like saber. But, there's but, like your sword. No, as sword. far as far as my understanding is, that there's normal. I mean, you can see in the trailer. There's some shots where they're not superheated, right? Where she's yeah, got yeah. them. It's just normal mm-hmm. swords. They're just like they're mm-hmm. like cutlass or like a like a like not like a scimitar, but like a like a claymore, or like some big ass wide sword. I like that big ass wide sword. <laughs> That's what we're gonna call it, guys. That's what we're gonna call yeah. it. That's big the official name. Yeah. <laughs> I might say, well, I might say, what by Zach? Well, no, it's funny because, like, I just posted today my my interview with the the prop master, where he said that he he would try to design guns that were so big that Zach would say no. Um, and, and are and so you I, kidding me? And so, wow. uh, so like, I, I was like, Rob Liefeld guns. <laughs> yeah, no, because he said he said he, he would oh he would propose God, yeah, a ridiculous every every gun he'd like pitch like three versions. He'd pitch like a normal sized one, one that's a little bit too small, and one that's like massively big. And the idea is to be like, you know, the three little bears sort of like, oh, this is way too big. That's way too small. This is just right. And every time Zach was like, let's do the. So that's why, yeah. So that's why, uh, like Ray mm-hmm. Fisher's gun is like, is yeah, tall, almost as tall as we he saw is. what Ray like, Fisher's yeah. holding, and yeah. we, we understand why he bulked up because mm-hmm. he, he was holding that thing. That freaking, I was like, dude, look at his arms, it's like, no, shit he had to like gain fucking for this thing to hold he that stays thing. ripped. Jesus yeah. Christ, I know it was good. It was when good I saw that first when I saw that first photo of him, I may have uttered a big daddy. <laughs> what you too? Yeah, Saturday. Um, oh my God, this is like I mean like great minds. I mean, but yeah, but that, I mean yeah, that arm is like that arm is like bigger than my head. Like I could hide behind that arm, and no one would know I was standing there. Dude's jacked. Dude, I think I, jacked. he's he's clearly prepping because I, I heard him talking about Gears of War, and I'm like mm. I can't think of a, I can't think of a better video game for Zach to interpret. Um, and uh, and I'm just like, oh, dude, you got you got some of your cast right here in this movie. You got some in your other movie, like. Batista and uh, Ray Ray Fisher could play Coltrane. I'm like, there's there's it, it, get the guy who make is it bigger bigger guns. You know? get, that. get Momoa and Fisher and yeah. uh, um, Batista. Get Sophia yeah. Patella, bring her in. You know, it's like Amari. Like, you know, get Amari yeah. in there. Yeah. Yeah. Do it all. Man. Yeah. 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 Oh, Amari. Yeah, Amari. Yeah. True. Yeah. No, well, but it was, was kind of funny seeing saying, that really interview and he like. Well, sorry. Maria said. Oh no! I was, just, I was just saying, if he did a Gears of War movie, it'd basically be like three hundred with chainsaws. Which oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. yes. Isn't that well, I mean, doing a Gears of War movie? Isn't aren't they adapting? They, they, the right to to it. It. Oh, Netflix does. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Because for the longest time, we've been hearing they were trying to develop this movie for so long, and they yeah. just could never do anything. And it's like Batista's right there. It, yeah, and if Netflix movie. has it, I mean, that pretty much is. I still think it should be a TV show on Netflix. Well, that's uh, true. Yeah. Well, have Stone Quarry produce it. Yeah. Right. Oh, there you right. go. Like Zach. Mm-hmm. You know, Zach, Just the way that Zach, Zach reacts busy, to the but question. Him... Interesting. Well, what was his exact reaction? I saw like a. Clip, he looked at. He sure. looked at the queen. He looked at the yeah. queen. Oh. Yeah. I'm telling you. I've always said this that the the relationship. That you see of Leonidas and his queen in 300 yeah. when before he kicks the dude in the hole, he yeah. looks at her and she 
that was like somebody even like commented about that too. I'm like, yep, there you go. He was like, yeah, you've always said that. I'm like, yes, Zach and Debbie. That's always kind of like that. He looks at her and like, what should I say here? And it just kind of gave like a well, yeah, which maybe which, not. Which maybe begs not the question: it, but maybe are they, they reproducing it? Yeah, it begs the question. Netflix is working on it. He's at an event to promote a Netflix property. He looked at her for oh, permission for a tease. I mm-hmm. mean, uh, I. I don't know. I, I don't know anything, but I think like it would make sense for them to at least <laughs> I love especially if Batista are you saying gonna... that they're, t- they're talking about they're doing this movie or this pro- project I'm and just he making... just needed to confirm <laughs> his wife before he I'm could just... say something? Tell us all you know right yes. now. No, I'm, the beans, be, I'm just connecting the dots of who owns the rights and where he is and, mm. and why he was at that event in the first place. Like that's, you know, those things aren't like nearly as ad-libbed as they look when when you get asked a question like that at an event where you're there to promote a Netflix game and movie like um and so you know Netflix owns the rights he's teasing an interest in something that Netflix owns the rights to that an actor that he has worked with has championed as a property um I don't think he should direct it and I don't think it should be a movie, but I think that having stone story yeah involved you know you know and and you know you've got you've got uh uh damon caro you've got eli snyder mm. like you've got other people who yes. can direct that are under you know under that umbrella already that can do an episode of that you mm-hmm. know so well Good point. he's the one who brought it up right because they asked him about what video games become a, a movie yeah and he's and like he uh, looked at, uh, yeah, yeah he looked at debbie and then i wonder if that's like a little bit of a hint like should i say this like, should I mention Gears of War? Because yeah. he's in like, the development. For sure. like, he just, yeah. he just mentioned that people. it gets brought up Please a lot. When he, yeah, he just mentioned that. He's like, yeah, every time I talk about video games and adaptations, Gears gets brought up a lot. And yeah. so, like, so that was kind of his point he was saying. And I'm like, yeah, I'm sure it does because I've played all those games. I love those games. Same. I, Me too. I could, Me too. I could see Zach bringing that to life. I saw some people saying Bioshock. And I'm like, I don't think Zach's right for Bioshock, but I think he'd be perfect for Gears. Yeah, um, I mean, I that, feel that's, like if he did Bioshock, people from. would be upset about his, the way he handles the story. But if yeah. he does Gears, people aren't going to be like, "Yeah, do whatever you want." <laughs> that's that's where my uh, that's where my name came from is from the Lancer from Gears of War. That's oh, where cool. my whole oh, name there you got go. started. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Well, my Those name games. comes from uh, wishful thinking. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, should we like go through the trailer a little bit? Yeah, here? the Gears of War trailer. Why not? The Gears of War trailer. <laughs> yes, yes, yeah, 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 yeah. We have the you know like like how Spaceballs you know did that yeah. whole thing, <laughs> where it's like they have instant cassettes. We're gonna go right into the future, and uh, you know they're filming yeah. it now, but we have it now. Exactly. So there we go. All right, let's get a full screen here. But yeah, and did anybody else with the opening give Man of Steel vibes with that? Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. Yeah. The way that that kind of like you know they gave a little texture, a little like you know three D element to it. And that's well, that's normal Netflix logo. But yeah, Yeah. but also Netflix. Netflix has their logo that is almost the same on like you know did the Gray Man get a custom Netflix logo? Did it? I can't remember. Wait, what logo? I'm saying Netflix has that like the lines and that that turn into the Netflix logo. Hmm. This is this is not that. This is a this is not for totally different. Yeah, that's it's clearly like that's clearly based off the Rebel Moon logo, that color yeah. scheme right there. Oh, I mm-hmm. thought this was meant to be like a trailer of like, oh, this is like, uh, you know, like a Netflix original movie. So we're now making it look more cinematic. Yeah, that's what it is. But I'm saying nor- the, the normal Netflix lead that they use is the same for 
for everything. Mm-hmm. That's not a normal. Yeah. Definitely not. Zach got it in his contract. Exactly. He's with your logo. I will take up. Oh my God. He specifically Dave, said that he likes play yeah. on Dave. You have autoplay on the. I'm getting so judgmental. How dare you have autoplay on in 2020? What's wrong with autoplay? What if you get a video you don't like? Don't judge me. I like all the videos. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, well. Ah, <laughs> uh, the guy knows how to shoot a cornfield, doesn't he? Right. Is I love that. Is that wheat? Is, or is it corn? Is it corn or wheat? Yeah, I thought it, I thought it was corn at first. Yeah, too. I think we all kind of like yeah. we were like, it's... oh, uh, the, the, you know, those kids <laughs> Was this a, was this film in the it... Los Angeles or where was this filmed? Santa Clarita. Yeah. No, I was filmed on the planet. He, fucking. He grew <laughs> that. He, <laughs> which that planet? Ten cornfields. Yes, yeah, ten wheat fields. <laughs> that that start of the music right there is perfect. Look at that, that shot right mm, there. My God, that's crying. awesome. I, I so lost good. my mind at this part. I started yeah. losing my mind right here. Yeah, like, yeah, yep, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Well, and then we also got Jimmy with the antlers on too. It's like, what mm-hmm. the hell? I, yeah, that's this is why I am so looking forward to Jimmy's story because I'm like. I mean, obviously, yes, we've seen like, you know, if we're going to compare it to Star Wars, we've seen C-3PO and R2-D2. They have, of course, a, an arc, but not like this. <laughs> like, no. you know, not to the no. point where like they're, they're like, I don't know, like Jimmy's story is going to be something pretty damn. This special. is, yeah, this is honestly, honestly, probably this from is... the second movie also. Yeah, they're going to explain yeah, the, the antlers. Yeah, like, yeah like, I hope Jimmy, they explain Jimmy's the antlers. Jimmy is the one who's worried about Anthony Hopkins, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, see, Freebird has nothing on Anthony Hopkins. Nope. So. Nah, I think um, Jimmy's character is probably, for me personally, the most interesting part of this entire fucking thing. Because the first time we saw him in like little pictures, like a couple months ago, he didn't have any antlers. He was, he looked like, he just looked like a, you know, a, a sort of a robot right there. And he was sitting next to the girl in like those. Set for I can't remember yeah. what magazine it was in. Well, yeah, you but see then, a shot but then, of that in the trailer too. Like, yeah. like on on the shirt I have on, and then this right here, you see he evolves, and that's that's so fucking interesting to me because I'm mm-hmm. like, yo, this robot evolves like this, where he like there's antlers and there's like a knowledge there, and if you listen to the trailer, he literally says, "There's a king." I I don't fucking know this king. Like you know what I'm saying? Like he just <laughs> describes a bunch of stuff as you play it. Go ahead, go ahead, play. <laughs> Yeah. I'm thinking is it, it just is like, it like that, a right? battle suit? You know do you the think? story of the princess. And, and by the way, like so, like, like just perfect that they have Anthony Hopkins narrating this trailer. Oh, oh yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. If you're gonna have anybody narrating this, you're yeah have have Anthony Hopkins. Mm-hmm. I thought it was either gonna be him or Ray Porter. Hmm. So, and yeah, that would have been. Mama, yeah, that's a good shot right there too. Look at that. The the the, the vocals. Um, is this supposed to be like a new? Like they sound like a new language, or right? like is this supposed to be a certain culture? Or I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. They probably they created yeah. four. They created four languages for the movie. Wow. Four languages, but there even the know. orchestra too. Like even like the vocalists, they also had to sing like this new language. Yeah. Some of them are written only, but they do have some um, some uh, linguistic languages that are fully developed. 
Mm. I like Wes the, was telling I me like that they the, gave him a translation guide for one of them, and he th- thought it was going to be just like a A equals this symbol, B equals this symbol. And he opened up the book, and it was like, the philosophy of this language <laughs> believes yeah. that the words for, and he's like, whoa, what? <laughs> so, yeah, like they go in deep with that. I like yeah. the warship that they look like tanks. They, they don't look like the sleek uh, spaceships that we are accustomed to. Yeah. I thought of submarines then, initially. I thought of like you know these like like mm-hmm. battleship yeah. warship machine uh, submachine. Yeah. So they're inspired by like Soviet era submarines and mm. um and the the Stefan Duchamp the uh, production designer said he was also watching a lot of like eighties anime like Transformers and oh. uh, like Robotech Gun- yeah. like Gundam. He loves yeah. those really. Yeah. Mod- like the blocky bulbous kind of ships mm-hmm. like this you see on the outside like you can see this like this looks like something from gundam sans yeah. you yep. know robots yeah like but... double 80 double 83 yeah. um yeah i'm a big gundam guy I, i'm sorry i'm gonna just real quick just give my thoughts because unfortunately i have a sick dog here and mm-hmm. then I, and i'm Aww. still recovering too so i'm gonna have to leave here in a few minutes um okay so i just want to say that the jimmy the thing that got me in this trailer the most was the dialogue from the, or the monologue from jimmy where he was talking about, um, you know, I'm forced to remember, you know, a king I couldn't serve and a, a, mm-hmm. a child I couldn't save. And the idea of like forced memories um, just kind of resonated with me. So that's instantly fell in love with the concept of Jimmy, at least through this trailer. So I'm really looking forward to him and and I'm looking forward to this movie and I'm looking forward to being on here again in the future and chat mm-hmm. more in detail with you guys about it. Oh, yeah. For sure, man. Well, I yeah, appreciate you. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And uh, I've some of you guys I followed. Uh, if I'm not following you on Twitter, you know, let me. I'll look for you and I'll find you. But uh, but yeah, Stephen, congrats on visiting the set and and bringing this information to us. It's it's amazing to talk to you, man. Awesome. Thanks. You got it. Bye, everyone. Appreciate it. All right, let's continue. Thank you to Seek. Follow him, Venom Vlog. Do that. It was said this child would stop the. Ma- Look at this, and then we got flashback mm. stuff that's happening because every character is going to have a such a detailed flashback. Oh man, mm-hmm. the, my the god! The amount of spinoffs they could do off of this, dude, is insane. I mean, well, he's already setting it up right here. That's what's mm-hmm. crazy about trying to piece together the story of the trailer is it's got stuff from the first movie and the second movie, but yeah. also. There's a lot of flashbacks to like. Yeah, because that's there's a young... basically a there's basically a whole Game of Thrones arc that happens over multiple time periods prior mm. to the movie starting, and a lot of that is going to be in flashbacks. So the trailer isn't only movie one, movie two, but also stuff that is out of context from flashbacks. Also, that is <clears throat> like yeah, wild. So there's so much in here. Madness of war. See there, there's the hoods right there. With, uh, I mean, obviously we got the eye and the and the lashes, but we got the teardrop right there, and I was like, "Is that like yeah. the king, the king's uh, sigil, or something?" It is often used in conjunction with the sigil for the the slain king, okay. but I don't know if it is that or just something related to it. Yeah, hmm. yeah uh, I saw a comment in the chat where somebody was comparing it to the eye of Horus, which I think. Yeah. Is- it's, okay. it's close. It's not mm-hmm. identical. There's uh, uh, definitely some differences there. Um, but it reminded me of like, you know, the all seeing eye, the, you know, big brothers always watching you, uh, the, the eye of God from the great Gatsby, that kind of stuff. So, mm-hmm. uh, so I associated the, the eye with the, the bad guys, but I don't, I don't know exactly. Could be, 
like in terms of like could be like uh the king is watching all of you or yeah. it's all yeah. knowing it could see everything so yeah. maybe they're being punished for something they did and the king this is the king's response punished for rebellion or something yeah it could be that yeah, well, yeah. there's a shot ahead of this one where there's someone playing the violin and she still has the bag over her face so I was thinking that this could be a way to uh, separate the classes. Like you are mm. part of the rebel yeah. uh, group, and we capture you. Just... Or we're subjugating you, but you're not. You're not to look upon us. The so simple definition seems to mean something like, like it's supposed to intimidate you at least. Oh, mm. for sure. It also looks like they're all about to be assassinated. <laughs> that she was to usher in. Look at all the farmers right here. New age of peace and compassion. I like this I shot here. Yeah, this shot here. Right. Dope shot. The first thing I thought was like, I see the spaceships above, and they like arriving, and, and they are like destroying or their gods or who the, whoever they pray. Oh, so it's nice. like saying, yeah. "Hey, we here." These people, these uh, gods that you pray oh, to, are inconsequential. We although these are, are not the king statues. Well, I don't no, know. They, do you see the, the spaceships? Gods, yeah. Those are those are the part of the of uh, the kingdom. And yeah, they same, are the same ships ships that we see that show up at the farm, right? Yeah. yeah. So like they're yeah. destroying all the like you know like if, anything that has to do with war. The first thing they do is like they try to erase your history. Right. So well, just, don't no. forget. So four years prior to this movie, though, there was the king was assassinated mm. caesar style and yeah. so balisari regent balisarius is in charge now so he's probably so destroying th anything that has to do with the history so they use a lot of it seems like he's kind of parading the image of the king around like it's not clear if if he's the one that killed him or not but i think he the idea is he did but nobody knows but mm -hmm. he's they're very much parading like everyone is still like oh in honor of the king we're gonna you know like the mm -hmm. the soldiers still bear the king's symbol on them and stuff, so I don't think that they're necessarily going out and erasing past evidence of the king, but um, uh, that that could be what this is though. They could be doing it as an as an accident. I think these are more like what um, Ben was saying originally though that they're they're erasing the planets. Um, like history, and that's not spoilers, by the way. Those. No. <laughs> So there, yeah, no, no, we will ask you about spoilers after this, right? No, someone, someone in the chat is like, spoiler. It's like, no, that's like, that's, that's, that's. But then he said, tell me, like tell, tell me more. Yeah, I thought maybe this was like a statue for each king that has come before. Like, there are how there are in some countries, but like they honor each king in like coliseums or whatever. But, uh, okay. Well, the empire is a uh, very, uh, colonial, so they'll, they will go places and they will they will take people and, and, and induct them into the army and they will kind of erase their history and they'll kind of subjugate and and, and force them to be um, to like homogenize their culture and stuff. So it wouldn't yeah. surprise me at all if this is like 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 Ben was saying, like, oh, yeah, forget your old gods. You use our gods now. I don't know. This uh, the statue looks like Toby Emmerich. All right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> then we got this right here. This is the first time we see one of these birds right here. Griffin. These, like, yeah, mythological, like Griffin-type birds. Yeah, this guy definitely has a thing for birds, man. Yes, he does. I mean, yeah. obviously, he's wearing the feathers. They got the feathers all in their... Uh, but, I mean, this is... A this is the first shot happening. where it's well, like, it's oh, like the, the Game way, of Thrones that they praise yeah. the, the dragons. Here, they praise the, the griffins. Yeah, that's my like, takeaway. Is this funeral attire? Yeah. yeah. Okay. 
<laughs> I love how up to this point, it's like... And we got right here, like, who who is this? an old Griffin garb. Yeah. Well, is, that, is that the king, I assume? No. That is not the king. Like oh, that's not that's the king. That, oh. Wait, isn't think, that the slain king, uh, slave king? No, it's no. not. I think that is... Um, I think that's, is that his that's dad, maybe? Tarek's dad, I think, but not yeah. the slain king. Uh -huh. But mm. I love it how they've got all this Griffin stuff, but then these dudes have, like, bowler hats. Yeah, <laughs> like <laughs> like the, up to up to now, it's just like, oh, here's this sci-fi movie, and it's like, oh, by the way, it's also anime AF. <laughs> oh, there's like another there's another time too where like I think uh, Ed Screen is like wearing just like a, a dress shirt and a tie, and I was like, yeah. oh, what the fuck? Like they just <laughs> yeah. kind of threw me off. Yeah, that we see in the trailer. I cannot serve. And her, that's her backstory, right here. Of course, I'm, I'm assuming. This is why she's like, all right, I'm gonna fuck some shit up now. Right. <laughs> you know, I got you know, I got the build. This shot reminds me of that that I, I love this shot here. Oh same. And then this right here. We saw on the feet And then I like this. Stop it right there. Stop it there. You notice how fucking amazing this shot is? Because it's, it looks like a wide angle IMAX shot. Yeah. He's taken from the ground, so it gives you like a big scale scope of all the ships flying above and the mountains behind. That's like fucking, it's just a good eye for cinematography. Of course. Did he, did he shoot part of the fil this film in IMAX, by the way? No, no. That's what I'm impressed about, that this is not an IMAX shot. Okay. Mm, should be. <laughs> it's what a fucking Zack Snyder shot. Yeah, I totally though. forgot that Corey, <laughs> what's his name? Corey oh, yeah. Corey I love Stoll. that Corey Stoll has a giant beard in this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I totally didn't recognize him. I was like, the, like the shitty villain from Ant Man, isn't this? I'm like, but <laughs> yeah. now, like, like, now I'm like, now I'm like, he's like, I'm like actually afraid of him now. Yeah, yeah, he looks good with the beard. I mean, yeah. I mean, it doesn't match <laughs> Stevens, but you know, it's up there. And then let's just Yo, her arm. Her concern and her response. Right. Yeah. That, it, like we saw the teaser like the day before when they put out the little thing that was like 13 seconds and they you heard you heard this dialogue, but to yeah. see it on her face, like mm -hmm. what are they here for? She's like fucking they're about to come try to fucking you know what I mean? Like they're <laughs> they're here for a reason, motherfucker. Like it's just not simple, it's not simple. So I, I do like her the way she says everything here is like holy shit. It's yeah. it's it's about to go down, yeah. Look at that shot. Jesus Christ. Not it. see much. <laughs> <laughs> literally. That, that literally. Shot reminds me I'm of 300 spots. when uh, Xerxes was coming uh, on top of the throne carried by his soldiers. Mm -hmm. it's, it's I just realized I had the wrong quality on. Jesus Christ. Oh, jeez. Now we're going to start it over. we got to start it over now. <laughs> yeah. We're going to look at this shot again. That shot uh, yeah, it looks better now. I just was like, wait a minute. That doesn't look as Anyway. What do you think they want? Yeah, that shot's just. I, I like that there are like medieval knights in the the yeah. army or whatever it is. They look like knights, uh, mm -hmm. and even those flags are kind of medieval. And mm -hmm. I assume that the one, two, three, four, five, six circles have something to do with it. Those little things on mm -hmm. the flag with the circles. So mm -hmm. <laughs> there's and then you got all flags right here that have yeah. like three lines too. Yeah, there's so much. Here. That's Nazis oh, in yeah. space. They're like Roman, like yeah. Soviet Romans. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> so crazy. Great game of 
And then he even has like a little tattoo right here on his oh. face. Oh, yeah. Like, what does that mean? He's been yeah. in jail. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the space version of a teardrop. That's a space tear uh, version of I've been in jail. Yo, does anybody else think he's going to be absolutely disgusting? Right like, Ooh, good stop there, I, Jay. I paused it at the best part. I know I am. Jesus, they're bad. The red band. The red band trailer. The red band trailer shows whose face this hatchet goes into after this shot. Okay, Walter Hamada. Skull gets up. guys up. That's a cool shot. Like that's Belisarius there. Look at that cape though. So that we got a little flashback action right here, obviously, right? Yeah, that's sure. Yeah, yeah, because this is her like as a soldier. I'm assuming, like you know, like I don't know. I don't think that's Balisarius, though. Yeah, I think that's so. the general. But it looked like look at the sigil on the chest. They all have different. Uh, you don't think? That's yeah, I him? think that's. Is that the phone king? I think that that's my best. Either him or I feel like that's who Balisarius took out to be. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because you see someone that look that's wearing the same outfit later on, sitting in front of the gla- the stained glass window on the throne. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this is obviously a flashback, also. Um, so this is going to be from before the king is dead. This is Rebel Moon by the minute with Stephen Colbert. <laughs> <laughs> Which, by the way, Dice and I did record a three-hour breakdown. That, I was about to say, yeah, like, like, you guys recorded um, something very. Yeah, look forward to that because yeah, a three-hour breakdown on the first minute. No, of the trailer. Of the trailer. Okay. <laughs> yeah, they, they yeah, they an do a after. half an hour on why there's smoke coming out of this building right yeah. now. Well, <laughs> well, we combined it with my set visit breakdown. So like I talk about all the yeah, like how they should yeah. Anyway. Folks talk about Navi's weakness. So yeah. So you're you're wow. right, Ben. They did have different uh, symbols on their army. On their symbol, yeah. Uniforms. So it's yeah. like then, different rankings. Called. Yeah. Like yeah, that, so that attention to detail, you gotta appreciate that. Here. See that they yeah. have different. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. One, well, two, three, four, five, six, at least seven different yeah. symbols. Yeah. And they've got the whole hierarchy worked out too. So it's not that. Oh, of course. That yeah. Has, yeah. Just has meaning, but like they've got a, a chart that says here's what all the ranks are, and mm-hmm. here, you know, this is what they look like. So yeah, yeah. So on her on her right side, there's a crown and like, are these like a like badges of honor in their world? Rankings. Yeah, it's just rankings, I think. Yeah. Well, like I say, yeah, the stars are different. Yeah. No, no, so, no, 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 not those. I know you're talking about this yeah, over yeah. here. Yeah, right? those are yeah. the rankings. Yeah. Like I feel like those are the 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 big ones are. Um, the groups that what is it? What do you call that in, uh, when you go to oh, the like army? a like a battalion or, battalion, or, something, yeah, exactly. or something like that? Yeah. Yeah. I was taught that love is weakness. Yeah, that's that. I just love that. Look at that. Mm-hmm. Look at that. Look at that, mm-hmm. look at that detail on her shoulder plate. That, that, the detail that, on that. Only f- is that the yeah. same kind of armor nice. that, um, oh, what is that actor's name was wearing Tyrus. earlier? Uh, uh the shot. The, yeah, Come is that the same too. kind of armor? It looks like, yeah, it looks like it. Mm-hmm. He used to work for them too, right? Oh, well, I mean, that would make sense. His his backstory is that he was a general in the army, and then after Balisarius took over, he was like, "Oh, you're too much for me," and he like dipped. Yeah, <laughs> bounce. When the exile, I wish, I wish we could like enhance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wish we could like enhance. Enhance. <laughs> enhance. Enhance. 
That shot right there is okay. so freaking that's, cool, that's man. Fucking... Yeah. That's oh, man. That's uh, <laughs> Batman on top of the tank. That flag is so detailed, too. There's a lot of yeah. going on. Like, what it... I, I don't know. Like, <laughs> what's that, the, the symbol in the middle? Like, what does the symbol in the middle mean? Like a burning you know? star, a burning sun. Yeah, someday. something. Yeah. The rebel scene of like why she's doing this. Like, obviously, I mean, I mean, we see her like, oh yeah, let's do this. We're soldiers. We're doing all this, and then all of a sudden, it's like shit goes down. She loses the love of her life, and then all of a sudden, it's like, all right, I'm gonna be a badass and just fucking. And now Ooh. we're and capture the flag. I don't know what's going on. The, with this. the, co- the comment from Pinolio, or I how you pronounce that. She won, but at what cost? basically because mm. oh. yeah you're right i think like that shot like yeah like she's all excited to be a part of this and she thinks it'll be something different and then now she's actually out there and uh it doesn't go the way she thought yeah never does oh, oh, oh Amada. Walter it took me a minute to realize that he, uh that that spider's carrying a child yeah oh, i saw yeah. that the, the first time around I'm like yeah it's she's carrying, which is interesting. Like, what's is she the played by Walter Hamada's wife or something? <laughs> well, mm-hmm. I mean, it, she's called Her Hermada. Hermada. Oh, that's oh, interesting. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like oh, yeah. We, 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 like we made a comment. Yeah. Yeah. That's definitely. Yeah. Interesting. Gentlemen. Oh, let's be clear. The, the name is intentional, bro. <laughs> oh, I mean, really? Was it intentional? <laughs> I mean, when you just add an R to the name, yeah, like, bro. What are you yeah. talking about? <laughs> you know, you, I mean, as soon as we heard about that character and we read it, I think everybody, like all yeah. of us, I went, "Ding!" There's something going on right here, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, and also, you know, harm. You know, Hamada caused a lot of harm. <laughs> is is the is the child maybe uh is that oh the, is nemesis the character with the blades um yeah. isn't she in a shot yeah. earlier in the trailer holding a child i wonder if that's the same oh child. that's interesting Ooh. probably probably maybe god I i'm just, arachnophobic so 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 out. yeah i hate spiders. <laughs> yeah oh, bro wow. amada is so ugly spiders can yeah. fucking kick rocks Dro- bro droga said <laughs> Dro- spiders can kick rocks man yeah. Yeah. Dro- yeah. Droga- yeah, there's a difference <laughs> oh, there it is there it is yes oh my god so freaking big cool. ass oh. building sword there's a difference between justice and revenge that's awesome look at those things man <laughs> Things are just badass. Like the design oh, of the God. Spider Woman is crazy. Like or whatever she is. Yeah. Um, yeah. I know. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. But here, here we got the. But the thing is, like, I'm you know with the swords. I mean, uh, I mean, it does obviously, look like we, a super <laughs> heated up sword. Like, yeah, and then like. we got. I mean, if you look behind, we got you know the the rest of the guys. Mm-hmm. That Sophia. Mm. You know, we got all them mm. right here behind. Oh. Her. So it's kind of interesting. Oh, recruiting, maybe I, I have a question. For, I have a question for Professor, Professor Steven. I have a question. Um, <laughs> yeah. That what does co- what does colors mean on swords in this world? Or am I just reading too much into things? Well, her, so look at her gauntlets, and you see how they're lit up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So those are actually. Oh, there. Okay, hold on. I don't know. Yeah, how you they, can see it. It's like lit it up might, right in the form. So. The details yeah, okay. around those might be a little bit of a, a spoiler, but I'll just say you those are powering the swords. Yeah. Um. And so, and so the so her swords look different because they're being powered a different way than the other ones are. 
So no, if you don't have any gauntlets, they're just regular swords. Um, or I think that hers can get hotter because they are because she's got special gauntlets, whereas the other ones can't handle that level of, um, or can't generate that amount of 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 heat into them. Mm -hmm. Um, is my kind of assumption. Um, I could have a more in-depth theory on that, but it would hit on some things that might be spoilers that I would rather just not hmm. risk no, it. Yeah, I guess. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> uh -huh. And yes. What? What uh, is there is, there is a I mean, we get a fight scene between these two. Has to pay for you. Ugh. I mean, well, you know what? Scribes. I, I tell you what, it looks to me as though they come to 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 fucking Harmada for whatever, and she's like, okay, well, if you can fucking defeat me, then you can get whatever. That's because oh, like it's clear that the rest of the cast Boss is just level. sitting back watching, like, okay, handle that for us, and because this looks dope <laughs> as fuck. Look at that man, that shit looks incredible, dude. I know you got everybody like over here just watching. Chilling. Got, yeah, yeah, watching. You got somebody like, right here too that I'm like, who is this person is right I, here? I, I that's the person this. that he was carrying. No, that's not the child. You don't think so? Because it's no. the same shot. It's the same people behind her. And she the was child, the child. Eh. No, no, I'm saying uh what's her name? The multi swords. What's her name? Nemesis. 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 Yeah, Nemesis yeah, was standing yeah. Nemesis was standing uh in front of them in the previous shot. And all of a sudden, she's on the floor, so she's already tussling with a with a with a spider. And then there's another shot of her when she comes out with the when she comes out with the sword swinging. And I think by that time, she's already finished the job. Hmm. I just like the fact that we got a bug zapper up here. That's right. It's <laughs> flies. Right, it's too important. many flies in this world. It, it's important. Yes, it is. Mm. Oh, okay, you hear I the noises. I hate spiders so much. <laughs> There is a price to pay for you. Uh, and then we got, yeah, we got, we got Oliver Queen right here. Daddy Charlie Hunter. <laughs> oh, I love him so much. Oh, I mean, he's essentially just like he's like the Han Solo of all this. I yeah. Mean, yeah. To compare him to all this, I, you know, if we're gonna, you know, do a correlation to <laughs> Star Wars, I mean, he's essentially the Han Solo esque cooler version. Yeah, but I mean, again, yes, this is this will be a question that I would like to ask. I was like, did you? Yeah, I mean, he's wearing a green hood. It's funny if he comes out with an arrow. Oh my god! If there's, a, if there's a fucking arrow, I'm I'm looking. I'm Steven, is there a bow and arrow? No, he he does have a grill, but he hasn't opened his mouth yet, so you can't. But they made he has a grill. He's blinged. Look at all the rings on his hand. He's yeah, I know. Out. I noticed that. Yo, so he's, he's got, got also a grill. <laughs> wow, bro, how does that go from arrow? Oh, he got a grill by the way. It does look yeah. like an Irish. Is that is that your way to deflect the question? <laughs> no, I don't. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I see no similarity to uh, Oliver Queen, and from from the other additional details that I know about him, the most interesting thing for me is I want to see what he looks like with the grill. So that's why. Wow, all the shots are he's not talking or opening his mouth on any of them. It's interesting. Yeah, we know we don't hear. Yeah, he doesn't speak in this. That's why the next trailer we will. Look at that. My God. What is There's happening? so much going on. There's so I much mean, you got this right here, which yeah. is like some kind of war battle thing. <laughs> ah, and, then, and then, yeah. And Somebody then just jumped right off here. the cliff, bro. Yeah. Pretty <laughs> much. Yeah, it's right it. 
Well, it's <laughs> clear that are they being invaded, and that's why she's like, I'm done. She's yeah. like, fuck it. Maybe. Feels no, like it's, it. it's, it's the first look at Gal as the evil queen. She's just like, I'm th- done with the shit. <laughs> I think that's oh. a flashback of Te- Tarek's mother. Mm. So I think that might be like after, like it looks like she's she's wearing the same thing as from the funeral. Mm. Oh, interesting. And look okay. at the hat. The hat. So her world's yeah. taking over, and she's probably I'm not gonna get captured alive. She's like, fuck this, I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Look at that. Ah, then we got some like this war shots right here. Ah, yeah. Right. See, one Wait, of these. Who, who is that? Before I die, I hope I can hold a knife in my fucking teeth mm-hmm. like that. <laughs> I have who, 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 is, I can... who is that? Who that's, is that? That's Milius. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. God. Was she taking on the predator? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's that's E. e Duffy's. Uh, they were. Yeah. That's the non-binary character. They were featured in the mm-hmm. uh, one of the earliest shots. They're getting like loaded onto the ship. Um, uh, they had long hair and uh, mm. um, and they they get like liberated as a slave to join Blood Axe's crew. Ooh. Oh. I love that. And then obviously, yes. <laughs> look at those. Oh, Demon Hatsu. Bro, show no crap, baby. Every shot show this guy looks like he is Demon... like five red bulls. He is man. such a daddy. He's such a daddy. He's such a daddy. He's He's channeling the I don't want peas, I want more. Give me another espresso. I gotta do this. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, he I I don't think I've ever seen he's been since the first movie I ever seen him in was Amistad and shit. Like you know what I'm saying? Like he was free every since he was free. I love that movie. I don't want I I want problems always. That's what that's what reminds me when I say in in a Zack Snyder movie is something that is long overdue. And this this shot says exactly why. Dude, dude's gonna be, you know, Daddy Daddy Titus is here. He's gonna become the star that he's supposed to be. I mean, that's the thing. I love the fact that he was always like this character actor where you got, oh yeah, I like this guy, Mm -hmm. you know. He's always been that guy, and I'm like, eh, he's gonna be a star now. You're gonna be a star, kid. <laughs> oh, whoa, more craziness. I mean, again, it's like, what is happening? <laughs> is that a harbor somewhere? That it's, it's like, it's a hangar, space space harbor? Like, a, like a space hangar. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Something that's floating the... in the what? Yeah. Oh, what were you saying, Dave? Oh, that's and he stopped. Whatever we asked. Zach, what stuff was on set? He would just say space, whatever. Uh, <laughs> space bridge. It, it, so it, yeah, it's a space bridge. That's a that's a space violin. It's a space coffee maker. character. I like this right here too. Or is like because we saw this like Zach posted the shot of this like behind the yeah, scenes. So by the way, so he is aged up about. 20 years in that wearing prosthetics and a, and a fake beard. Okay. Wow. I could see. Yeah. They, okay. Mm. Interesting. Wait, so, wait, so who that's is good prosthetics and good that's beard right there? Frothy. Yeah. That's Belisarius aged. So that's, that's what's interesting also when you're like talking about like the, the flashbacks and stuff for context. I don't know what, if what exactly this means about the, the, the spread out of, of his footage, but the actor is aged up for the present timeline. So I don't know if that means he's got like more, if a lot of his footage mm. is in aged up makeup, or if that means that he's got a lot of younger self Backstory. flashbacks. Mm-hmm. So that, 
they do that so they don't have to age someone. It's easier to age them up than it is to age them down. Is it bad? Know. Is it bad that I thought at first when I saw it, I was like, "Is that Henry?" <laughs> I saw. Think about, it was, think about it. Think about it. I saw people it, who thought it was Jared Leto. What? <laughs> I saw people no. who thought it was Jared Leto at first. Well, well he actually, did. I thought it was Henry. He looks more like Henry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they watch for Sasha really and like, hey, yeah. Well, there's people saying, <laughs> yeah. anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, what, what are they saying? Nothing. I do this part. Hold on. I don't want no trouble. Hey, there's hey, the guy. I don't want no trouble. That's so. Is this a Dark Sets prequel? Is this what yes. this is? Dark Side beginning. Yeah, they just yeah, haven't this, put this, the CGI this, on. Yeah, it. this is actually the third movie set up. Dark Side the beginning. This is this is Yuxes. Origin of Yuxes. How you say Yuxes? Not even. Ending of the movie is going to be when he comes to Earth for the first time, and then everyone unites against him. So he's going to be just like that guy that's like, you know, fuck, fuck you all. I, I don't want to fucking help you. Okay, I'll fucking help you. Is that the like, the character he's playing? Like, like he's very standoffish. Like, you know, I know you yeah, guys. He's got talk. control well, over. He's kind of guarding over one of the characters. And he's and he's ah. he's it's not a it's not a cameo, but it's not he's not like. He's yeah. Got a, it's not extended. Well, Zach work. said that the last time he was on, he said he's like, yeah, he's what he does is great, but it's a small role. Yeah. So uh, yeah, it's not like a cameo, but he has a has a significant role in this whole thing, and it's it not, will be gifable at least. Yeah. I'm glad that he's <laughs> in it. I'm just glad he's in it. That's awesome. It was so funny because I just loved how like Ray was like trying not to like really talk about it, and then like again when Zach was on here last time, he just basically was like, "Oh yeah, by the way, he's in it." <laughs> like, <laughs> Finally, we could talk about <laughs> Ray Porter is in Rebel Moon, which is great, and uh, sucks that he can't talk about it now though, man, right yeah. now. But whatever. Uh, but I, I I like the mustache, you know, looking good, looking good, Ray. <laughs> We're yes. looking good. See, and then that's Oof. that is a fucking shot. I, I just like how it just like blows up and then it slows well, down. Yeah, look at the speed bad. ramping they do with those. Guys. Yeah, Dude, that is so insane. It's also, it's also yeah. funny how that's in a, that's totally a different planet. This is from Velt, and that's from uh, Tarek, wherever Tarek's thing is going on. I think. So, um, cool. so it's funny that they're just sticking that in the middle of the um, of the Ray Porter dialogue. <laughs> <laughs> We're not here to bring any. There was more. There's another bird behind there, wasn't there? Whoops. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's the, the griffin. Yeah. Bird once the again, word. and once again, <laughs> he, his mouth is closed. He's not talking. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, yeah. and I saw to Doom. They put up a, an article where they said that it's called a uh, a Benu. A Venu. The, the, the griffin is. It's a Ben, like B E N U U or something like that. I think a Benu is what the griffins go. are. Ben, change your name to Ben. Yeah, um, let me change that right now. Right now. To bring any. Yeah. Are you ready? Ah, God, I love that. I just, love, I just love that. Oh, it's B E N N U. Oh, okay. I'm just now about. What the that's hell's awesome. happening here? Is there like a freaking, like some kind of church thing that's going on right here? I mean, you got people <laughs> sitting right here and some pews, maybe. I was wondering if those are tables that are on their side. Yeah, probably. Like, it's like a bar, but I don't know. Yeah, was... yeah this doesn't it doesn't feel like a church to me. I know. Eh, could be. It's a space church. That's exactly what I'm saying. Space There's our boy. We got Goro right here. Uh, Goro. Goro. <laughs> Dude, I mean, we got this. Crossover confirmed. 
It, okay, over here is this guy oh, not wearing geez, pants? So? Or, I mean, no, what's going on? No, look at his. It's his like, dark skin and leather and leather shorts. Oh, <laughs> what? Wait, me off. I was like, no, it reversed. No, that, <laughs> no, that is not skin. That is leather. The skin. That's that's that tanned his ass. <laughs> 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 I thought there would be nudity in this. I don't know. Cheeks all over the trailer. Cheeks all over the So the uh, Providence is like the, their equivalent of like their their Moss Eisley, where they go to meet, um, where they go to meet Kai and get on a ship, and um, and the, the, they were saying it's like a bar, and and then Deb was like, it's kind of a little bit brothely too. <laughs> Properly yeah. too, so some. It's a space ass. Yeah. <laughs> space problem. There it is. We know that guy. <laughs> it was like you always like shots like of spaceships, mm-hmm. just like yeah. you know, in the water, just. I post no fear. Some more war shots. Okay, so now this is reminding me of like that shot that that Boom. Zach like posted on Vero where he was like, you know, he was on the camera rig and he got like, you know, is this probably where all that was taking place? Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. One of them. Yeah, exactly. Where he's just, you know, in that thing and just covered covered in dirt and debris. Okay. So then we got, this is his version. Yeah. But I let, you know, the whole, you know, Bane mask that's happening right here. That's like, <laughs> right. I'm in the movie. Yes, I am. Yeah. I was born in it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was raised in it. <laughs> there he is. Oh, oh my God. Big Whoa. fucking guns. Right there. God. Oh, the yeah, gun he's holding. He looks so uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's going to fucking kill yeah. it. <laughs> big guns holding the big gun. Yeah, 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 I know. I'm curious to like see more of, because you know, I think this is like really the only shot that we saw. Or is there another shot? There's another shot, isn't there? Maybe I don't know. Right. I think that's the only one. It's the only shot we get. Yeah. yeah. Where is that? See more with this. Yeah. And so we are more than the shackles that bind us. Yeah. Dude, there's our man, Rebecca. There's Dude. our man. I know. Two <laughs> <laughs> for William. Yeah. Why? Because he has a 12 pack. Because <laughs> he got you fake abs. Rebecca and I, we go way back with him. Yeah. He was underappreciated on Supergirl. Oh, Super, Supergirl did nothing with him for two yeah. seasons. It was such he, a waste. He, he, well, look at him season. now. He's about yeah. to I'm so I'm so glad play. they were using him. I always thought he was a good actor, so I'm glad to see and him. And he was also yeah. Doomsday on shine. He was Doomsday on Krypton. Zach what? says he's the funniest yeah, character also. He's the f- He's oh, the funniest character. Well, no so shit. so they we asked uh, said, "Is there comic relief?" And Zach goes, "Is there comic relief?" And he looks at Debbie, and she's like, "There's comic relief." And he's like, "I'm asking, is there comic relief?" And she's like, "Yeah, a little bit, not much." <laughs> and so I was like, "Is there?" Um, he's like, "Not really." And I said, "Well, what's the funniest character?" And he says, "Oh, probably Stas. Uh, Stas mm. is probably the funniest." So. Interesting. Well, he's he's, he's leveled like, up. Right. He's fucking he's leveled up. Bad body. Yeah, is, he, is he is he like like considering the shot with Ray, 
They say he's like, does Ray own this fool or what? What's good? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he's like, yeah. oh, any trouble? But in the background, you see the bird. Like we looked at it just a few minutes ago. Like, I, I don't know, but but Staz, we saw him earlier in that funeral shot where he he was all cleaned up. Mm-hmm. Also, he's wearing this pendant that's got a like a griffin on it, and that's actually um, it belong. It's actually Staz's jewelry from his fiance. That's hmm. got like an image of a griffin on it that they incorporated into the into the character. So that his family, obviously, you saw at the funeral. Also, these these Bennu have some sort of a cultural or or noble association with his family or people. Bennu's oh. are ancient uh, Egyptian deities linked with the sun, creation, and rebirth. Oh, mm. so much. He's thriving, yeah, no, he thriving. He is thriving. Zack Snyder mythological mixtape. Yep. I love it. Okay, so there's something, some kind of thing happening here. So we got oh, yeah, these. The By the way, yeah, have the you scribes. ever seen someone that specifically jacked before? No. Well, he's like. Dude, the dude has like negative body fat. Yeah, going on right. he looks like like if you've ever watched that show, the HBO show. Damn it, what the fuck, uh, Westworld? When at the beginning, when they're like, oh, oh like, yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah before they have skin. Yeah, yeah, Victoria yeah. man. Yeah, um, he um, he t- he told us in our, the the first thing he said when he sat on for an interview, he's like he was eating an apple. He's like I'm powered by apples, and then throughout the interview, proceeded to like just chomped down the entire apple and then there was a moment where he looked around like he was like do i set the core down on the table or is there and then and then he just ate the whole core also he ate the core <laughs> he ate the core well and so ever since then i started i eat the core now too because like hey look at him right like what are you gonna do the core is it's fine it's just got some seeds in it it's mostly the same thing as the rest of the apple just eat the core guys look so like he, uh, look like this super lean <laughs> Does he have a scar on his chest? Yes, he does. Yeah. He's got okay. Yeah. Branded on his. I I sus- I'm not sh- sure, but I suspect that might be from one of the um, the weapons shoot these like plasma. They call them lava corks on okay. set. Cool. That mm-hmm. are um that like cauterize the wound, and so that looks like a cauterized mm. like shot. Who so are I'm those wondering. priests? Uh, priest-looking creatures on the right. side. Yeah. So like, are these Stripes. robots? Well, so that's Deb said when I we walk onto a set that they had like the turret and the bridge and the hallway for the for the big um, dreadnought, which the whole set was sections of the ship. They said it's like a mile and a half long. And so they had every part of the set was like a different section of it. And we walked this one area and I look up and there's a giant green screen head just up there. (laughs) And I'm like, and and they're just talking about this. And I go, Deb, what? What's that thing? And she's like, oh, well, we were just doing this, some other stuff with, um, like, uh, different, like, kind of AI technology and, like, medical technology so people can be, like, remade. And anyway, like, we went on. And she's like, it doesn't really factor into the story, but it's, you know, kind of there for whatever. And, like, that didn't answer my question <laughs> at all, except for the fact that now I've had, I have this, this quote from her that I've been chewing on for months about some kind of medical technology and it looks like maybe that's what's going on here is that they're doing something to some kind of advanced medical tech so, so but they also they the look suits? like the they look like the priests figures so i'm also wondering if like there's a huge religious impact on the government of the imperium so i'm wondering if it's almost like some holy healing technology. well i mean he is 
putting his hands out like that. And we all know that Zach doesn't do Jesus imagery. What are you talking about? Never, uh, never, Jesus. never, never has he done that before. But I'm just saying, I'm just saying he does kind of, I don't know. It could be something. No, yeah. he was like, ladies, look at these arms. Like, <laughs> I you need tickets fucking... to the gun show. Exactly. <laughs> his triceps are bigger than his biceps, too. As but they like, should be. Triceps yeah. should be bigger. That's what pushes. Yeah, it, yeah. yeah. But yeah, yeah the but trainer he had on the set of that movie is nuts. Oh, I'm that sure. guy is insane. Italian guy. I can't remember his name. Some Italian guy. But uh, I could tell you in the second. <laughs> he showed. Oh, he showed me this like before. Yes, this before and after picture. Just one of the background guys on set, and it was like the dude just had like normal body. wasn't really overweight or skinny. Just a normal body. And then another one was like four weeks later, and the dude was ripped. He had like an eight pack, and like his chest was all ripped. And I was like, mm-hmm. "That's in four weeks? Like, what is this guy doing to these people?" He's eating fucking one peanut a day, is what he's, he's all drinking. One apple a apple corn. Yeah, yeah. One apple. Take a shot of water, but don't swallow it. Just swish it in your mouth. Don't swallow it. Too many calories in the water. You don't want water weight on you. Yeah, and then this guy. Oh, Aww. dude, dude, I love these creatures like this. Yeah, this is fire. He's, he's so cute. Alien. I watch him be evil, and I I have to eat all my words. I'm like, he's no. so cute. But he's if, if you watch this, um, if you um, I don't know if you slow it down or, or if you can catch it. He, he does some sort of like a, a <laughs> grin or a, or a, or a some sort of a smile mm-hmm. on that shot at the like very end smirk, of it. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I can't mm-hmm. really see it. I can't. If you hit the um. At the 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 arrow or the, the comma and period okay. keys on your keyboard, oh. it goes forward, yeah. That's frame by frame. The mouse is killing me. <laughs> oh, it's the, I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. Should be the period hockey, should buddy. go forward a, a frame. Uh, oh, okay. Good. Yeah. <laughs> okay. The comma and what key? Period and comma. It's the, it's the greater than less than signs, whatever those are called. Oh yeah. Should go okay, forward there and backward go. one frame at a time. There we go. There we go. He's so cute. Is that one uh, of the did, designs did, that won? Remember that he had a so uh, he had a contest for uh, the creature design. Is that the one the one that won? No, none ah. of those are, none of those are going to be in the movie, from my understanding. But they might oh. be in the other stuff. Oh, okay. okay. But I wait, could I be thought, wrong about that. But I thought that contest was so that they would be in the movie. It for Rebel Moon something or other, but I don't think necessarily the movie itself. I could be wrong, but my understanding was it, it that mm-hmm. the, there wasn't enough time to get those designs specifically. Yeah, because this is still detailed. Yeah, that's still fire. That shit looks so <laughs> good. I like I the guess. symbol on on his yeah. Uh, forehead. Yeah, he's got like yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. on his see those are those are the things that I really I'm really looking forward to like seeing. Like, uh, what does that mean? What does know? this mean? <laughs> That's why like, I hope that like what comes out like you know because there's like these like books that are made about you know the makings of a film and they have like concept art and so, symbols so I kind of hope he's that... just gonna be like I haven't eaten chocolate in forty days. They're they're <laughs> doing an art of book, but also Zach had his. You guys know that portrait book for Watchmen, mm-hmm. yeah, just mm-hmm. the portraits of the characters. Um, so Zach set up a photo booth with he had his Leica cameras with him and he set up like a specific photo booth. Um, actually, it's more like the um, those Vanity Fair pictures from Justice League with like Jared Leto Ooh, and the, yeah. okay. the, the oh. stuff that didn't end up in the movie at all. But it's just like avant garde stuff of characters in costume. He's he did like he took like four thousand photos 
of the cast and, and everyone in their costumes in uh, alongside his directing duties compiled this like portrait photography and I so I believe it's going to end up in a book or something but he did That's a whole awesome. massive amount yeah. of portrait photography of like cool. avant-garde people in Rebel Moon costumes I see that this creature has un it has antlers too well it's like growing antlers so mm -hmm. probably there's something They're about probably those. the antlers that Jimmy's yeah. wearing probably there's something about. to it I just want to feed it though. <laughs> and then we got some more. The wolf. Okay, so yeah, that, the wolf. Wolf is important. That's this right here. Yeah. yeah. Wolves. Wolves are a important symbol. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. He did yeah, post. Sophia. I didn't realize that was Sophia. That's Sophia, right? That is yeah, Sophia right. right there. Well, and there's see that guy looks like the guy that was standing in the uh, the guy that's sitting down covering his face looks like the same guy that uh we saw from behind before standing in front of the army holding that chain uh, up oh okay yeah. but without the cape mm, is the is the one in front of the king uh king belisarius uh, backstory i suspect okay and the man and i got this right here oh yeah that's where they oh, find him Jaman. yeah it looks like and, it is but in they his hand he's got a civil war uh, black powder cask case that they transformed into a, a flask. It's just a giant flask. <laughs> <That's awesome. laughs> but I love also that such a Zach, Zach is like, okay, you're, you're drinking after a fight, but also you're posed like Michelangelo carved you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, just look at that arm. He's like, stuck it in flask. Flex. <laughs> <laughs> and then we got that right there where it was like that's the guy what? from uh from iceland bruce vane oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. what yeah. is him holy yeah. shit oh, wow. oh yeah, oh, yeah. credit credit to andrew dice who recognizes and can identify any background character by name <laughs> <laughs> that's how something yeah. andrew would do oh yeah it's his talent <laughs> then we got the you know this right here that's like the it's the crown the crown that's like falling down some i think they just executed someone with the that had those bags on i think that that's probably like an execution or something oh yeah or, or the death of the king Mm -hmm. I, I, this might be it because you're because you have a shot of the crown okay yeah. yeah yeah we saw that earlier where it was like oh yeah i like this part and blah 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 what the fuck and then more birds Birds, This is just a sequel to his owl movie, guys. It's just a sequel to the owl. I'm here with my girl that's credited as the Princess Issa, also. The concept art of the guy standing in the snow with the little girl. Yeah. Oh, that's right. But the myth. Yeah, because she had a dog. It's indestructible. More birds. I love that. God damn it shot like just because yeah. like it slows down as she like touches the mm -hmm. wing well, i love the griffin being zach being like how can i get some uh owls of gahool um feathers <laughs> feather feather action into this movie and stasnair's character is on it while yep. he flies well, this mm -hmm. is after he just leaped yeah on. yeah mm -hmm. and then she's just like he's, he's, he, he's just been flying for days <laughs> like suddenly he comes down but it's it's because that like again the shot back when he just pets the bird they're in the background and so like I guess he you know this entire scene is you know he jumps on it and 
flies around and comes down and she gets to fucking run her hand through the feathers and shit. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, here's the and shot. Is, I mean, my God. Tripping on acid. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like, you guys don't see these lights? No, he's yeah. in the ancestral plane. Anybody else? <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, what's happening here? I mean, he, obviously, <laughs> this is something where he's having some kind of. Steven? <laughs> Steven? I don't know. He's you don't know? <laughs> oh, bullshit, you, bullshit you don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Look, at that. The, Look at that. The Jimmys are like, they're, they're, they're all. I mean, he says in the trailer, right? See, did you just say them. plural? Plural? Jimmy? Oh yeah, there's there's a whole bunch of Jimmy's. Ah, oh. there is. and yeah. so they're like the Knights Templar, but they're they're robots who are programmed. But I think that's a really interesting play, though, on like the idea of being a knight and being pledged to this kind of code. Like literally, the Jimmy's are coded, right? In the mm-hmm. same way that like a knight would be, except for them, it's like a religious dogma, not a actual digital code. But mm-hmm. the function is the same. You look, he's he's similar to like the Parsifal from Excalibur where the order no longer has a purpose, but he's still seeking the Holy Grail, mm. right? He's still trying to find what is my purpose without when this, when this code that I, that I subscribe to no longer means anything because my king is gone, the land is, you know, the land of the king are one, you know, all of that. Um, and so Jimmy diverges from the rest of the Jimmys in that he's on some sort of quest of self-actualization and, um, and you know, free will and all that. Mm. Hmm. That's fucking incredible. <laughs> I'm just wondering what the the significance of the color. I want like a uh, wallpaper almost, like with the red and the blue lights. Because like yeah. the blue is around him, and then the yeah. red I is. I mean, my him. my yeah. thought when I saw it is that they it's they're a firefly or something of some mm-hmm. kind that he's interacting yeah. with. Because it seems like Jimmy, especially with the how he gets the the horns and everything at the end, he has some sort of a connection with. The whole the movie's philosophy and aesthetic revolves around the dichotomy between harmony and brutality, mm. Um, mm. and not just brutality like like harmony being and, and um, being like friendliness and brutality being rough, but like also like brutalist architecture. Um, so like very um, utilitarian and um, and and functional as opposed to um, aesthetic and, and beautiful. And so whenever you see something in a movie that, that looks pretty or that looks like it has something to do with nature, they are, they are evoking a sense of harmony. And so Jimmy is a product of a brutalist system who is, in this scene, appears to be making some sort of a connection with nature and harmonizing with nature. He's on Velt, which is the planet where the, the farmers are from, which is going to represent that harmony. Right, it's going to represent they're the ones that get along with the ground and they sustainably raise the crops. They don't go around from planet to planet like the Empire, seizing everybody's crops. So his his arc is kind of the you know, the pathway between the two. Um so my assumption then when I see these changing is that he's having some sort of a a you know, spiritual experience basically as he's connecting like with nature. Right? He's having a he's a robot, but he's he's learning to connect with nature as whatever this is happening around him. He ate those funky mushrooms, bro. There I are mean. there are mushrooms associated with the uh, with the antlers. <laughs> <laughs> but see, no, 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 all of a sudden they just turn blue. Like a lot of things turn blue right here. He too. eradicated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, like, all these yeah, all these red blue. dots. Like one is Chef John's, one is John Berg, one is Toby Emmerich, one is uh, Kevin Shajara. There's another flashback of probably I'm guessing of somebody as a kid. Mm-hmm. Who's this character? 
Stephen. <laughs> they're just happy farmers. Oh, is that what it is? Sure. <laughs> sure, 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 sure. Right through the waterfall. Oh, stormtroopers and shit yep. right here. No, these guys don't miss them. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, but once again, these guys this, actually can shoot. Look at this anime yeah. aesthetic again, though, with these like yeah. giant yeah. goggles, these these sunglass yeah. goggles on them. Like, oop, I hit the wrong button. Oh, you've been searching for red, like a lot of Rebel Moon stuff. Of course, always. What the hell? <laughs> Go away. Why is this not Rebel Moon? Like, <laughs> <laughs> click away and see what I'm searching for. Uh, and then, of course, we're gonna get like a very loud and angry inspirational talking mm -hmm. to you i'm sure oh yeah <laughs> yes and then more romantic okay so she hook up she hooks up with course, that guy you know why not <laughs> yeah right she is she and then is? you have like a, you have like a titanic, <laughs> titanic like dancing moment here on Disney, you know look at that Look at this. This guy's having the time of his life. I thought that was Jason Momoa for a second. This is minutes before disaster. Yeah. <laughs> but this is how the movie actually ends. Like, we don't really know. I mean, who is, who is this? Do anybody know? Or we just don't know? No, they're just yeah. farmers. I'm not, that might be... Um, uh, what's his name? He was in Army of Thieves. Um Oh, is that the Wolverine looking dude? Yeah. Oh, it's a story. Right. Yeah, yeah that great. is him, huh? Mm -hmm. Shit, didn't even think about that. Yeah. Wow. Okay. And then he's got tears in his eyes right here. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, look his. So. Yeah, I don't want to look at like behind him and and like the gesture that he's making is a. Oh, those are soldiers. Uh... Like they're all dressed in black. Kiss goodbye. He's like, I love you, Black Canary. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna manifest it, Rebecca. <laughs> <laughs> and then we go to happy right here. Mm -hmm. Happiness. Yay! And, and again, it like slows down too, just like you know how Zack Snyder just loves it too, and I love it. Where it's just like, ah, smile, and then it's so, just so cool. There goes a the lightsaber. Okay, is this Ahsoka mm. now? Because that looks like... Oh, uh, my God, it's Ahsoka. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like Ray Stevenson. No, but yeah, we got another, you know, version Some of that swords. lightsaber. They're, yeah, the blue mm -hmm. swords right there. Is there like, I mean, it, I, I'm assuming it doesn't mean like, oh, like, you know, the, the red ones are hot and the blue ones are cold. I don't know. I no, don't the know. difference, the difference is, is those ones are self-powered. There's uh, because handle, gauntlets, but, but don't have hers gauntlet. are powered by her gauntlets. Yeah. yeah uh, also, okay. I believe <laughs> these guys are the, the Kryptanians, which are, they're different from the other like stormtrooper characters. And the, uh, the prop master said, um, he said they're like super soldiers. He says whether they're they, they stayed from the old regime to the new regime. He says whether they're jacked up on drugs or whether they just have training and they're really good because they've survived. We don't know exactly. <laughs> so <laughs> I love that. <laughs> we don't know exactly. Oh, we got the freaking Sparta. We got the Spartan kick right there. It was like, of course, we gotta get that in there where he just like, yep. Gonna give that Spartan kick right there. So awesome. During the battle. 
Look at, I mean, again, the color palette of the, the different things that are happening here. Mm. Oh. Oh, oh, we almost saw the grill right there. Yeah, almost opened his mouth. He mm. did. We almost and see a grill enhance. right there. Enhance. Enhance. <laughs> enhance. Computer. Computer. Enhance. Ah, I hit the wrong button again. God damn it. Wow, look at all the searches. And there we go. There's that shot right there of uh, Jimmy. We've seen like a different shot of this. No. It's so cute with the flowers on this head. He's just going like, I don't know my place. <laughs> what, yeah. are, what are my feelings? I was tripping on acid last night. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is before she like goes, here, eat this. <laughs> <laughs> eat this, you'll feel better in the morning. <laughs> do, you, do you have apples? <laughs> yeah. Eat this and wait about forty-five minutes. It's eat this. Eat you'll, this. You'll, and you'll wake up. <laughs> eat this. You'll wake up in a couple of days somewhere you don't know where you're at. <laughs> yeah, with with, with, with with antlers on your head. Exactly. <laughs> See, okay. So then we got viol. Okay, mm -hmm. so we talked. Uh, Stephen, you even said like space violins and shit like that. Yeah. But yeah, this is of course that, and then we got the yeah. At first, it's like, oh, you don't see the tear, but there is a tear right there. I was like, yeah, it's on the, the right side of the yeah, body. At first, I, I didn't notice that. I don't see a tear at all. There's a tear right here. But also, these are obviously like embroidered, whereas the other ones were like drawn on with yeah. or something. Yep. And so they're the and, the and and this seems a lot more voluntary yeah, than the other ones here. did. So you, uh, a lot more voluntary because the other ones were. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this ready to get zapped. <laughs> Yeah. I wonder what the music's gonna be. Dun, 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 oh my god! What if it's like a version of that? <laughs> it's a version of the like they make slight differences. Okay, so then we got then we just got like, hey, I'm oh, just yeah. wearing my just dress shirt and tie. Right <laughs> just here. got yeah. off work. Gonna go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> gonna go terrorize some people. Yeah, for talk yeah, on Tuesdays. Like, look at that king. Look at that king, though. But what's great about that though is that you know this is when he's like, all right, the shit's getting serious. I'm gonna take off my jacket. Yeah, and then yeah. and then just like goes to town. He's got and a satchel on, whatever that is, with a, with a skinny yeah. tie. Yeah, yeah. It's just funny because does, it's like does that staff like, mean anything? He doesn't even. Doesn't even undo the top button. He's like, <laughs> yeah, nope. nope. It's just like, let's do this. Yeah, yeah. Well, I believe that that's weapon is. Yeah, that is. Boom, bro. That, that scene that go back up. Go back a couple frames. Look how that. Look how that explosion on that hut starts. It's a fucking insane. <laughs> look at that shit right there. Yeah. <laughs> Boom. And um, since they um, did, they since they didn't go, um, they didn't make this in the volume. They um, they actually built the whole village, and so they actually did burn down and like blow up the actual buildings that they that they shot the whole mm, thing in at the end and for the battle. That's crazy. Oh, yeah. that's Practical effects. Imagine. I know they 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 work. Oh, oh try this thing. No blue sword. So this no. is the scene they were shooting when I was on set. Um, Bro, this day. is this is bad. This is good. Well, uh, obviously, good girl versus bad guy. My highlight of my my year was uh, getting to talk to Zack Snyder about how he got those blue, um, the, those the oh blue yeah, you you and your without, blue without, you and your blue without LED clipping. <laughs> <the> <laughs> That's right. Um, 
and uh, he knew what I was talking about when I uh, when well, I mentioned just... other other properties having done the uh, the onset lighting incorrectly. Yeah, you hear that, um, Obi Wan? <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, but this they're they're on a giant tilting platform wow. when they shoot this. So so where were you tilting. standing? Where were you and, standing, Stephen? Like, uh, basically, we're, like from we're similar to where we are now, but like way back further. Um, and uh, they um, so it was tilting, and so if you go forward, you'll see they're going they're sliding down. Zach was actually had knee pads, and because he was operating camera, and he was sliding down this inclined floor alongside them sliding down the floor, like catching them with the no shit. Oh yeah, wow! Yeah. They also were doing like some crane shots and stuff that were synced up, but yeah, for the most part. Um, they, they would have, and he, he was sitting for with us for part of it. So it wasn't operating camera the whole time, but, but yeah, like for stuff like this, if you see the, how they're, the, the whole thing is at an angle. Hmm. Yeah. So he's actually up there, like yeah, sliding down with fucking them incredible. You know, what's cool too, <laughs> is like, she, there's a strap to this sword right here that she, yeah, they, they mm-hmm. strap yeah. to her arm. I just noticed that right there. That's pretty sweet. But yeah, I didn't, yeah, I didn't realize. Yeah. Yeah. It's tilted. So it's, some the ship is crashing or the rig or whatever the fuck is just falling. Oh, that's gonna be good. And then of course you have to have a battle cry of just like ah, right. why not? And then this shot right and and Oof. even oh. what they stare. At, I mean, we saw the concept art. Yeah, this looks yeah. so much better right here. Yeah. Well, of course it does. Of course it does. Yeah. Who among you is willing to die? Ah, oh, that's just so good. And with with. Anthony Hopkins saying that. Mm-hmm. Look at that shot. Jesus oh. Christ. Somebody in that shot's gonna die. Of course. And, oh, yeah. Amazing. So the he had let these custom Leica cinematic lenses built for this because Leica doesn't do anamorphics. Mm. And it's absolutely wild because you see in these when he, he gets these these anamorphic lens flares. I don't know if I've ever seen anamorphic lens flares quite like this in something before look at how completely of like a solid lot it's not even really a yeah. flare it's just like a, it goes all the way across the screen too it yeah and it's, and it's solid it's it, yeah. it is a very unique flare it's and, and then you got a secondary flare right here you got a secondary <laughs> flare like yeah. right here too are these free, JJ, are those JJ Abrams is calling them up now. <laughs> yeah. like, how the fuck did you do that? Yeah. How did you get those flares? Are those uh, are those three suns? It looks At like least, it's three yeah. stars. Looks, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah, there's three stars. You got the oh, main yeah. one, and then this mm. one up here. Yeah. So this this is, I believe it's Pollux. I think this is where they get um, Titus from, and it's a um, it's a planet that's got like the remnants of an ancient civilization. That's like very Roman. That's why I think this is where they get Titus because like that's like a Colosseum, yeah. so gladiator mm. kind of stuff going mm. on. So so cool. Yeah, yeah, you can see the Colosseum kind of thing up here. Yeah. The best lens flare porn you're gonna get. This right. fucking yeah. not, not, not wait. Those super gold posters on the CW they they would have a they would have a finger to stick because they have they, they had flares, but were they good flares? That's... They were never they were never good. They were never they were good. never they were never good. They were just a lot of them. Those were After Effects flares, <laughs> yes. not lens flares. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we got our group shot right here. They're Dude so here. he's so he's... fucking hot. Wait, One of my yeah. favorite details. Well, all, from, well, all uh, of them, all of them. But like, Charlie gets I, I like this guy's Netflix classes, right? Here. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> one of my favorite details about Gunnar on the, on the right there, Michael Huseman, is um, uh, Stephanie Porter, the the costume designer, said that 
he he's never been like off planet before from Velt. He's one of the farmers that goes with her. And so he's the whole thing he's sense. wearing like his finest clothes. Like whatever he had on the farm that is like his nicest stuff. He 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 dresses up in to go everywhere because <laughs> and it's not like he's not wearing like a tuxedo or anything. It's just he's a farmer and so he's like, Oh, I'm I've never been to this planet. I should wear my my, finest get my nice jacket. <laughs> collar up and everything. Get like my that. dinner jacket. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh! Even that logo. Look at that logo. So uh, good. So clean. Yeah. So fresh. So clean. So shiny. So crisp. Yes. And boom. So good. The I was like, Scar Giver. I know. I love that title, the Scar Giver. I'm like, what does that mean? Steven. Steven. Doesn't. Um, doesn't Noble say earlier in the trailer? I found he says it's a scar, scar cover, but yeah, yeah. So it's got to be a weapon or a sword or something. I think it's a person. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. It's probably her. She's it's Cora, and we saw that she won uh, or was like at the front of that battle and then met the king. And there's she's got a mysterious past. I don't there. There were things well, that they said about it. It was weird. Yeah. On Yo, set. what if she does some shit like Leonidas at fucking the end of 300 where she just throws a spear and just scars up a dude's face? And it's just I don't like... think I like this is weird. I don't think I'll get in trouble for this because like they said on set, like there was art of her in her uniform in her Imperium uniform. And they were like, don't talk about this. This is a spoiler. And I was like, oh, OK, I'll make sure to avoid all talk of her being a part of the Imperium military when I write this up. And then the trailer arrives and it's like. You're full. Oh, yeah. Okay, I guess. Sure her, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but I, you know, sometimes I guess sometimes what how spoilery something is, they sometimes it gets determined in the edit, <laughs> maybe. But no, uh, but yeah. I mean, like I was even. I mean, uh, when we see those scenes, uh, I mean, I'm not saying. I mean, but the the dude that she was like, you know, that was dying, he had a big, huge scar on his face. I'm like, did, she, did you do that? I don't know. I don't know. Well, noble scar. Noble also has a scar on his chest too. Well, Sirius has a scar, right? Uh, so maybe uh, she does. She's just a knack for just. Mm -hmm. she's, she's, she's got a, a fetish. She's a yeah. She's a man eater. <laughs> Remember, you got those drums too. That's all freaking. That's Junkie XL, right? Yeah, that's what I was curious about is how much is that entirely Junkie XL music in there, or is there there's some some stuff I that sounds like mix. it might be okay. Yeah. Has he tweeted anything about it? He yeah, tweeted he the tweeted. trailer. Oh, yeah, 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 he, yeah, he did. Yeah. On Tuesday, he put out like, yo, y'all ready for this trailer? And then, like, afterwards, he like retweeted it or whatever. So, like, oh. God, all right, <laughs> who needs a cigarette after all that? <laughs> Seriously. Hey. Oh. Uh, it's it's uh, so good, it's so freaking good. I mean, uh, and then like I said, it's this. I mean, <laughs> again, Zach does not do anything that's short when it comes to a teaser. I mean, of course, we've seen teasers before, but when it came to this, there was a lot of teasing there because obviously we were breaking down as much as possible. But it's still three and a half. It's like well, three and a full hour. I think it took, like a, a, it took a, full, a full hour for us to break it down. Dude, we did, we did. Mm -hmm. I mean, that was. I kept on noticing. I'm like, we've been talking about this for a while, and we still got like a minute left <laughs> of like footage to go over. And I'm like, I have to pee. <laughs> I have to pee. I'm like, jeez. But uh, no. But it's just, ah, just man. Again. A round of applause for, for Zach. Come on. Yeah, 
and our always, always. Zach. And I just love how his name is all over, like yeah, all over the story by Zack Snyder, screenplay <laughs> yeah. by Zack Snyder, and of course the others directed by Zack Snyder. It's like, yeah, again, it's like he his name turned into such a brand now, mm-hmm. and 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 that's what's so great about it. And like, and uh, I mean, as soon as he put his name in front of Justice League, I was like. Fuck! I mean, you <laughs> have to do that now. Now, and you just you put your name all over it all. Be John Carpenter. Be those guys. Be Tim Burton. Do put your name on it, even if you you know you just produced it. Put your name on it. Your brand exactly. Name. Yeah, yeah. Same yeah. here. You know, one of us. Yeah. It could have been yours. But you could have been yourself. you, but but you yeah. fucked yourself. You <laughs> fucked yeah. yourself. So good. So good. Ugh. But uh, Stephen, do you have anything else like when it comes to? So what about part three? <laughs> well, so so one of the things that is it, go I'll check out my stuff. interviews and stuff on uh, screenant.com. Mm-hmm. My um, I tweeted them all. There, my my profile link is in my bio on Twitter. Um, but Zach said in the interview uh, we had with him. Um, that uh, he, he was talking about the cadence between doing both this and army. And he was like, well, I could do one of those and come back and do another one of these if there's demand for it. And, um, and, and you know, it was talking about kind of managing the cadence going forward. And so there's definitely, I mean, they've got a novelization. They've got graphic novels in the works. Um, video game, obviously, the video game that takes place after the movie. So they've got the story and everything all fleshed out. Mm-hmm. I have no idea about what if Netflix is, you know, how committed they are beyond this already, or if they're waiting to see numbers or whatnot. But, um, based on kind of what Zach, the way Zach is approaching this and also kind of based on the way Netflix is, you know, green lighting two movies back to back from the start. Um, I, I very much got the impression that like, if this performs, you know, well, they are very ready to do. I mean, they're doing merch for like, how often does Netflix have merch? Right. Stranger oh, Things, Stranger um, Things, The Witcher. That's pretty much it. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so, yeah, and so they've got you know, there's there's sequel spinoff potential, and it's an original property that's huge for them. Even Witcher, they don't you know they don't have all the rights to you mm-hmm. know everything on that. Well, Witcher is dead anyway. Um, so yeah, and then um, <laughs> so yeah, so so as far as like sequels and, and stuff, that that's a that's a big deal. I think the fact that he shot both of these back to back and for so cheap. Is also, you know, like like you look at the two of these combined cost less than the entirety of the Grandman budget, right? <laughs> or or the entirety the of of Heart of Stone even was more expensive, right? Like all these big movies, um, uh, Red Notice, Red Notice, right? yeah. those are all more expensive than this, and those wait, were wait. one. That's for real. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, like I believe million. you, but I'm like. <laughs> Those are all two hundred million dollars. The movies. trailer yeah, for this, the the, the 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 little the the what we just got on Tuesday from Zach, the 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 teaser for Rebel Moon was more fire than all of those movies put the fucking together. And you're yeah. telling me they cost more? Yeah, those were all like two hundred million dollar movies, and this yeah. was what? And they, these are two movies what? together <laughs> cost less than the entirety of that. Yeah, I wonder how much extraction the extraction movies cost. <laughs> Because those were, you know, those are done by a similar, you know, mm-hmm. the guys making those know how to make, you know, good compact uh, budget thrillers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, They're not bad. Um, I mean, they got a good one. There's a good one shot in the last one. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There's that yeah, one the shot, and I was like, Jesus Christ. 
but yeah, so so there, there's definitely demand, and Zach's got more. So what I'm curious about though is if they say yes, let's do more, are they going to film two more back to back? So does that mean we get three and four, or or will he say like let's do three of them back to back? Like you know, what if he's got a like how many can how many of these can he do at once? Or and also if they've got spinoffs, like what is Damon Caro going to do one? Will Eli Snyder do one? Like who else has he got in his wheelhouse that can? Jay Oliva maybe hopefully. Um, yeah, I mean, the, the, will Jay do a do an animated spinoff? Um, so or you know he could do live action also but you know he's got his own animation studio so there's there is there is infinite potential and since it's an since it's an original ip like the 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 cuffs are completely off on on where this Mm -hmm. could go provided it does well and also the fact that they're doing that the director's cuts they're going to double dip on on every on on this also so it's basically like when they launch those director's cuts, I'm I'm fully expecting another round of media, another round of promotion. You know, they're gonna like it, it's going to be maybe it's not going to be as big of a splash once again as the as the initial releases, but they're basically getting four movie releases out of this single, you know, for mm-hmm. less than the cost of uh, you know, red notice or something like that. So that's you, you can, I, it's very difficult for me to believe that like this performs poorly enough for them to say like, oh yeah, let's reverse all those plans. Um, and so, you know, it's not a two-part story. It's not a three-part story. You know, it's so I'm... It's a saga. Yeah, I think it can go on as long as they want. And also there's plenty of stuff, you know, the history is so, so deep. There's, like I said, there, the, the, there's a lot of flashbacks in this, but there's a whole Game of Thrones thing that goes on. Um, before the movie even starts, so there's spinoffs, there's prequels that can happen. I, I don't know if this is a fact or not, but um, I loosely suspect that Blood Axe is just in here to set up his own spinoff. You see, like oh, yeah. the, like the, like the amount that he's in the trailer, and also once you kind of start putting the plot together, you're like, he doesn't seem to like. I, I get, I get the, the feeling that they're gonna show up to like recruit him, and he's gonna say no, and Milius is gonna go with them instead of Blood Axe. Um, but he, and I could be wrong about that, but like none of the way that this is structured says blood axe is with the crew to go back to, to Velt to defend the farm. Mm-hmm. So why cast Ray Fisher? Why make such a big deal out about building this character up? Unless like, mm. you know, blood axe gets a blood axe movie, you know, <laughs> Rebel Moon, the blood axe saga. Right. right. Um, or and, series, uh, so, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, so I don't, I don't know, and that's you know that's all speculation, but like it, that that's that's all the type of stuff that could happen with this, and not only is it is it attractive from a from like you know there's there's interest in it from people and there's passion in it for Schneider, but like this is an original property, the the value of having like there has not been a streamer to create an original property that captures mindshare like this yet. I mean, Stranger Things nope. sort of did it, but like. I've been shocked at how little they've really capitalized on Stranger mm-hmm. Things. There's been some merch, there's been some other kind of stuff with that, but they really haven't like they you know, they're talking they're they're doing spin-offs and other stuff. They talk now, about but, that, but it's like what is it going to be? But yeah. like the, the 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 how slow they've been to like yeah. really do much with that has been absolutely shocking. And with this they're kind of hitting the ground running cuz the Snyder's know how to do that, right? The Snyder's mm-hmm. like you know, Zach and Debbie both they show up and they've got this whole song and dance for the pitch and they've got in the pitch they talk about here's the merch you can do, here's all the, you know, here's the spin-offs, here's the sequels and that and so you know, you, Netflix has to be seeing the money with that because the the biggest 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 problem with streamers is that 
when they when they get these IPs, they have to pay a lot to get the licensing, and they have to you know they have to then they have to share profit with the you know the the, the creators or whatever for uh, for whoever owns the owns the IP for The Witcher or for you know any of this other stuff that like does well for them. So to have to have something that is um, as big as this could be, and for the rights to be something that they don't have to like fight with Disney or someone about is is um, incredible. It's the dream. Mm-hmm. That's, that, yeah. that is it's going to be such goose. a money pot. It's the thing. golden goose that every could have been yours, Warner Brothers. Could have been. Could have had it all. Well, it's it's like the whole Marvel situation when they got the the Defenders stuff. Like Netflix had to pay all that licensing, and they got yeah. a huge response. People signing up for the Defender stuff, and then they can't keep it forever. They lose it. So, you know, mm-hmm. with this, they don't have to worry about that. No, about losing it. And the fact, I mean, and it's funny too because any kind of spinoffs <clears throat> would even be less of a budget. Yeah, and then yeah. in this because I mean, you have the main movies that's going to have the most budget. And spinoffs, like if they do like a blood act spinoff or something like that, it's like, oh yeah, we could do it for you know even less. And I mean, well, that's the thing. It's like, and I Zach don't know very good at. Like I don't, I don't know exactly how they'd want to do this from a production sense, but like you look at the way that he shot stuff with this specifically for, um, for the director's cut. Like there's an extra. He shot both movies together, and he shot stuff that he knew was only going to be in the director's cut. So like what's stopping them then from having all these sets and everything built and then and then like if like for example if Eli Snyder is directing a, a spin-off or or something like that he's already the second unit photographer for mm-hmm. the main movie How, what's stopping them from just reusing all the same resources yeah. well like uh, if they're already piggybacking budgets like we're like daisy chaining these budgets together um they they could even you know there there's a lot of ways that they could economize this to 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 really really get their bang for the buck um out of it like yeah Smart. i have one i have one question was it ever discussed with Zach during the set visit about potential physical media release no he just quickly was like no well, I know early on, like Netflix put out like season one of Stranger Things back in the day, mm-hmm. but now they don't ever do that. I mean, Disney, I'm surprised. Like, Disney announced that they're putting out some of their season one stuff. For <laughs> some Blu-ray. of their shit is just like empty Blu ray boxes, though. It's like, oh, they are. Know, oh, they're not the disc, the, are not in the WandaVision, WandaVision thing. WandaVision, yeah. yeah. It's just oh. like a box. There's no oh. disc. <laughs> well, I thought they were actually putting out physical stuff, but yeah, Netflix, yeah, they won't. Wait, wait, wait. wait, wait. What, what, what did one of them get a physical? I don't think, I don't think it did because I would have bought it. What's that? Army of the Dead didn't get a physical, right? No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. We probably so, would all on this fucking. We yeah, all own. I, 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 yeah. I don't know how that would happen without me knowing about it. Yeah. yeah. So I, I doubt. I mean, I would love. You know, I would. I'd totally buy a, a Blu-ray for this, but I don't. Th- I don't. Um, I wouldn't expect them to release it. Unfortunately, that's. Yeah. Uh, I have some, uh, you know, Patreon questions because I did put like I was like, oh yeah, Stephen's gonna come on and. You know, do some things. Um, Brad Corinne actually asked because you know it was funny because he was like, "Oh, if Zach comes on tonight, <laughs> he's like, but it could also be for Steven too." He said, uh, "Like, how much?" I'll did settle he, for Zach. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you could talk for Zach. You could talk for Zach, Steven. Uh, how much did uh, you have to change, drop, or modify Rebel? I mean, you essentially already answered this because you were talking about like you know the pitch. And, you know, he was basically asking, like, how much 
modification was happened to the script and the story to f now you know fit into this what it is now as opposed to a star wars story but we already kind of talked about that so yeah well i asked that specifically on set and it never it never it never it never changed to become a star wars story yeah so so they talked and like he told them you know he, here's kind of what it would be but they never got to the point where they like were touching the script in any way shape or form so so nothing ever actually changed they they kind of said oh if we want it to be star wars we could make some changes but then never sat down to start doing it because it didn't get to that point yeah it didn't the chef's got to cook hey what's up paul hey, hey guys hey, hey, hey everybody what's good, what's good? How's it's it going? going? It's going pretty good. We just uh, went through the Rebel Moon trailer, you know. Nice, nice. Uh, oh, we're gonna go well, now that he's here. We gotta go, go through it again. We gotta go so through it again. <laughs> if you want, if you want to play again, I, I have no objections. But uh, I've, I've seen it enough times for sure. Um, yeah, I I thought it was a pretty good trailer. It's one of those ones too that I think gets a little better every time you see it because you catch more and more every time you you watch it and stuff. Oh yeah, so. we caught stuff we didn't even see tonight. Going to like just yeah. break down for an hour. Yeah. Stuff, yeah. Did, um I know I I I saw some of the chat tonight but I I missed a, a lot of it. Um I uh, sorry just real quick I I I went with a friend to go see the 30th um anniversary <laughs> 3D screening of Jurassic Park. No shit. How was I, that? <laughs> it was great. Actually the 3D was really well done. It almost felt really? 2D except you could see death with certain scenes and it wasn't like a spy kids 3D's type of situation where it's popping <laughs> out. It was like legit good 3D. So I, I like that. I thought that was uh, really well done and everything. Um, but yeah, if you, if you guys get a chance to check it in 3D on, in the theater, if you're a fan of the movie, I, I definitely recommend it for sure. Interesting. Uh, nice. Yeah. Um, but as far as Rebel Moon goes, uh, I'm really excited about the movie. Um, it looks like Zach is taking cues from all the stuff between, you know, Dune, Star Wars, like all these well, different influences. It's funny that you say that because one of the next Patreon questions I got from Doug was like, you know, for Steven was like, what are the influences of the film? Obviously, there's strong Star Wars and Dune and Seven Samurai vibes. But did you mm -hmm. notice any other subtle influences from your set visit? The ones they talked about. The, so in production design, they talked a little bit um, uh they never necessarily explicitly said like this is an influence other than Zach specifically mentioned the heavy metal, um, yeah. the sci-fi. I know there's an animated movie, but also the sci-fi, it was a, like an actual magazine. Um, but, uh, they also, um, there's a lot of Blade Runner vibes. Um, the production designer mm -hmm. mentioned, uh, Gundam and transformers in terms of the designs for the ships. Mm -hmm. Um, there's the a lot of the Imperium stuff feels very like um, Cameron or Ridley well, Scott alien kind of when vibe. we met for dinner, like, you know, you know, two couple Tuesdays ago. I mean, the first thing you said was like the last thing you thought about was Star Wars when you saw what you saw. That's yeah, what was, Star Wars. That was what was like, great. Like you can you can find the Star Wars if you look for it. But like it is it is, you know, it's like, oh, there's lightsabers kind of. But yeah, <laughs> no, they got wielding swords, like Dave said. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. And, and they even said, uh, you know, the production designer or not the production, the prop master, Brad Elliott said, um, even that they were trying to avoid a lot of the kind of, um, uh, established sci-fi properties, even some of the lesser, you know, he mentioned like oblivion and other stuff, um, that as an example of like, they're trying to, to, to make sure they carve out their own niche and they, you know, they very much do in, in the way a lot of the technology is approached. It's very science fantasy, 
not science fiction, but it's also very retro futuristic. I mean, like they've got communicators that are like giant radios and they have to set up an antenna to beam to a ship. Nobody's got like these like tiny squares on their lapel that they press to just communicate instantly with, you know, a ship in orbit or whatever. Um, so it's all very, um, very grounded, but also they've got, you know, the, the mysticism and religion stuff in there also, um, Lots of like Lord of the Rings vibes, um, and a lot of the the concept art, high fantasy stuff that I did not expect to see. Some of it's in the trailer, but um, but yeah, I was surprised by the amount of like, oh wow, they might be like, I wouldn't be shocked to have a planet that's like got wood elves, <laughs> like <laughs> wood elves, of, like <laughs> like that, that's the kind of like, oh wow, that's crazy. So, yeah, um, I just want to say real quick because um, I haven't read everything about it so far, but I was catching a few uh, quotes that I saw on uh, Twitter or X, as it's called now, I guess. But anyway, the original yeah, Twitter. Twitter still, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but I, but I like the idea of Zach talking at length about the uh, using using the quote of essentially saying, uh, you know, I, the art, art departments and, and things weren't familiar with me, and basically, you know, well, if you do all this, if you have all these things that are going on uh, with all these symbols and everything else. Like I wanted to be, you know, there to be a story behind it. I, like everything has to be co connected in some way or, you know, or, or there being like actual meaning behind that all. And I was like, good, just like, you know, that, that's what I, 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 I ex expect for him to do. And uh, the other thing was dealing with the, I guess it's called, it's not the empire. It's the Imperium uh, mm -hmm. as, as it's called. And he was, like, I mean, Zach always likes to play a lot, I, I feel, with, like, the ideas of what's good and evil. But I think he was very, very adamant in saying that there's not going to be any kind of viewpoint of the Imperium being, like, misunderstood or anything like that. Like, they are the bad guys. So I like that right off the bat. And we're probably going to deal a little bit more with that grayness dealing with uh, Korra and, and just, like, what... Because clearly she used to be with them and now she's not and her whole story and stuff. So I'm really, really engaged and want to see how that, like, you know, uh, uh, un unravels and everything. So, yeah. Yeah, Debbie specifically said that, too. Zach said that they, they aren't saying, like, oh, the Imperium's just misunderstood or, you know, they mm -hmm. aren't, like... There's not, like, a... Like a, oh you like you'd understand their motive. Like, he's like no, they're bad guys. But um, and then Debbie said it's actually the good guys are the ones that really have a lot more moral gray area. Cora, they kept on talking mm. to her as an anti-hero. Um, and then they said it's a redemption story. Um, Love and, that uh, makes sense because if we see mm. her as one of the mm -hmm. soldiers, yeah. And first, so all of yeah. them, you know, Titus used to be an Imperium general. Uh, you know, he, right, he's right. carrying around some guilt with himself too about. You know, he left the Imperium because they got more more brutal. But also, as Zach says, like, it's not like the Imperium was good guys before the slain king. They were still an empire. Mm -hmm. They were still colonizing planets and, and destroying their culture. They just, like, he wasn't an evil dictator about it. He was, like, doing it the civilized way. Like, he said, like, it's like uh, like 19th or like 1800s colonialism he's like they're still bad guys like we're, like we're not trying to moralize any of this here but but there's a difference between belisarius taking over and being like oh i'm just gonna kill all these people and take their food because that's easier than mm -hmm. landing and setting up sustainable farming practices and you know all of that stuff let's just go kill them and take their stuff so it definitely um, makes sense so yeah. one's bad and the other's worse 
Hmm. Makes sense. Uh, Jordan, I know you wanted to, you're going to take off. So Yeah, it's getting close to one. I'm not sure. My wife might be upset if she's still awake going, you stream for too long. Because <laughs> we didn't well, have technically, a... Technically, you didn't stream. No, no. Technically, I did because I did join in. So, yes, I technically <laughs> did. Technically. Anyways, thanks for having me, Dave. Always, Always man. And cool. I'll tell you how the concert is on Sunday. Sunday, yeah, because I was like, they're playing right now. I bet, yeah, they're actually performing right now. Oh yeah, now, dude, my, now. one of my one of my friends. I shit you not, when we were going through the freaking trailer, yeah. he was video calling me, and for some reason, you could see it. You, I I didn't know you could see a preview on it, and oh. he was at the concert, and I could see it. I was looking at my phone, and he's like, I could see James Hetfield on my phone. I'm like, dude. You know I stream on Friday, don't you? I'm like, I'm going Metallica, Zack Snyder, Metallica, Zack Snyder. (laughs) Pretty much. It was just funny because he's going both nights. He he got tickets for both nights, so he's there right now. I only got tickets Uh, for Sunday. Yeah, they're uh, they're seven songs in or now. Okay. Okay, yeah, but don't even tell me what songs are because I know I'm not going to hear those songs. No. Yeah, we'll wait. Anyways. Thanks yes. for uh, joining, man. Of course, of course. Appreciate it. Bye, Bye Jordan. Everybody. See, Bye, I'm not waving to you too. I'm waving to you too. Bye. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Bye. Ah, but it's okay because uh, you know we don't have uh, him anymore. But we got Scott. Oh. <laughs> no camera, Scott. What the heck? I'll tell you what the hell. It's been a long day. I just got home from work. I don't want to deal with changing, turning on the light. I, it's just like it's too much effort. Yeah. <laughs> I would I would look like I would look like a zombie anyway with the look on my face. This way I can just talk. I don't have to smile at the camera. It's, it's fine. Oh, we don't see your pretty face, but we still... You get to see my pretty face. There's my Scott, picture Scott, right do you want to borrow my Blue Beetle mask? Would that help? No, no, it, <laughs> it, it wouldn't help. <laughs> Thank you. Well, thanks for joining, Scott. How you doing? What's good, man? Yeah, I just... I've been up since five, guys. It's been... Ooh, I feel uh, Yo, I feel you. I feel <laughs> Yo, it's got the same time zone, pretty much. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So... <laughs> yeah, you're only about, you're only an hour ahead of me, but uh, mm-hmm. but yeah, and then I'm not sure if you guys saw my tweet, but there's just something about like I had a precious few hours this morning before I had to go into work, and then I lose two hours of it on tech support chat where I ended up fixing my own problem and teaching oh. them how to fix the problem, and I Damn. just was so angry. <laughs> <laughs> sure yeah but hey you're here now and i am here now and i i caught a little bit of i had to had a good deal with dogs but i got to catch a little rebel moon talk and i know that I've, i'm jumping in what is it like at almost three and a half hours late but yay yeah. i'm here it's all good now we just uh you know we went through and talked about you know of course steven gave his knowledge since uh you know apparently he you know is the cool guy who went to this set. <laughs> Yeah. Um, but uh, no, we, we it was kind of it was it was set. yeah it, no no it was cool like because you know going through the trailer I mean I, you know we've watched numerous times but not here but you know just uh, on our own but just to get like oh okay get a little bit more knowledge of like and just kind of mm-hmm. going like you know piece by piece and even provided some some knowledge for all that stuff so 
anyways um but uh yeah i know some other people have to bounce because you know scott got here and they're like fuck i don't <laughs> <laughs> <You know. laughs> see what happens scott and you get here and all of a sudden there's like other people that like, there's oh, yeah, just no. i just bring too much energy we're, we're just making just... we're just making room for him exactly <laughs> <there we go>. <laughs> 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 but uh but I know, i'm looking uh, at you anthony i'm looking yeah. at you anthony, anthony, anthony's gonna go uh rebecca's gonna go and dave's gonna go so so go ahead uh we'll send uh we'll start off with anthony go ahead and, and uh send yourself off oh yeah appreciate it as, as always the invite um yeah it's this is you know, obviously the the teaser was fire. And we're all looking forward to it, and this is a good conversation. Stephen, like, <laughs> I hit Stephen up the other day because I like read his, his articles. I was like, "Yo, I'm gonna pull this up on my show and shit." Like, yeah, I'm gonna talk about it. It was dope. It was like a lot, of, a lot of a lot of great insight and shit, and like to hear him like sort of um go through that like right here is like fucking eye opening. But you telling me, hold on, let me make sure I'm clear before I leave. Zach filmed two movies that was cheaper than fucking. <laughs> <laughs> the yeah. Gal Gadot Netflix movie is like what? That's insane. I'm I'm still like losing my mind over that entire fact. But anyway, <laughs> uh, that's dope. You can find me at two two seven nine ACS uh, everywhere. <laughs> Here it is. Yeah. Well, take it easy, man. Good to see you. <laughs> Have a great night, yeah. Rebecca. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I'm Rebecca Johnson. You can follow me on YouTube uh, at Duck Milk Prod. You can also check me out on Supergirl Radio. It's a podcast about Supergirl. Uh, so if you are interested that, into that, you can check us out over there. And so I just want to thank you guys for letting me share your space and uh, talk about Rebel Moon. Very excited about it. And uh, thank you, Stephen, for sharing your your insights from uh, the set. So now I'm even more excited about Rebel Moon. So <laughs> hope you all have a, a, a great night. Thanks. All right. Thanks for joining. Thank you, Bye, Rebecca. Always good to talk to you. My right, Rebecca. And then, and then Dave. Yo. Hey, yeah. Thanks for having me. Uh, it was yeah. fun. I'm always down to talk about Rebel Moon. Uh, yeah. movie's got me hyped. More like to no come. Other. More to come. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Stephen, for spoiling the movie. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I appreciate all the set, insight. It was good to hear. It was good Zach to hear. Zach was like telling us about how Ray Porter does the, does the, reads the script. Um, and, uh, and he's like, yeah. And he pulls up to play a clip and like spoils a character death. <laughs> <laughs> like, the, like I could, wow. so we're on set. He pulls it up, and like I, I hear Ray Porter, and he's like, "Oh, and so and so is shot in the chest." And I'm like, "Wait," what? and then and then he's like, "Yeah." So anyway, that's Ray reading the script. Like, kept on going. I'm like, "You." That's okay. hilarious. That's so that's great. So oh, I love Ray. Yeah. Yeah, All no, right, it was if, good. I appreciate it. Uh, we will be on Amateur Hour Sunday. Yes, doing another amateur. breakdown. Probably a lot of the same stuff we discussed tonight, and yeah. Using now you have more. Now Steven's, you have more. Yeah, Steven yeah. spoiler bits for it. So, <laughs> hope you were taking notes. Are you right? right. A lot of All clips right, Dave. from Baca Street. All right. Appreciate it. And yes, uh, sir, and thanks I, for I having me. Man. I hope your Reds lose a little bit more because my right. Giants are not. <laughs> right. It's wild card. Uh, anyways, yeah, they've yeah. been in kind of a slump lately. So yeah, we'll see what's going on. Anyways, all right, man. Yeah. Easy. All right, man. Good seeing you guys. Take it easy. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. See you. Oh, but yeah, oh man, I just, yeah, I don't, when that second trailer comes out, man, that's just going to be something very interesting and special, but, hmm. um, 
But Scott, I mean, anything that you wanted to take that, what did you take away from like the trailer? Um, you, did you guys do anything on Squadcast yet about the trailer? No, uh, no, yeah. uh, we have not done anything yet. And honestly, you know, I know someone tweeted about that. It's weird because we'd have to do it on like one of our little like satellite shows because it's not exactly on brand, you know? uh. <laughs> but uh. Yeah, you know, I was going to do a, you know, like I, Scott like shot I, or something. I was going to do a Scotch. I said I was going to do something for the YouTube channel, and mm. uh, and I got to the point where I was like, "Wow, I will be the most boring trailer reaction you've ever <laughs> seen," because I don't react Dude, to trailers. I just with watch you. them. I just and and I don't want to talk through it. Yes. I just want to watch it. Dude, I'm with you. I, I've said this time yeah, and time again. I'll, once I, in a while, and it'll be fine. Dude, I'll, yeah, just watch fucking, what's his name, Soups, and just be like, let's go, let's go, let's go. Let's go. Ugh, I can't, I no, can't, but, I can't with that. But no, but I'm, I'm with you, Scott. I've yeah. said that before, too, where I'm like, I'm not a reaction channel. I'll do reactions. Like, I did a Rebel Moon one. I was like, you know what? I'll do it because it's during the day. It's Tuesday and, you know, obviously my my streaming was all messed up this week. But I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to do it. And, you know, I did. But at the same time, I'm like, yeah, I can't be like that. I mean, I know like Jordan was here and he's 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 that's his channel. Chainsaw reacts. But I'm like, I can't just like get myself to be like I when I watch something, I want to watch it. I can't just be like, oh, I got to say something and talk and blah, blah, blah. I, I can't do that. That's why I. That's why I did like the 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 tweet, you know, thread, is because I I don't react, but I'll review. Like there you I, go. I, I, I like. You gotta remember, I had to wait eight hours after it was after it dropped. That's right. You did. It. Scott had a day. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, because you mean, didn't want to watch it on your phone. I didn't want to watch it on my phone. I yeah. was working. And then my wife and my, my, my oldest, Liam, he had football practice. So literally when I clocked out, she came by my work and dropped him off with me so I could leave directly from work to go to his football practice. And then when I got home, I still had to, you know, Bay, you know, with the bay people, I had to read a bedtime story to people. You know, like there's all the, hey, I'm a dad and I have to put my kids to bed thing, and then I need to talk to my wife because I hadn't seen her all day. And I just so literally, when you can look at the timestamp of the tweet, and it's like that's when I finally watched the damn thing, <laughs> and it was just, it was a day. But then the funny thing was, I watched it like four times in twenty minutes because mm. I just, I just kept on watching and i was just like yes you know well, there's just I, so much packed into every corner that it's it's um every like we were saying every time you watch it there's a new thing that jumps out that's like wait what yeah well and mm. and, and also you know there's things like steven has been a has been a wonderful friend he knows how spoiler averse i am you know, and so when I did get some of the T-shirts, he was like, you want this T-shirt. I'm not going <laughs> to tell you why you want it, but you, Scott, you want this. 
And so, you know, it was kind of fun seeing the Griffin in the trailer because like the Griffin was one of the T-shirts I got. And I'm just like, ooh, I have <laughs> I have speculations now about what this all means, because I think I saw two Griffins in the trailer. And so I saw a white one and a black one. But and they're so, called something different, right, Steve? The Bennu. Bennu. I like that. I like that. Oh, well, speaking yeah. of Ben, what happened to him? I just really oh, he had, he had router problems. Uh, he was messaging me. He was like, he was having internet issues. But it's okay because we have Axel that's going to show up. Hey, what's hey, up, man? man? What are we eating today? I know. Right? I, I had a burger before, but I'm pretty full now. Did you so, eat it with a fork good. and a knife? That's what I need to know. Yeah, did you eat it with a fork and a knife? No. Okay, okay. with my hands. No, with a spoon. <laughs> no, no, with a spoon. Relax. <laughs> but yeah, how's everyone all doing? Oh, so you know, you we're down that road. Right. Right. Like, God damn, I have something to say, and I'm like, bro. Yeah, but, I mean, yeah. I mean, literally, like, we have uh, Axel. Like, can I get a link? No, yeah. I mean, come on, dude. I, mean, I hate doing that. Look. I hate doing that. <laughs> I know. Relax. So you know, we were getting to it. There was a lot of people here. Actually. Yeah, there was. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't know how. I did not realize <laughs> there was going to be a lot of people. Yeah. Well, that's why yeah, Dave is popular. Dave is popular, Axel. I yeah, was like, I, I did message. I was like, "Hey, it's a little full, but we'll get you in there. Maybe you know later on. You know, when yeah, things because okay. not everybody stays the whole you know eight hours that we do this stream." So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I missed the days when I did do that. You know, I'm mean, yeah. What I said, I missed the days when I did do that. Like what? those were stay the whole like oh the whole, be like, the whole time like the oh whole yeah time yeah now what's the longest vodka stream what mm-hmm. oh, it's gone it's gone six over six hours yeah, yeah it's, it's close gone. to six and a half yeah yeah longest one i've done is five hours yeah. five hours and 30 minutes that's that's the longest one i've done now we've got some one that was before too when it when i still was starting at eight o'clock my time so Jesus, yeah. Now hour and a half earlier helps a little bit, you know. It's only ten o'clock here now, and I'm like, good God. But yeah, we've gone. Yeah, that was the, probably the. I don't even know what the hell that stream was. One of them know. was probably close to like when we did the uh, the one year anniversary live watch of Zack Snyder's Justice League. I know yeah. that was. Oh yeah, we hours. did do. Yeah, we did do that. So. That was a long one. Yeah, where we did a live watch of that. And we had to keep a little timer and shit like that on too, right? I had a timer. I don't know. Something. But anyways. Rebel Moon, Axel, how'd you feel about it since you're you just arrived? Um well like it part one comes out on my birthday, so that's the perfect present. Um uh, you had to make it about yourself. Well, just get it, of course, <laughs> you know, me. Um, but yeah, I like saw the trailer and I've seen it so many times. I showed it to my parents and they think it's really cool. And it, we're just really excited to see it. And hopefully it gets released on, in theaters because that's been trending a lot now. And it's something we haven't really talked about, right? It you know. should be released in theaters. Um, there's this guy on Twitter called uh mercury or the snyderverse or whatever he posts shit all the fucking time i saw oh, something oh god <laughs> i know i know he's one he's one well he's known he's known as a shit poster however yeah. i don't think this was a this was a lying post there was something about some listing at like a dolby cinemas or something like that and rebel moon was on there for something so i don't um, know if that's legit or not i don't know if someone wants to look into that but steven <laughs> steven are we can we even talk I, about anything or well, I, I assume, mean yeah i assume it's getting 
a, like a limited release, like mm. similar to, to Army of the Dead did. Um, but I think a lot of the a lot of the demand. Well, there's two things to the demand. One is that Army of the Dead didn't get released internationally, which is a big deal. Mm. Um, international fans want to be able to see it in theaters. But also, you know, Dune just got pulled. Aquaman two and uh, Wonka are the only like d releases at the end of December. Like, if Netflix could could pull a, a wide release out of their hat on this, they could make easily the you know the budget is is low enough they could easily make the entire budget back and not lose you know they're not losing subscribers over that right people are still going to subscribe to netflix to see it especially since there's a director's cut coming out on netflix mm -hmm. um i i think it's like the the amount of money that's just gonna be begging to be uh, to be taken at the box office from a lack of releases at the end of the year especially if they can get some of dune's imax screens oh my um, god Ooh. like oh, aren't the marvels uh, isn't the Marvels getting it? People are saying that, but like, I mean, like IMAX and Zach have like a relationship, right? Um, and and also that that kind of stuff changes all the time too. Like, is is the Marvels going to be the, the the Marvel movie that like pulls the box office back to like a you know, billion? You know, um, so so you know some of those Dune screens could still you know still be up for grab, or even if it's not on on, on Dune, you know, the the thing that people I don't think don't realize about these these netflix releases is that it it's mostly just like to qualify for any you know for any oscars because they have a, a a minimal requirement for that not that they're trying to go for but the like box like office. the army of the dead release you're talking about like one percent of the total screenings you know you're talking you're talking a few hundred max screens as opposed to like you know a four thousand screens for for a wide release um and that's only for like one weekend for a handful of showings on each one right so like these wide releases, like even if every single showing of these limited releases sell out, it's gonna make like ten million dollars, like m like not even probably max. Um, so so I think what a lot of the demand is not only internationally but also just to say like let's let's give this like an actual theatrical release. This is worth more than a you know than a three million dollar temporary you know one weekend mm -hmm. limited run. And and um, you got to remember that Cinemark was the main partner that Netflix used when they released Army of the Dead in theaters, yeah. and Cinemark extended the run by like by at least another week or two of Army of the Dead, like basically they extended it to where it lasted up to I think the point where it actually dropped on Netflix because Cinemark was happy with the response, uh, and you know. Of course, I would like a wider release because I would like to not have to drive, you know, two hours to Huntsville to, yeah. you know, watch to watch well, this movie. What, what people look at for box office usually is like total total gross. And obviously, Army of the Dead made very, very little total gross. But like its average per screen, because there were so few screens, was really high. So, of course, Cinemark is going to want to continue doing that because the opportunity cost is, OK, we'll fill half a screen for whatever else is out versus filling an entire screen. For, for Army of the Dead. Now, of course, that average is, is going to go down with a much wider release, but when Dune is gone, um, you know, Aquaman 1 made a billion dollars, but, you know, <laughs> I don't know if anybody's... <laughs> I don't, like, we're, assuming Aquaman 2 even releases still this Christmas. It doesn't... Right? No, I don't think that movie even exists. It, it has to. There's no way they can hold it out even more. I feel and I feel it, if Aquaman two was going to get moved, it, we would have heard about it by now. Because no, I thought the Variety yeah. article said I, I, Aquaman I mean, two was staying. 
Yeah. Well, yeah, but like, but there's not there hasn't even been a trailer for it yet, right? Yeah. Like it's. But but see, man, this is one where like, when have they ever known how to market things? Yeah. Fair. Um, no, it, well, it, it's just a shit show that's. And what are they? Like what are they even marketing? Like, what about this movie? Exactly. There's like, nothing. <laughs> it's it's yeah. So so I don't know. Maybe that maybe it'll do well because you know because of positive word of mouth from the first one. But like in my mind. In my mind, there's an entire open Christmas release just waiting for a something like Rebel Moon to say, "I'll take that." Right? Like that's yeah. that, that, the Christmas release spot is so huge. The way those legs work out into January, it's it's I don't know. Netflix just isn't isn't huge on on theatrical releases, but like they they could I think if they would actually give this a proper marketing budget and give it a proper wide release. Um, it would be a really, really, really smart way for them to extend into. And it's getting late to even do a do a proper marketing run for that. Um, you know, usually theatrical releases, you know, start marketing way earlier. But like, I don't know. There's just so much money being left on the table there by mm-hmm. these other releases. Like, there's so little competition. It would be so cool to see Netflix really kind of put some coin on the table there to uh, kind of make a statement by you know pulling just a, you know, a couple million even or a couple hundred yeah. million for. Uh, for uh, for Rebel Moon would be a huge if, game changer for them. If uh, the strike were to happen, it, it, the strike were to end in the next month. I'm saying in a if possible in a scenario, and suddenly they have cast that can now promote the film. Do you think Netflix would be more like you know what? Let's go for it because now we have a cast that can promote it. Well, I think there's two things with that. I think one, if you noticed all of the interviews that have been coming out that Tadoom specifically is putting out with Zach all. Tudum. Um, mentioned this is a previously conducted interview. I suspect that they logged a bunch of interviews with cast before the strike started mm. to release alongside the movie. Um, and so I think they'll have some stuff like that to do just because they're they're kind of playing games with that. But um, but also look at how they marketed Army of the Dead. I mean, Zach, obviously, like yes, you want to get Charlie out there, you want to get Jaiman out there, you want to get uh, um. Uh, Sophia. Sophia out there like like yes you want to get these stars out there for interviews but also Zach is kind of the um you know if you if you can get Zach out there doing interview he's a director producer right so that it's if he's not limited by the strike um there's a lot of marketing on his back that they can and will do also um but I don't. I mean, it'll make a big difference. I mean, the, the the lack of availability from talent is obviously a huge, huge drain on uh, what these movies can do at the box office. I think it's kind of obvious that the lack of star power and marketing is is really hurting stuff. So who knows? It, it really is. I mean, I mean, it, it, I mean, ah, uh, Blue Beetle got. I mean, I don't know if it was gonna help so much when it came to that, but I mean, I mean, we did Blue Beetle spoiler discussion last week. And, you know, everybody on the panel, you know, really liked the movie. But at the same time, it was like, oh, we were rooting for it. We we're rooting for it. And then, of course, you just like, well, the hurricane ruined it. So, no, I'm just kidding. The what? Um, the hurricane ruined it. Oh, yeah, yeah. There was like that. <laughs> that whole thing. I'm like, not even true. Know. I don't even know. If... I, don't I know. saw that, but sometimes. Wait, what happened? The so, there was like a post. Hillary. There was a post oh, that, that said like uh, a Warner Brothers exec blame the hurricane that was headed towards california which it was 
It was, was it was nothing. It was I, I even tweeted out Hurricane Hillary got better marketing than fucking the Flash and Blue Beetle. It did. Like it, they were selling, dude. Like last weekend, it was crazy. Like Southern California weather update, and I was like, and people were worried. People were going to the grocery store. I even went to the grocery store on Saturday because I was like, oh, it's gonna be shit for the next two days. And I usually go to the grocery store on Monday. I better go get some things because, you know, it's going to who knows what's going to be happening, even though I was like, it's probably going to be they're probably just over hyping or this is this. it's not going to be as bad. And sure enough, it rained at my place all day Sunday, no thunder, no lightning, a little bit of wind. And then Monday morning, I woke up to like gloom and a little bit of drizzle and then it was sunny like the rest of monday they literally closed schools for monday because they thought it was going to be so bad but it was fucking sunny it it was beautiful actually outside it was, it was trying like, to be some, you know safety comes first you know it's like it's not it doesn't harm anyone it's not safety comes first they knew it was gonna be you know people just don't want to go to school <laughs> teachers don't want to teach Imagine no, having yeah. to go to school. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it was just like it was so it was sold as like this like category four hurricane is headed toward. But that was not supposed to hit till Sunday. So if that quote is real about somebody at some exact, I, I just don't know if it's real because I'm like the forecast was the, the, the brunt of this storm was going to hit on Sunday and the movie was coming out, you know, Thursday evening. So I, I that's why I was like, I don't know, you know, again, now you have to just like every anytime you see a headline, you can't just react to it. I mean, I, I still do every now and again, but I just go, wait a minute, hold back. Who knows if that's going to be the case, if that's actually the case when it comes to this. But, but with that said, Blue Beetle is still playing in theater. So go and see it. <laughs> not for um, Australia. Not yet. Then move, move countries. I don't know. Not, not my problem. I, I'm just. <laughs> I'm not expecting well, you to just move countries just to watch a movie. But, see, but, 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 but Axel brings up a good point. The fact of the matter is, is like, how many international markets are not getting it? There's three more countries that are not getting There are three more countries that are still waiting when we checked last week. So crazy. So. Why was it delayed in Australia, though? I don't know. It was the same with the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. How late did you get that after we got it? I don't know. Well, we still haven't gotten it yet. Yeah, yo, you haven't even gotten mm. that yet. No, Jeez, we haven't. Okay. Until like September. I I don't know if it's, it's either late September or early September. Hopefully it's early <laughs> they, September. They have like all the reels on like a boat and there's like... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so weird. It's like yeah, I don't know. That's so. I mean, to me, that's strange. I, 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 but I, but again, I don't know the logistics of how all that really works. So, I mean, there's always just that whole thing, and then even just going back to the whole Rebel Moon and being released in theaters. I mean, obviously, we want to see it in theaters. You see this trailer, you go, "Oh my fucking god!" I have to see that on the biggest screen possible. But the the thing that I mean, you know, just going back to the trailer is the fact that it says only on netflix and i'm going mm-hmm. ah, that's not good and i mean and you know zach zach likes you know obviously we know that zach loves to put things on the big screen and you know i i, I it just sucks that this movie right here which is his 20 year plus passion project not gonna hit a big screen 
fucking hell but but hey on the on that at the same time let's be happy he gets to make it like and he gets to make it any yeah. way he wants to. And, then, yeah, and then if the first one is really really successful who knows maybe part two could get a theatrical release so much yeah. can happen between five months mm. yeah there isn't a tv television director coming in and then they make it only just one movie and then it's two hours long for some reason and it's terrible and there's terrible CGI effects over everywhere and you're wondering why Cora has a weird CGI face or something <laughs> going on. So yeah, so it's good. Um I was I, I I had an idea. I mean I don't know like I mean I could see Netflix just doing um the one thing. I could see them doing the Cinemark thing too that they did with Army of the Dead. I had this thought I, I it's more of a question for Steven because there's obviously the two different cuts that he's going to have, which is going to be the longer director's cut. I'm assuming that's the R-rated. That's the R-rated version. Um, do you think that they would do a thing where maybe they would have like the regular version on Netflix and then they release the director's cut, maybe like in Cinemarks or maybe IMAX or something like that, and then at a later point they put it on Netflix, possibly? Do you think that could be a thing that, that they'd want to do? Maybe if that was if that was an option. I think that's a possibility. I think that's another case. It would be like a like a Fathom Events thing, or you know, mm-hmm. some kind of a limited. You know, it'd still be a limited a limited release. But I'm sure there'll be you know there'll be some kind of theatrical availability for for both versions in in you know one capacity or another. Um, what I think the real the real question is 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 does will Netflix. Um, you know, kind of for the first time, really kind of be interested in kind of um, what would the, the you know, um, putting their putting their cards on the table and, and, and trying to go for an actual kind of theatrical release, which they haven't they haven't done yet. And I, I think that they're obviously they're, they're a subscription service, but there is a um, I think the fear if there's a fear of like losing subscribers or not get, you know, or, or not getting as many subscribers from, from releasing stuff in theaters, I think that's kind of misfounded. I think that, you know, prime is kind of shown Amazon prime has shown that, that you can have theatrical success and, you know, and, and still, and still be good, big on, on streaming as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually even, even to even that stuff, point, Steven, yeah. I mean, something that they've just introduced, I got an email about it since I am a prime member they're actually doing uh you know there there have been the movies that have released theatrically and then you know like air and then shows up yeah. on on Amazon Prime but now there are movies that i don't think they were uh, movies and tv shows that they're not planning on giving like a big release but what they're going to do is they're going to do like their own sort of fathom event where if you're a prime subscriber You'll get Earl, you'll get access to sign up for tickets and then go see movies and TV shows in the theater. Like one of them I got, a, I got an email about was the first two episodes of Gen V, the boys spinoff. Oh, they're going to wow. put that, oh, yeah. they're going to put that in a theater and prime members are the ones who are going to get access to tickets to go see it in theaters. I mean, what? Yeah, when is that coming out? Uh, uh, I, it's in all, all this Genie's stuff was in September. It, all this was in September. Um, let me get hold on. I'm pulling up the email that I got because I thought I actually talked to this with Dave because I thought this was such a like such a cool yeah. idea. 
And it is I'm, a cool idea. Like I'm excited I'm, for Gen V, but I'm like, wow, they're getting a theatrical. Yeah, they're gonna do the first <laughs> two. Epi- they're gonna take the first two episodes and release it in theaters. And the way you get tickets to this thing is by being a Prime subscriber. Ah, it looks like I deleted the email. But, oh. uh, no, here it is. Coming this fall. Free tickets to Amazon original screenings in theaters. They're calling it Prime Premiere. So here's the here's the okay. description. That, that, that Here's the selling point. Prime Premiere gives Prime members an early opportunity to see the newest Amazon original movies and series at a local movie theater. Enjoy an exclusive sneak peek on the big screen with bonus content, giveaways, and concessions for free with Prime membership. Tickets will be available to reserve one week before the Prime Premiere screening date. Hmm. And they're doing it for... They've got uh, movies like uh, sitting in bars with cake, a million miles away, and the burial. The burial's actually uh, got uh, uh, Jamie Foxx and Tommy Lee Jones, and then Gen V, and so and then they're all. So what's happening is that all of these screening events happen two days before they'll drop on Prime. Hmm. Okay. So if Netflix, I don't know. See, that's the thing. It's like, it's such a weird thing when it comes to these, uh, when it comes to everything, because I mean, obviously when it comes to Amazon, they have Amazon. I mean, I, I saw like a, a screenshot, somebody posted of like how much like these companies pull in. And it was kind of funny because it was like, they were trying to make a point. But then when I saw the graphic and it says like Apple pulls in, multiple billions of dollars and amazon multiple bi- but like yeah but you're taking an account they have amazon and apple products it's yeah. not the streaming service that's actually fucking pulling in any of that no the streaming like, service is like a pet project that's that pretty allows- much what it is <laughs> yeah like william says in the chat amazon is a retailer netflix is not. yeah exactly and it's funny when people like we're putting that out there i'm like no nah, the argument you're making is not great i mean i get it like yes it's like when it comes to companies like how much they're pulling in and maybe revenue or whatever the fuck but it's like you can't take an account that i mean i guess you can when it comes to the uh the whole thing when it comes to writers and the, everything with the strike is like amazon and apple have you know they're like i said there's a retailer so they have products to back it up to really that's what's making most of their nut right there so then they you know but it's just kind of funny because it's like, well, that's, yeah. And when it comes to Netflix, it's like as much as we want Netflix to be like, hey, do this, do that, release movies out in theaters. Oh, yeah. By the way, um, I don't mean to interrupt that, but like there's this show I highly recommend. It's um, mm. it's called Blood of Zeus. It's on Netflix. Uh, have, you guys, have any of you guys heard of it? No. Sounds familiar, but I don't think I've seen it. It's, it's like far. a sort of an anime esque but not really like it is gorgeous and like it's about like like greek gods and stuff it's like only eight episodes long so like you can binge it in one day i'm i've only have to do like two episodes left but it is just beautiful sorry to interrupt but like i just highly recommend it no it sounds cool man yeah it does sound cool but yeah it's so good that it made me want to change my art style so much but yeah oh yeah yeah No, but I mean, yeah, but it, just going back to that. So, yeah, Netflix is just one of those where 
they pumped a lot of things into a lot. But but I mean, I think like with the recent interviews, even with Zach, uh, I thought I, I saw somebody post that yes, the Norse God thing is still coming out. Uh, Army of the Dead, Las Vegas, still coming out. But of course, they ran into certain issues, obviously, when it came to a lot of this stuff. Um, but I think, you know, and because I remember thinking like, oh, yeah, I think 2023 is going to be the year of Zack Snyder. There's going to be so much Zack Snyder stuff, but things got postponed. Maybe it's going to be next year that we get a Rebel Moon Part 2 and we get the Norse God animated series and then we get the the Army of the Dead. Maybe that's going to be the case. So maybe next I mean, year. Even if he's not releasing a movie like in like like. Like if you if Rebel Moon isn't released this year, which it is going to be, like he's, he's it's still Zach's year sort of. He did full circle. He's doing a lot. He did true. Yeah, still a lot. Kind of makes you wonder too. Like when it comes to full circle, like I mean, because I was thinking about that too when it came to the whole Rebel Moon in theaters. I mean, if he's. Uh, what he i mean obviously Zack snyder's justice league was not released in theaters but you know mm-hmm. uh you know you know I, oh, more than half of us here got to see you know yeah Zach, i'm definitely justice not league jealous <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. sorry no, Andy and Axel, but uh you know the the rest of us got to see you know well, well i think so that's special. what you're so a lot special. of people are saying, yeah. <laughs> what a lot of people say like um people, they keep on saying like, oh i hope it gets a theatrical like um, Army of the Dead did. And I understand a lot of fans were able to. They had a theater in town, and they were able to drive a couple hours to get to a theater. Um, th- if you do like the math on it, so Oppenheimer had like almost you know, almost you know four thousand theaters. That's pretty typical for like a big blockbuster is between like three point five thousand and and four thousand theaters. Um, Rebel Moon had like four hundred fifty to six hundred theaters is what they're calculating. Um, or what they what they predicted. So if you say, and it made like one million at the box office. Um, so if you calculate that at a million divided by six hundred theaters, that's one thousand six hundred sixty six per theater divided by uh, what ten for the average ticket price. When did this become a maths class? Yeah, I was you're looking at you're looking <laughs> at like a thousand dollars, like one point six thousand dollars. Um, or, or, or sorry, 166 people per theater that saw it. So if you to contrast that to like a wide release, that's you know a couple of theaters full of people um, worth of screenings are happening at what 10 percent of the you know 10 to 15 percent of the theaters that would do like a wide release. So so like I know a lot of like hardcore fans manage to see that stuff on the big screen, but to contrast that to like the actual the scale that you're talking about for a wide release is you know a million is you know that's that's one percent of a hundred million and which is is point one uh a tenth of a percent of a of a of a billion dollars right like the it's 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 it barely even counts as a release like when you contrast it against like what a normal yeah what a normal blockbuster gets right like it's it's a it's like a special event um and i really really think the idea of of people being able to go to this, you know, for a couple, you know, do you look at something like, like the Batman, for example, which that played, it had how many weeks of exclusivity before it hit, hit HBO max. It was one of the biggest HBO max releases ever, but also made like what 600 million or something like that in theaters 
before it went to HBO Max. Um, you know, if Netflix learned that they can kind of double dip that way, I think that, you know, Rebel Moon is the movie to learn that on. It's seems like it's a good movie to do that with. Yeah, I mean, I get it. Like when it can, when it comes to like, okay, you have Scorsese doing a movie or something like that. It's like, yeah, that could do something, but I mean, but it's Scorsese. I mean, like, I remember like, didn't the Irishman get also released in theaters? Really? Yeah. One of, one of his movies was, yeah, I think it was the Irishman. Yeah. And, but at the same time, it's like, it's not going to have a draw because it's, like a, it's a gangster type movie it's like something but at the same but when it comes to rebel moon this is a sci-fi look at the pretty images well, look and at how the often adventure are you have a action. december release mm. with yeah, so little too. competition yeah especially with dune moving like mm. what, I know, what that, is that, the... that hurt my heart yeah don't 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 talk yeah no, i was about to say scott are you okay no <laughs> no <laughs> do you need a hug you need a hug yeah. Is it safe? Is it all right? <laughs> the uh, the the Irishman, I, I I think I think really just got released for that limited time because it's Scorsese and they know they're going to get nominated for Oscars, which I think they did. To my yeah, yeah they, they did. did. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I got to see the Irishman in in a, in theaters. I saw it at the Coolidge Theater, uh, which is an old style school, like you know, nineteen fifties theater, basically. Um, Unfortunately, it was a three and a half hour movie with no intermission, so that was rough. But, <laughs> but I, I enjoyed the movie a lot and stuff. And I mean, I could see them doing something like that, maybe for Rebel Moon, because it's not going to get nominated for like Best Picture, but just the, the special effects alone would get nominated. You know, there's a lot of there's a lot of technical stuff it could still get nominated for, and they may maybe they want that on the table. I don't know because Netflix, if anything, wants that awards recognition which is why they've been trying to get all these b- bigger filmmakers to work with them and stuff in general you know so i mean that's that's one thing for them to to think about i guess yeah and i think that the the awards qualifying for the awards is, is obviously a, a a major motivator for that but the 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 thing that people are talking about now, especially with these big movies, is that is that the lack of box office exposure for something like, like they'll say, oh, um, Red Notice is you know the biggest movie we've ever streamed, but that's like in you know, it's not like a water cooler movie. Like like where people where is the like the <laughs> I hate that I'm even using this word after after complaining about it for like Avatar, but like where's the cultural impact right of like Red Notice. <laughs> But you're going to say it's the biggest movie that Netflix has ever released. But like there is no like that that theatrical clout is almost as as important. It's 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 the uh, it's the other side of the of the coin for the like the awards consideration. Like, sure, getting awards consideration, nominations or whatever discussion is um, is nice and important for, you know, the for for movies. But um, but also being able to have like the the word of mouth that comes from a a proper theatrical release mm. is it does so much for you know and that's and like that's good for Netflix also like if people say like especially if you say like oh you go to a theater and and you see something like, like Rebel Moon and it's available on Netflix three weeks later you're gonna watch it again or um if if you if you really liked it if it's gonna be available for for streaming if it was something that you liked so I don't know that's it's, it's it's such a weird example for me of the way that the industry works. There's 
companies like Netflix are like, oh no, we do we do the streaming. We need to stick to that. But there's so this the entire model could could do so much more. And Rebel Moon feels like the perfect opportunity to kind of thread that needle of let's get the first movie that can have a big theatrical splash and a big uh, mm-hmm. streaming splash. I can totally see too uh, Zach's because Zach's movies to me. Uh, I consider them like water cooler movies. And I mean that in the sense that you would sit by a water cooler and you discuss with a coworker, well, what did this mean? And what was going on here in this, in this, in this scene? Like what, like it's something that people like, even, even army of the dead, which is a very, uh, it's, it's a, it's a zombie film, but he has, he has, yeah, he's got all these weird different things going on. I had family talk to me about that. That yeah, didn't even know that I that I like Snyder stuff. They're like, oh yeah, this this the 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 zombie Vegas movie. Like it's it's something iconic about it. Mm. Like yeah, I mean anything from the the time loop. I mean the 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 zombies or like the robots. There's some robots in there, but even even alone, just just the tiger zombie is iconic enough as an image like just on the screen that you're like, you're talking about that. It's a zombie and, tiger. Right. <laughs> and, but I mean, I mean, uh, rebel moon. I mean, you've seen the trailer. I mean, there's so many different things that just pop, pop immediately. And you're just thinking about it. You're like, what is that? What is that about? Like what's going on with that? Are these like Royal pets? Uh, what's, what's the flag that, that, you know, the core is putting down in the thing. Like, is that about different segments? Is that, is that the, the Imperium flag for everything? Like it's all these different details and stuff. So, I mean, I'm saying this, I mean, it, it's definitely more deep than whatever the hell red notice is, which is that the, is that the rock Gal Gadot, Ryan Reynolds yes, movie? That's okay. That one. It's getting okay. a sequel too. Why is oh, that getting okay. a sequel? I, I don't know. If, well, I was going to say, if something generates enough, enough, you know, whatever, whatever Netflix has going, they're going to make, you know, another thing of it, right? Or I mean, a- any it's not a bad movie, but it's kind of generic and just kind of like it was so the... weird seeing that. Uh, what was the new Gargoyle movie called? Oh, uh, Heart of Stone. Heart of Stone. Heart of Stone. Yeah. yeah, that Heart of Stone. They literally played a, a trailer of that in my theater when I was seeing Blue Beetle, and I'm like, I saw that too, oh. and I'm well, like, well, I was like, well, okay, so Netflix. I mean, I, I even like. When I fire up my MLB TV app to watch baseball, I, uh, you know, just watching some games, they even had commercials for Heart of Stone in there. I was like, wow, okay, interesting. But, uh, you know, it was like, all right, so maybe they're taking something, you know, serious when it came to try to release these bigger movies. But again, even like, you know, going back to what Steven said, I mean, like when it comes to budgets, Heart of Stone, way up here, Rebel Moon, way down here. And, that's you be so the judge of the quality. You be the judge of the quality that, you know, just by seeing this teaser trailer to watching that full movie. I mean, I know, I mean, I'm not saying it was all shit, but there was a lot of like, what? I was like, that, okay. That, what are okay. we doing here? What are we doing yeah, here? Why are like, we here? Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of, obviously, a lot of green screen. So was the Rebel Moon budget? 83 million for for the two parts or was it just 83 million for part one my understanding is that it was somewhere around there for each for each okay yeah. still that's that's pretty impressive for a movie of that scale yeah well and the, like when there were three less shooting days so they shot them back to back and there was three less shooting days than um or two or three less than bvs that's wow. so i mean so like they it's it's amazing what they what they did with these, and so if the, if that budget is accurate, that means 
for less than the cost of BVS and less production time than BVS, they're t- turning out um, two. two I mean, if you, if you include the director's cuts, that's like two three-hour movies. That's like double the movie that, of BVS for for what seventy-five percent of the budget yeah, and awesome. less yeah. than or less than more, the yeah. time. Look at that. The Flash. The Flash. You know, I'm like I look at the Flash. I'm like, how does a movie with two hundred million dollars budget? mess up so hard and then we see zach doing these two two movies well, because because those these movies burn so much money in, 200 million. um just, in development that's more oh it's definitely more than 200 so some, something like like the flash like look at how much like look how many like those directors that got hired and then fired for that the writers that got hired and fired they exactly. still got paid for their time right that, that's all yeah, part that's of the what budget. i said yeah. And so Marvel, yeah. Marvel, same thing. All of these movies have so long and they change direction so many times, even before they start shooting. Whereas, you know, obviously Zach's time that he spent developing this prior to this isn't part of Netflix budget because he wasn't on their clock when he was developing it. But also he storyboards everything before he shoots and then he shoots according to the storyboards. So there's no, you know, there's no like halfway through. They're like, let's change the design. None of that's going on. And so the mm-hmm. the the lost like the, they're not burning money all the time by changing directions and being indecisive and not knowing what stuff is going to look like. Um, Imagine if the if most Hollywood studios would just do that, just stick look, to the plans. Look at well, Nolan Max did the same smart, thing. Oppenheimer yeah. was a hundred million, yeah. right? And Nolan, it's I guess, Nolan's doesn't really smart. he doesn't storyboard the same way, but he wrote the script. The script is exactly. The, Dude. the movie like the, it was pre-edited in the script because because he he had to write it that way because it had to fit on a single imax can, um canister or a palette and so so he had the the runtime worked out from the from the conception of the script or, or from the completion of the script because he knew it was you know however many minutes per page and then um it's so like there's not even like any deleted scenes or anything and he's like oh i have to have this written exactly as it's gonna be and then that's what it is but like not every director can do that no a a, not all of them put the pre-development work in but also the ones that do then the studio comes in they said change this add that do that and that and then look at all that wasted cost you shoot something then you go back and then you have to reshoot it and you have to change it and then you and it slows everything down you have to take time to do rewrites you know put the film on pause um tell vfx artists to stop work they already started and change the way something looks like so much so insane much. waste, and, I mean, that, so and that's why money. the VFX companies hate Marvel, right? Because yeah, yeah, as they should, as they should, yeah. I'm, and I'm proud that they're, they're, they're uni- not, I'm happy to unionizing. Like, like we <clears> talk, Marvel. We talk about how yeah. how hard it is for the artists themselves to put up with that, like with that workload. It, it's a it's a very real thing. It's a very real problem, but also just like on an economic level, like that's 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 time is money, right? Whether whether studio is paying for it, whether the VX, VFX house is eating the cost, that is so much wasted energy on on stuff that just doesn't end up where on screen because they don't have their shit figured out from the beginning. And so stuff like Rebel Moon, stuff like Three Hundred, you know, these movies that that Zach makes for these budgets shows what could be done if you just have your shit figured out from the beginning. Hmm. Um, and 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 because the the studios don't do that, there's so much. You know, look at what George Lucas made the prequels for. The cost of the prequels is like half of what the what the sequel trilogy costs. And yeah, sure, people complain about the CGI and stuff like that, but 
they're not like like dollar for dollar. Sure, it's it doesn't look as good, and people complain about the CGI, but it doesn't look like half the cost, right? It looks yeah. like mm. um, it looks like. You well, know, three I mean, that's, the but to their credit, the though, sorry. No, I was just saying, like, that's the problem when it comes to some of these movies. It's like, there's too many cooks in the kitchen. But if you have yep. somebody, I mean, I mean, again, going back to what Zach did when it comes to this, this is something he's been working on for 20 plus years. And then it's finally coming. To, so it's like he's taken he's not he's not one of those people that is trying to be like, uh, I'm going to get like, you know, that that payout like right away. I'm going to get hired on to do this thing. He's like had this thing. He's been working on it. He's been doing it for free, writing it, developing it, doing all the stuff for free while he's doing other shit. Sure. So then when he, you know, when he finally, finally tunes it, he could sell it to somebody and then get his money that he's, you know, get. And then, and then of course you get the, the budget can be super low because again, that I, I, and I even said it on, you know, when I, on film truck, it was like, cheers, $200 million per flash. No way <laughs> with all the shit. Like that thing's been in development for how long? There's no way it was two October, million. October, 2014. It might've been $200 million for the initial principal photography for when they first shot it, but that's not counting the, the previous and not counting the reshoots mm-hmm. and things that happened like after there's no way that thing was probably but, almost, it was like 1.5 as you know, that, times that's always just the semantics that. of Hollywood accounting Yeah, too though. Yeah. Um, Cause like, for example, Zach got uh watchman got stuck with the bill for all of the, the previous development that went into a different version before he came on also. Yeah. And also oh, wow. a, a shit fight over the rights with uh 20th century Fox. So you know that movie actually costs like eighty million or whatever to make, but it I think the budget is one hundred and twenty million. Yeah, Twenty Century Fox owned the rights to Watchmen. The uh, there was a the dis- distribution versus like the, the the rights weren't fully. I think WB had the rights to like to make it, but but Twenty Century Fox. Um, uh, you'll need to look up the details. That they, they had a, okay. a portion of the distribution rights, I think, or the something about that. They had to go, they, they had to go to court. To, to get it resolved before um, before releasing the movie. Okay. But Scott, I know you you're 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 you've had a long day. I know you're gonna take off right now. Yeah, tired. Right. Go to bed. Plus I to, <laughs> plus I gotta take Callum to a birthday party at ten in the morning. So there you, you know fun. all the things. Yes. All right. Well go ahead and do your send off. Well, of course, you can find me on Twitter at ScottDC27. You can find my podcast at DC Squadcast, where a podcast can be found. We're on Vero Facebook, YouTube, with the entire network of shows at SquadcastMedia.com. Our latest episode is Tim and Mai's review of Blue Beetles, so go check that out. And not this Sunday, but one week from Sunday, returning to the Film Junkie YouTube channel will be Season 2 of Superman the Animated Series with DC the Fanime Stream. So make sure to go watch Blast from the Past Part 1. There it is. All right, thanks, Scott. See you guys later. Appreciate it. So before we, like, wrap up, you know, because this thing's going four hours, but I wanted to, like... I did want to, and, and you know, obviously there was a lot of Rebel Moon talk, but I did want to, uh, you know, talk about this guy that's currently on my shirt because can you believe it was <laughs> ten years ago, a couple days ago that oh, he was announced as cast, and it was just kind of it was kind of crazy to think about. I was like, when that was announced, and I saw that on my Twitter, I went like, wow, 
10 fucking years ago that Ben Affleck was cast as Batman and time flies by. Yeah, it does fly so by. So that's, that's watching Dave's video when the news broke. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was just like, it was so, it was just crazy to think about. And then, and then of course I thought about my initial reaction. And then of course I talked about it on film junkie. And then I did like, of course a clip, you know, talking about it. And then I actually cut back to me reacting to it, you know, back when I was like, I mean, talk about a different time. It was 10 years ago. Um, I didn't have glasses first off. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't wearing glasses at that time, but I was, I remember living with my brother and it was just like, it was like, I was having like a weird job transitional period where I was like, Oh shit. Uh, roommates moving to up North moving with my brother, uh, you know, job going. And then, you know, and then I don't know. It was just like a weird. It was just fucking weird because I remember thinking about that. And then when I did my video about it in my clip, I actually in- incorporated a clip of my reaction, and I was not happy with Ben Affleck being cast. <gasps> but now, but it was so funny because because I now I'm like, yeah, but he's became my favorite cinematic Batman. But I wanted to know, like, I wanted to get like your guys' reactions. Like, what was your initial reaction when you heard Ben Affleck was? We'll start with you, Andy, of course. What was your initial reaction? I thought it was a hoax. I was like, this is too good to be true. But I, <laughs> I love Ben Affleck as I grew up. So like, so do why? But I just didn't see him as Batman for some reason. I don't know why. Well, like, I remember I saw the news, and I'm like. This is bullshit. This, 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 this can't be true. Ben Affleck is never gonna play Batman. And then, yeah. sure enough, all I see all the trades and then Screen Rant and everything. So on, they all reporting on. I'm like, oh, why'd shit. you have to single out Screen Rant, huh? It, it, it was a, it was an honorable shout out because you know you should go check out Screen Rant because of all of Steven's all of Steven's <laughs> content on Ripple Moon is now live, uh, and I write half decent stuff uh but anyway i i remember i was just like this is too good to be true and then it knowing it's true I'm like oh this is this is epic because like i thought like what if this is the batman i've always been waiting for since i you know watching batman animated series or whatever so on so i i was here i i, I was here for ben affleck the day it got announced i thought it, it was just too good to be true and then 10 years later it was uh history you know history Wrote itself, uh, but yeah, I was I was thrilled. Uh, so it's crazy to think that it's already been ten years since since the casting came out. It was like because I remember like you, you know the month before this, you know this, you know ten years ago, uh, ten ten years ago, one month ago, I was sitting in Hall H when Zack Snyder came out and announced that they were doing a Batman and Superman movie. Uh, you can go check out my reaction, my the, the video of the announcement on my YouTube channel. That's the only good video I have. Um, but like, and then next month we already had our Batman, so like it was insane. So yeah, I you know happy ten year anniversary to Ben Affleck. Thank you for everything he did as Batman, and you know would love to yeah. get more, of course. But um, you know I will I will love what we I love what we got for sure. Stephen, what was your reaction? Um, actually, I pulled up my first tweet about. I was about it. to say, <laughs> I I was um, I was a fan of the the Batman Year One animated adaptation, and oh, I'm also good. a big Dark Knight Returns um fan, and so I was thinking older Batman, and I was like, wouldn't it be awesome if they did a Brian Cranston Batman? Brian Cranston, um, what as 
I mean, think about how old he is. Bat- Batman is in Dark Knight Returns. True. Um, so I was that thinking they were going to go closer that to worked. that age. That could have so, so that was my first reaction was I said I wanted Brian Cranston Batman. Ben Affleck Brian is not Brian Cranston. Um, and then I was I was a little bit surprised by it, but I warmed up to it pretty quickly because I realized the how good he would be as Bruce Wayne. Um, I don't think I realized how gravelly and like I would say no one knew how how like bulk like how huge he would be in the role. But um, I realized he would be he would be really good for the for the Bruce Wayne part, and uh, and got behind it. Um, uh, I don't know fairly shortly after that. I was never like a a, a a big hater, but yeah, that was my first response. That was prior to the casting. I was like, who would be a good like Dark Knight Returns style Batman? And uh, people were 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 wanted Cranston for Lex Luthor, but I was like, oh, Cranston would be a cool like old. Cranston, like wow. an old Batman, like a like imagine, totally him, doing, imagine him doing that. Like I'm the surgeon, like this is the operating table, and I'm the surgeon. Oh, like, yeah. So, hey, you add about twenty pounds of muscle to Cranston, I could totally fucking see that, especially back then. Not, I mean, maybe not now, obviously. But how yeah, old is he? Like, how old is he now? He's like sixty something. But if he was so in his, he doesn't didn't... look. Up to... this, this is this is the thing. Is like, I mean, like, I mean, this was like right in. This was right in the the Breaking Bad era, right? When twenty ten years ago, when it was, yeah. I think it was. I think it, it was, was like ending. like three seasons in, four seasons in, like two thousand thirteen, because I think that started in two thousand nine or eight or ten. I don't know. I, it was one of those, but uh, yeah. Was it no. Brian Cranston someone that everyone wanted to play uh, Commissioner Gordon? Well, that's why yeah. I up. Yeah, he voiced uh, Commissioner Gordon in the Year One movie. That's why I mentioned yeah. the Year One animated movie because it's, he's, it's so he's... underrated. By the way, that movie's so underrated. Yeah, because he yeah he voices okay. Gordon in that, and Ben McKenzie is Bruce Wayne in that one too. <laughs> that is that is inspired casting, by the way. And then he went on, and then Ben McKenzie went on to play Gordon on Gotham. I know it's pretty crazy how it all. Does that mean Jensen Ackles is going to be the DCU back man? Anyways. <laughs> well, they've, like they've, they've just played Batman in the DCU and we can just move on. Like I'm uh, not tall enough. <laughs> <laughs> Neither was Christian Bale, at, you know, but like he still, yeah, but but he still had six feet. But you know, know, I'm not sure why I wasn't saying Peter Weller. Just do Peter yeah, Weller. Peter Weller. I mean, he did who? That voice in Dark Knight. Peter he Weller. Peter Weller. Robocop. He did, Robocop. Yeah, he he was Robocop and he voiced but, uh, Batman in Dark Knight Returns animated. And he could do the Dark Knight Batman. Yeah, totally he has easy. a good voice. He has a very good voice. Drop it. <laughs> Sorry. Um, Paul, what was your initial thoughts? I remember vividly when that happened. I I did not realize it was 10 years. I thought it happened in 2014, the announcement. Um, but I remember I was at my friend Ben's house who uh, pretty much helped me help get me into the actual comics and stuff. And he's like, like, I've always been a Batman guy. He's always been like a Superman guy. And he got like a text first and then he looked it up on his computer and, and we both saw it. And uh, like, we both were big fans of man of steel, but I just thought it was a complete, like, uh, I mean, I, I'm kind of like you, Dave, like I've always liked Ben Affleck, but I just did not see him as the character like ever. And at that time too, he was, I think he was doing like, uh, he was at the top of his game with like Argo and he was, you know, he was like a direct, he was director Ben Affleck. Yeah. So I so I was like, what is he doing? Like, he knows he's a better writer and a director. Why is he doing this big budget movie? I was just so thrown off. But I was like upset. I was like, I was like pissed. I was like, they're gonna fuck it up. And like, I 
I think I like, I didn't like, I didn't make like a dent or anything, but I like punched a wall kind of, I was like annoyed. <laughs> like, I was like, this. I think I even signed a petition at one point, like one of those, like, you know, like Facebook. Petitions oh, I do. I'm just saying this was like 10 years ago. So I mean, you okay, know, okay. Right. But uh, since obviously the movie came out, it's the, you know, exact opposite, you know, he's, he's one of my like top favorite versions of the character next to maybe like, you know, the original Michael Keaton, Batman, and, you know, the Kevin Conroy animated version of the character, you know, and Bale. So uh, Bale for me, Bale for me, I have very mixed opinions on, but I'll get on that later. But, okay, um, yeah, <laughs> but, uh, but no, Affleck's probably one of my favorite versions of the character. And yeah, he may just be my favorite cinematic version. So, I mean, now, you know, now it's like complete, you know, complete opposite of what the initial reaction I had, but yeah, Zach and his casting director clearly saw something in that and they were, they were, they were right on the money basically. So yeah. 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 It's interesting how that is. Uh, Axel, how, how did you react? You were probably barely speaking. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I was in year three. You when were like happened. not even 10 years old. I was 10 years old actually. Oh, or maybe were. nine. Maybe. I don't know. Well, you still. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Dave. Wow. Uh, of course. I have to grill the young buck. I have to grill the young buck. He's just a baby. That's what we do. That's what we do. He's just a baby. But, uh, but I do want to know your reaction as a 10 year old. Okay, so like, <laughs> I wasn't on Twitter. Or, or yeah, anything. I hope not. Uh, you were too yeah, young to be on Twitter back then. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah, so I was on, uh, no, I wasn't on, uh, okay, so like, and uh, so when I heard the Batman vs. Superman movie was coming out, I thought the Batman was going to be Bale, I, I didn't, I did not know about mm. Affleck. A lot of people actually stuff. did. Yeah. There was a funny yeah. thing, I remember even covering it, I remember even talking about it myself, it was like, the Wayne logo that you see in the Man of Steel, like Wayne it satellite, it looked, it looked similar to the Wayne logo that was in Nolan's Batman. Like, but at the same time, it's like, well, it's just a Wayne logo with a big W that looks, you know, it was, yeah, it was, it was actually, it was actually an M, uh, but we know there was a certain scoop router that was going out saying that Christian Bale is going to come back for $50 million, $50 million in the, Mm. oh, there were scoops, there were people in the flash, in the scooper, in the scoopers, back in in case everyone's wondering, this is not new, this whole, like, let's, let's make an educated guess and 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 put it out there scooping business is not a uh it's not an invention of the twitter era this was happening yeah definitely not so, so, like, so when uh when i first saw batfleck as or yeah as we all call him like um when i first saw the trailer for bvs it was like that uh i think it was that one where it's like um the where we zoom up onto the the false god statue Mm. It was that one and um i remember seeing like uh like bruce wayne i'm like who is this guy that's not that's not batman and then and then i saw the new suit i was like holy shit who is whoa that is cool and then i saw alfred and then the batmobile and then 10 year old yeah was like holy shit holy crap <laughs> holy shit <laughs> holy holy, not- holy cannoli Holy, Holy shit, Mama! Look, it's Batman. Okay, relax. Okay, so but um, and then like so, <laughs> I know. Um, we, we, this is what you came into. Sorry, Axel. That is true. 
God, I should have brought beer. Um, so <laughs> and then when I you saw BBS drink in the United States, but in Australia, yeah, we, we ain't in Aust- in, a, in the US. We, we're in Australia now. Okay, yeah. so like when I first saw BBS, I was like, holy! Uh, I like I wasn't the biggest fan of BBS. <gasps> Shocker, right? But now, like you know, when I got older, I was like, yeah, I like this movie a lot more. And then. Yeah, I was like extremely hyped for like the Batfleck movie when that when he was still attached to it, because like because mm-hmm. like I because we saw that his world already in like um in Suicide Squad sort of like you had him like fight the fight Deadshot you saw him like capture Harley like it's implied he took down Killer Croc and what else was there and then also in 2016 like, I was in year six and like you saw. I remember the exact day he Ben Affleck leaked that um that footage of Deathstroke. Yes. Uh, that and I was like and I was and I remember telling all my friends, "Oh my god, look at this." And then and and some of them were like, "Is that Deathstroke from Arrow?" I'm like, "Yeah, but it's a different one." And yeah. <laughs> I was just really excited for that movie. Holy shit. My god. Yeah, I remember I that still make it. the Deathstroke thing. I was actually going to work. I, was, I ended up being late to work. I had to call in and be like, "I'm going to be late to work because it happened early in the morning." And I was yeah. like, Absolutely. "What was what was what was the lie you told it one after?" I have no idea. I was pro. I don't know. I just I made up something, but I said I was going to be late because I was literally about to go out the door, and I like happened to just check check Twitter again, and that freaking video dropped. And I'm like, "Up, oh, I got to do a video." kind of thing because that was like in 2016 i think it was yeah it was mm. or yeah it was, that, like, was yeah. that day was epic like it was an epic thing because i remember and then, like um before like bvs came out like you had that like you know that cw showcase like you know where they're uh, talking where you had kevin smith talking with uh a guy with the bulk cap we want we not talk about him um <laughs> like just like just talking about these movies like you had like you saw you saw that concept art of like Aquaman and like Flash and then the Green Lanterns and yeah. I was like super hyped. Yeah, that was yep. uh, and then, and then and then everything was fine. Yeah, <laughs> and then it all went to shit. And Good then God. they cut tw- uh, thirty minutes out of BBS. Yeah, well, what can they do? I just we got the director's cut and it's great. At least, yeah, that's right. And now yeah. Zach is thriving on Netflix. Exactly, that's what that's what it's all about. But uh, but I also forgot that one of the things I wanted to talk about too tonight is like, who has watched Ahsoka? I have. Okay. <laughs> even I know Stephen. Like I know you even watched that too. Um, well, first, since Paul raised his hand first, what are your thoughts? Well, I think it's a fine show. Um, like I mean, my my uh, high tier with the Star Wars show stuff is you know Andor and like the yeah. early seasons of Mandalorian. I, I I like season three, but you know the season one and two I thought are a little bit better. But oh, you uh, don't like the Lizzo episode? That's the best one. I, oh, I mean, I I actually didn't I actually didn't hate that episode, but that's that's she's gonna I, she's gonna appear in Rebel Moon. <laughs> Watch it. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> as far like, that is so random, Axel. Yeah, as far. As far as Ahsoka goes, um, I feel that it was a moderately budgeted show. Like it, like it has it has a good budget. Um, it's good acting. It's decent writing. You can tell it's like Dave Filoni's doing this. 
I think the only disconnect with some fans, it's uh, Floney is playing it close to the chest. He's playing it for fans who are really following like everything to a degree because um, I did not want to watch, not, not Ahsoka. I, I did not want to watch the show Rebels when that came out. I didn't really care because uh, it was it was a Disney like XP show or something like that at the time. <laughs> XD, and yeah. XD, XP? thank you. <laughs> I look, look, I don't, I see, I see Disney animated show, but this is before Disney plus I'm like, yeah, okay. Fine. And like, I was like, whatever. But they missed stupid either way. I mean, XT, I just never understood that. Right. <laughs> but my, my roommate was a hardcore, uh, star Wars guy. So he was like, Hey, let's, let's, let's check out rebels. And I was like, really? And he's like, yeah, yeah let, let's do it. I was like, all right. And like, I, he had told me that like, Oh, Maul is plays into it. Ahsoka comes back. I was like, all right. And like, I knew enough about clone wars to be like, all right, this, this would be cool. And honestly, I was really mixed on Rebels. I never really, I never really loved the show. I know there was some good stuff in it, but like, I never was really like a fan of Rebels. But I liked, I liked a lot of what they did in Rebels. There were some good ideas and there's some good storylines. Uh, but you, honestly, if I'm being 100% honest, as like a, a, fa- a fan of like Star Wars in general, I think you have to know a decent amount about Rebels to really get Ahsoka. And they tried to kind of not play that up when the before the show came out, even though a lot of fans were skeptical. And I, I think that's the only real weakness of the show, because there's a lot of relationships and characters that you don't really know. And um, but that being said, for the show for what it is is fine. Like it's 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 a solid. I mean, you don't have to know Rebels, but like it definitely helps. It, yeah. it gives you it gives you a better idea of the backstory of these characters who you're meeting for the first time in live action. Um, so, but like, you're like, okay, so this is just a bunch of these different characters in a different section. This is an Ahsoka story and they're doing some interesting stuff. I would say the biggest, uh, like I was, I, I want to say, I'm saying this is kind of like a double-edged sword comment because I want to say the, the, the biggest sadness about the show is that the most interesting character so far to me is the Ray Stevenson character. And... <laughs> He's, you know, he's, he's passed away in real life, but man, he's like, he's a cool character. Like, I want to know yeah. way more about that guy and just like his story dealing with like what they're, what the, the, I'll call them the bad guys are up to. And like, yeah, but, um, but like I said, it's, it's interesting. It's not terrible. I definitely recommend it if you're into the Star Wars in general. Uh, it's got that, it's got that good vibe, but there is something weird about it right now. It feels like. Like I mean, in in a way, it is kind of with how with how with how Dave Filoni is and and what he does with Star Wars, but it feels almost like someone is doing kind of like a like like their own Star Wars, like their like their own like D and D campaign on these like random Star Wars characters you never saw before, or whatever. That's kind of like the the vibe it gives off. But again, it's not it's not bad though. Like it doesn't it doesn't make me like angry to watch it or being like oh this isn't Star Wars. Like no, it's Star Wars, but it's. It's different. It's a different vibe. If that if that makes any sense. No, it does. I I feel what you're what you're saying. Okay. There's something interesting. I even said like I don't know. It gave me a little bit of prequel vibes too. But at the same time, I'm not very well versed in the Rebels and Clone Wars. Mm. I've seen episodes, so I wasn't like entirely lost. But I could see how it would have benefited. But I thought, okay, there's enough story here where I know where. Like, okay, it's not. I'm not confused, I guess you could say, but there's yeah. some things that are predictable and whatever the heck, and you know. But Stephen, yeah, I want to your your thoughts on it. 
Uh, I liked it. I liked the first two episodes more than I anticipated, but I'm basically um, very not into almost everything. I loved Andor, but Mandalorian I've liked less and less. Book of Boba Fett was real bad. Um, (laughs) Something that I noticed about Ahsoka, though, that I think is a larger Star Wars problem at this point, um, largely due to this kind of the oversaturation of the material, is... The way everything is presented now, there's so many characters and so many things are like so well established. Because like Ahsoka is a new character in live action, but there's there's a lot of there's books and there's there's um, you know obviously Clone Wars and Rebels, and so you get this really really weird situation where it's not clear to me who any Star Wars is for anymore, and so like you have this entire show where it doesn't know who to make an interesting or mysterious character. Like you watch, go watch a new hope and you're like, Oh, who's this princess recording this message? And then Luke, the way Luke is presented on the screen, there's this, you don't know who he is, but there's a, it's clear. There's a reveal. You get the music with him that comes in, you know, Obi-Wan is clearly this mysterious character. But when you, when you, when you go into a show like this and you know who everyone is, there's this weird sense of like, it just kind of throws characters at you. Like, Oh yeah, you know who Ahsoka is. We don't really need to give her any sort of a presentation. There's no mystique. There's no intrigue. There's no, no mystery at all. It's just oh, here's Ahsoka. You know who Ahsoka is. But then, so therefore, then all of that like character reveal stuff is reserved for characters who are either like random cameos or Easter eggs, or or teases. Like there's this there's this um, Inquisitor that's got the mask on that like the camera keeps on lingering on and it's mm. and, like for example you don't watch a new hope and wonder who's darth vader he's gonna pull off the mask and it's gonna be someone and you're not watching empire strikes back like oh boba fett is totally someone that's gonna like no they're just these guys that are there but like so waiting for a review because now. on this show they introduce the character with the mask and the camera lingers on him and you're like oh it's gonna be someone we know and it's and it's it's so it's such an it's unnatural it. way to to tell a story because it's asking us to even be invested in things that aren't what the actual plot is because they, they know they're assuming a level of knowledge and they're assuming a particular audience is watching it. And so maybe the problem for me is that I'm outside of the target audience now, even though I, I love Ahsoka, you know, Ahsoka is one of my favorite characters, even after mm-hmm. watching rebels and in, in clone wars, I think that she's, like one of the most interesting characters with the most opportunity in there. Um, and, but I don't, I don't, I don't know. It just, it just doesn't capture that in a way. I think the music, I think in terms of the thing, I like the music, having Kevin Kiner do the music is, is amazing. It's a much better, I like Ludwig, Ludwig Gorenson on, um, on the, the Mandalorian stuff is good, but Kiner did the, um, Clone Wars and the Rebels music, and really, really does a good job of capturing that kind of John Williams vibe. That is, it really there. does because there's many times where I was thinking that I was like, "Is that are they using like?" Yeah. I, I thought they, I thought they were using John. I, I got to interview. I got to interview him once. He's very smart. Not I mean, that. He's, he's studied. Not that one. <laughs> he's studied Williams to the point where he understands like the Star Wars language in the music and is able to it's similar to like what Giacchino did or Powell did with Solo and um and Rogue One I think Kiner does a really good job with that um and so I don't know there's I haven't there's nothing that has happened in the in the in the the first two episodes that has made me like 
go like seriously what the hell well like mandalorian does and like uh and like book of boba fett did <laughs> well, lizzo shows up but or, or like obi-wan obi-wan what's your know, obsession with lizzo all says. these moments where i'm just like what <laughs> i don't know on here and um and ahsoka didn't do that but also it didn't do anything that made me go, like like i'm watching andor and i'm like this is interesting and, and like i'm talking about the way it presents the characters it presented uh um oh shoot what's his name cyril um like that's a character who is who doesn't have a history it doesn't have whatever and but you're you're interested and kind of compelled to, to know more about his story because because of the lack of of connections and the way that these characters come in and weave in and out of that story you're actually invested in it as opposed to it being like here's an like the camera doesn't yell at you here's something that's a that's an easter egg or here's this i don't know um Sounds like Ahsoka is very predictable. Is that what you're? Is what you're saying? Well, um, it it's does not that it's predictable. It's like it's like they they know they're assuming a level of investment in the characters, and it, and it impacts the way the story is told. Um, which like which, if I watched a show, because I haven't watched Clone Wars or Rebels at all. Like I know Ahsoka from just a few clips I've seen on Mandalorian. If someone like me were to tune into that show, would it basically be? Because you're talking about like you know they don't know who to target a show for. I think like, like you'd be fine in terms of like they cover. There's exposition to like you're not going to be lost. You're not going to like be confused about what's going on. But you're going to be like they don't. Ahsoka is not presented in a way that um, that treats her as the main character of a story that you're about to see. It treats her as a like it walks like it it treats it as a continuation of shows that you haven't seen in terms of. Um, not not like knowledge expectations, but there's no there's no there's no reveal, there's no intrigue in in who she is or anything. It's just kind of like, oh, you saw the last episode, and now there's this episode, and here's Ahsoka, and let's just move on with that. And there's like there's nothing cinematic or 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 developed about the storytelling. That I don't know if that if that's a nitpick or not, but it 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 just feels no. Very, I think that makes, it's a good critical it, it, note. Yeah, it, it like it, it feels like. Like a new hope would have been done, would have been made differently if it were made after the prequels, right? Like the yeah. Darth Vader, mm-hmm. and like, and so it feels very much like that where you're going into it, and they're yeah, like, Darth oh, yeah, Vader you know. would have been in a new hope a whole lot more if if it was made after the prequels, yeah. Definitely. And and so there's a level of it's just missing this level of storytelling that that kind of puts in effort to get you invested in the characters. It kind of assumes you're invested in the characters, and the only characters that are given any sense of like excitement are like those kind of quick hit cameos and and like the camera will linger on something and it's like not because it's 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 developing a sense of intrigue it's because it's an easter egg and um mm, i don't know that sounds, it doesn't, that, that sounds very discouraging it doesn't, like, like, it doesn't break it give for it a me. shot like, like obi-wan obi-wan no, but it's like me. i like i want to be able to watch a show <laughs> thing without having to feel like oh i like because what, what steven is saying that this feels like they're continuing a, a story for a character throughout her show, nah. but like this show should be modeled in a way where like you can watch the show. For, like that's what a a good pilot, like even like if I take something like the Arrowverse for example, like, like they can take, you can oh, take any of those spin-off pilots. I know, I know, I know, I know. But you can take <laughs> any of those spin-off pilots, and like you don't have to necessarily think about like oh. What did you know? Like, oh, I I haven't seen the Batwoman crossover with Elsewhere. I haven't seen the first two episodes. Barry was on on Arrow, so those are good pies. But when I hear that Ahsoka, basically from what Seaman is saying, is like it's continuing, you know, this larger arc that she's been on throughout these other projects without really giving you a sense of hey, 
if this is your first time watching Ahsoka, if this is your first time getting exposed to this character, you can watch it. Yeah, like so, if like for me, like I and I love Ahsoka, but I watch this and and it's even though it's even though it's a continuation of shows and, and arcs that I like, there's there's I I don't I don't know I don't I don't want it to do that I want it to resell me on the character as it's as as an as its own mm, show no. it's like watching it's like watching Bo- Book of yeah, Boba Fett right. and then they include that episode from the Mandalorian in there and then the Mandalorian starts and you're like oh wait this all this important stuff happened in a different show like there's no sense of like this isn't its own its own thing and so and so for Ahsoka it's particularly weird for me because like I want you to sell me on Ahsoka again mm-hmm. like if if you were to watch it you're not gonna be you're not gonna like if, if for someone who doesn't know ahsoka's background you're not gonna be sitting there wondering like what's the plot who are these characters what's going on and they explain that all very well and it's smart and it's well written in the sense that like you're not going to be lost and confused because you haven't watched all of clone wars and rebels but you could watch the first two episodes of 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 um ahsoka and i could say what's special about ahsoka and you'll say i don't know like they don't, they don't um, do anything to to they don't anything to tell really, you. This is really, why this character. Yeah, that's a red flag for me. This is why the the apprentice of Anakin Skywalker being alive post Return of the Jedi is interesting. They don't do hmm. any groundwork, and and it's frustrating because like that is fascinating. There's so much they could do with that, and they and they're just kind of like, oh, you're interested in this because of stories that happened in other mediums, and that's yeah. I don't know. Mm. No, no, I think uh, I think I think Stephen has some points because I mean, on one hand, like I do think Ahsoka is better than say like Kenobi or like the Book of Boba Fett in terms of like budget and like it's it's definitely there's definitely some more care put there, but I think Stephen has a point because there isn't as much a connection to the characters, or if, if you're just watching it as the show. Whereas, like, if I watched the first, like, two seasons of Mandalorian or even Andor, I'm connected to these characters. And it feels like an extension of Star Wars. Like, it feels like, okay, Star Wars is happening, but this is also happening in the same universe kind of thing. But there's something weird about Ahsoka where it just, it feels almost kind of like a knockoff. It's really, it's really weird. Like, hey, you don't have R2, but you got Chopper. And hey, you don't have Han Solo. You got this uh, green al- green alien girl. You know, I, I know it's Hera, but like you know, and like you don't have Obi Wan Kenobi. You got Ahsoka, or you know, and so it's always like it feels like everything is sort of like a you don't got Boba Fett. You got Sabine. It feels they feel like knockoff characters or something. It's really mm. it's really off. But at the same time, I watched all of Rebels. Like I know where these characters are from. I mean, it's been a long time since I've seen the show, but like I know what the connection is. And even then, I'm still kind of disconnected to some degree. And and that's, and, that's why I, yeah. I say maybe it's an issue with Star Wars being oversaturated in general because right. I get a lot of fans are going to jump into this and be like, oh, I, I'm invested in these characters already. Just give me more. But, like, it's, it's, it's a new show. This mm-hmm. is a new story for Ahsoka. Sell me mm-hmm. on the character. Present it as a character that I should be intrigued to know more about. Make me ask questions about where has she been, what's going on. Um, how does she feel about what's going on? You know, there's so many questions I should have that the show seems entirely uninterested with answering about Ahsoka. Um, I can do the legwork. I I love Ahsoka. I can do the legwork myself to explain why it's interesting. But like, that's not, that's not a show then. That's just another episode of a million episodes of this franchise that just kind of exists now, which helps, which further mm. contributes to it all just being like even if it's a great episode of ahsoka it, where does the, where does any of this fit and that's where like with book of boba fett things started to really break down for me because they they throw in this episode of the mandalorian 
and I have issues with, with both of those shows, but just from a structural storytelling point, it didn't further Boba Fett's story. And it undid all of the stuff that happened at the end of the end of Mandalorian season two. And then the beginning of Mandalorian season three picks up drastically altered. Like if you don't watch book of Boba Fett, you don't know, like there's no continuity in that show. Like structurally mm. speaking, why does any of this happen this way? And wow. I don't think that's, I don't think that's a, that's a, it's a nitpick, but also it's, it's a like, they should exist as a show. Like, why is the Mandalorian its own show? Why is Book of Boba Fett its own show? Why is Ahsoka its own show? They should justify themselves and not just say like, yeah. well, you like this stuff already, so here's more of it. Yeah. It's interesting. That's very disappointing to hear. When it comes to like the fact, just like sell me on the character, it mm. seems like it's selling the other characters more than her. It's like she's yeah. just like that. She has two lightsabers. Cool. I like the double lightsabers. I'm a fan of the double lightsabers. She kicks ass. But yeah, they're not really selling, you know, for a show called Ahsoka. It seems like they're not really selling the character of Ahsoka. I didn't really think about that. And I think that was the one thing I was like, huh. Yeah, like, I, I mean, I enjoyed it. And I'm like, okay, I enjoyed the second episode more than the first one. The first one, yeah, there's some predictable stuff in there. I, I was like, one certain character, I'm like, I bet you. And then sure enough, it happened. But, you know, and I was like, okay. And then I there's even something with, uh, you know, with the this mysterious, you know, who is that character? I'm like, I think I can have an idea who it might be kind of thing. It's like, it, there's some things that are just like kind of predictable because they're just like throwing it in your face of like, mm. like you said, Steven, like the camera is really focusing on, on this. They want you to know like this, this masked helmeted person is going to be significant. And I'm like, just don't do that. I mean, you can kind of don't, you kind of do that, but at, at the same time, it's like, let me, you know, let me get more interested in the Ahsoka character. And yeah, after watching the two episodes, I'm like, I don't even know who the. How many episodes of season one have? Uh, it's eight. It's eight episodes. And eight. and and I'm and I'm with Stephen in the sense of like, granted, we're, we got six episodes left, and there needs to be some sort of of mystery. But like, yeah, I I feel in that same sense of like, I have more questions than I have answers. And mm. two two other big facts is like. You know, even if you were taking out all the other Star Wars stuff and you're just focusing on like the Ahsoka story, you know, you have essentially the end of Rebels, uh, which took place before the original trilogy, and now you're here, which is essentially Rebels season five. That's like a ten year gap. And we only have a very vague notion of where she's been and what she's been doing. Then there was this thing, I don't know if it's a retcon or whatever they're doing, but the ending of Rebels uh, has a very similar ending to, I think, the ending of episode two with Sabine and Ahsoka meeting at the tower and the the the, the painting, I think, that Sabine did way back when of, like, the Rebels crew. But it's almost a shot-for-shot shot, uh, kind of, like, remake of the scene. But there are very big differences in it in terms of, like, Ahsoka's, what Ahsoka's wearing... And so I'm talking to my friend who's my roommate, who's more Star Wars than I am. And I was like, did Filoni mean for this to be exactly? I mean, this isn't the first time he's read on stuff. I guess. But also they're implying, though, I think that this is it's not the same because I think that in between then and now she tried to to train Sabine and it didn't work out. And so this is so that happened. And then this is it's happening again, similar, but different. But. 
I don't know. That, that's a weird example, though, of like, for example, like Dave would have no idea what's going on there. And we do, but we have questions. Like, they're, they're, it's like, who is that for? I don't, hmm. I don't, like, the, the um, storytelling is done in such a way where it's like, it, was it, assumes, it assumes a certain amount of knowledge and doesn't try to sell things, but also, like, I don't know. And, and a lot of this is like really, really nitpicky and hard to me even wrap my hand around exactly what the criticism is because, like, it doesn't do a lot of the boneheaded stuff that really makes me frustrated with the other the other mm. shows they've been doing. It's not nearly as good as Andor, but like it's a big, big, big improvement from some of the, the, the mistakes they were making with, with the other shows. Mm. But I think that just the sheer amount of Star Wars stuff that's out there, they've kind of lost focus on on that question of like who is this for and like what characters are we selling and, and to who? And it just kind of assumes it doesn't treat it as its own thing. It just treats it as more of all of no, it. It's chapter 15 instead of chapter one. And yeah. that's what, like, for example, like, I, because the first thing I saw of Star Wars again in recent years was there'll be one show. I have not seen Mandalorian. I'm not seeing, I'm, after episode nine, I was like, you know, I need, I need, a, I need a break from Star Wars because the fandoms drive me insane. And <laughs> so, no, but like, it got to the point where, like, Star Wars becoming inseparable because I'm like, well, I like the sequel trilogy, but it's like, you know, some of these hardcore fans are just like, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. But like, I remember, I am. We lost Steven. Oh, no. Um, he was like, he loved the sequel? Fuck. Uh, no, but I remember I watched Obi-Wan, and even though I had taken a break from Star Wars for like at least three, four years at that point, I could still get sold on the idea of. You know, what is Obi-Wan's next story? What are we going to do here without having to feel like, oh, shit, I missed. I I, I haven't read these comics. Or I haven't watched this show. Yeah, yeah, and so on. But it's, yeah, it sounds like with Ahsoka, it sounds like, you know, and I've always heard great things about Dave Filoni. It sounds like he really wanted to just appeal to the um, Clone Wars slash Rebels slash Mandalorian audience. And that's, you know, a little disappointing. Like, you know, like if you're, Again, a good spin-up show should be able to... Sorry? I don't think there's nothing... I I didn't feel like that. And I was like kind of curious of like how people felt who very well versed in that. And Because I'm not. I've seen a few episodes of both series, Clone Wars and Rebels. Yeah. But, you know, and and it seemed like, okay, they're trying to just like continue it. And But I I, I didn't feel lost or anything like that. I don't know. It's just... It was... But... Again, yeah. this brings up a good point. It's like try to make Ahsoka a little bit more interesting. Yeah, it's like she just like kicks ass, and that's about it. And I maybe they're gonna find you know, we're, we're they're gonna dive dive into her character a little bit more. It seems like they're diving into the other characters more than her in her own series. So that's that that's that's scary to me. It's especially right. someone who's followed franchise that will do spin off and spin off and spin offs. It's like this is like definitely concerning because I was gonna watch the show initially because I love Rosario Dawson, but just you know, hearing what Steven has brought up and what Paul's brought up, it was like, mm, maybe I'll just wait till the whole season has come out and maybe then watch it because it sounds like right now it doesn't know what it is. I mean, the the biggest thing, um, I mean, talking with my roommate who's way more into way more. I mean, he's he's he reads the books. He's he's seen all the shows. Like he's even watched like the Endor movies. He's yeah, he's really into it. And <laughs> yeah, we were well, we were talking about Rosaria Dawson's performance. Now, I don't mind her in the Book of Boba Fett or the Mandalorian. I thought she was she was good in those episodes. And you know, she's got she's got some interesting like lines to say. And you know, a part to play in the story. 
But uh, now at this point in the show where she's at, I mean, granted, she's she's got a lot on her plate. She's dealing with a lot of different things. But I was weirded out in a sense about because from, from what I remember watching of um, of the character in Clone Wars and even in Rebels, I said, I don't know if it's just me. And I was like, you you tell me if I'm if I'm reading this wrong. I was like, I felt she had more personality in other stuff or she in, did. Yeah, and the animated stuff. She seems more robotic in this one. Well, I was, but I was also wondering though too, because clearly, you know, Ahsoka is, you know, she's not a, she's not a, she's not a practicing Jedi, but she's a Jedi, or she's a, she's a Jedi adjacent essentially. And you know, the whole point of them is to the, you know, the more versatile they get, or the older they get, the more they're in control of their emotions and stuff like. Because you know, being overly emotional leads to the dark side, and she's obviously seen where the dark side can go and like what it can do to ones that she loves and cares about, you know, I mean, Anakin being that, being that prime example. So I'm wondering if, if she was told by Dave or she was told by somebody to kind of like pull back and be like, no, you're, you're a reserved like master, basically, you know, you're, you're cause okay. when she was originally introduced like way back, um, she was intentionally made to be a very annoying character and the point of that too was to have her grow and learn as a character and become more responsible and and more aware of how you know her bad choices affect those around her so i'm wondering if it's a conscious choice that they chose for her to be kind of i don't want to say bland but maybe like reserved yeah. and because because even even between like i said even between her last appearance which was i think Reb, the last season of rebels and now or between, you know, that's still like a ten-year period. So I'm wondering, I'm wondering if if, if that's if if, if 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 that's a conscious choice or not. So I mean, could that's be. yeah, very well could be. But uh, yeah. um, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see where the series goes. Like I said, there's only six more episodes, <laughs> which is interesting. It's like all right, six more weeks. We'll see where it goes. See where the character mm-hmm. goes. Let's see if she gets more intriguing. But uh, let's go ahead and wrap this up. I know, Stephen, you got to go, and uh, you can go ahead and uh, send off first as we wrap up this Rebel Moon. Thank you, Moon Inside, by yeah, the way. Thank you, you know, thank you yeah. for uh, being the uh, the guy on the, the boots the, the, the or the shoes. <laughs> what? The crazy, the crazy shoes on the ground. Of, the guy uh, on the boots. <laughs> yeah, you know. Just saying. Anyways, go ahead, yeah. Stephen. Send off. <laughs> yeah, uh, you can find me on Twitter at SM Colbert if you want. I wrote like ten thousand words on um, on Rebel Moon in addition so to so much um, Yeah, that's a lot of words. I in addition to uh, yeah. a bunch of interviews, and there's still more going up too. So um, check my and uh, my um, Twitter at SM Colbert. Check my bio and my uh, Screen Rant link is in there for for all my articles with Rebel Moon. I also recorded a three-hour breakdown of the uh, of the trailer with Dice that'll be up on our uh, uh, Snyder Minute podcasts uh, pretty soon. You can find those at SnyderMinute.com. Um, also, we're um, working our way through the Martha Minute and BVS by the Minute, which you can find also at yeah. SnyderMinute.com. And, uh, yeah, so a lot of right. stuff. Appreciate you joining, Stephen. Yeah, for sure. and happy Have birthday to you again. Oh, happy you. birthday! It's your birthday. What the fuck? Oh yeah, happy what birthday! The, what the fuck? <laughs> Hello. Bye. All right. Bye. 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 All right. Go ahead, Andy. You go next. 
Or you can find me at Anibabact, spelled like like this. Yeah. yeah. I always get confused like where my finger is actually going to be at. Uh, I'm a senior <laughs> writer at Screen Rant. Uh, I don't do nearly as cool stuff as Steven does. But, you know, if you want to check out the latest in uh, TV and movie news, you can do that. I also do the Flash podcast. Just did an episode with Rebecca from Supergirl Radio where we talked about Zack Snyder's uh, epic Flash plans with reverse uh, with Zoom, with Zoom. Uh, also had the biggest Snow White tantrum. Uh, in the, yeah, like like Dave, I beg you, please just watch that episode. Like okay. I think you will get a hoot out of it. Uh, still working on, still trying to work out that Blue Beetle review at some point. Uh, go see, go see, go see Blue Beetle in theaters. Go support that guy. Uh, sorry, I saw it. I I got bribed by my friends. They uh, they 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 paid for I, my ticket, but I liked it. I actually yeah. enjoyed it. I, yeah. I thought it was I thought it was really fun. Well, he says no. thank you. Uh, yeah, you can also find me as a... <laughs> I love him so much. He's so cute. Uh, you can also, I'm also the editor-in-chief of Multiverse of Color and the co-host of Endless Multiverse at Chainsaw Reacts YouTube channel, just at Chainsaw Reacts on Friday at 9 p.m. Eastern. And uh, yeah, just check, check my social media for all my other stuff if I forgot to plug anything. Steve Blue Beetle. Nice. Yeah, I forgot to ask you, Paul, about Blue Beetle, but I, I know you said you liked it. Yeah, yeah I'll make it really quick. Um, yeah, so my Perfect. friends, I, I, I didn't. I was just, I'm just kind of done with like the main DCEU in general, but I will still check out the Elseworld stuff. But no, my my friends had missed out on my on my birthday party earlier in the month, and so they they basically said, "Hey, we'll pay for your ticket. Come on out. Like, we'll hang up for the night, and we'll see Blue Beetle." And they also are. Latino based as well. So I was like, okay, so let's, I, I want to see like what your perspective is on this and how you feel about it and stuff too. I just, I was just curious. And so I went and I, and uh, we all actually really, we actually all really kind of loved it. We were, I was, I was pleasantly surprised probably. I mean, I would say for me, it was about as good as say like uh, the first Aquaman or, or Shazam one. Like I was surprised at how much I really did like, like it. And I had a really good time and uh, it felt like a movie that had its own identity and it didn't feel like it was, reshot like 500 times from studio mandates and stuff like that it felt gone yeah yeah <laughs> the fact Dave, the fact, i know you're a huge gun fan but you know oh yeah the fact, totally. the fact that uh it had george lopez in it and as a and as like a side character and like that he didn't make me want to like kill myself watching him i think that in itself <laughs> is a miracle of that movie no but really like <laughs> no i was feeling that joke yeah. It it had a good vibe. It had its own identity. The uh, uh, the guy from the kid from Cobra Kai. He was the character. Uh, the 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 CGI was consistent and good. The fight scenes were fun. Like uh, and they even did a cool thing with like the bad guy, like or the like I should say the suit bad guy, and like that whole scene about him like seeing the connection in his past through the suits. I thought that was just a really well crafted scene. So yeah, I I give it I give it high praise. I'd say go check it out if if you haven't seen it in theaters. Though I know. I know it's not doing the best in box office right now. I don't know what the international markets will it's do. A flop. But, <laughs> no, I'm just well, we'll see what happens. But yeah, I I was I was I was pleasantly surprised. Um, anyway, if you guys, um, I, I I know you guys do, but if uh, if you want to follow me, I'm I'm at uh, P Mickey 1988 on Instagram, and at Paul Pan Hook on uh, Vero. So and thanks again for having me on, man. Yeah, always always like talking to you, man. Thanks, uh, dude. And then finally, we got. Axel, you're saving the best for last. I of sure. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Well, you know, Steven and uh, Scott already left, so yeah. 
Oh. <laughs> okay, so anyway, you can find me on um, you can find me on Twitter by Axel R Droga um or X um, you can find me on YouTube via Droga fifty two. You can find me on Vero by Kenji Dunst. I want to change that. I don't know how to. Yeah, that's um, a little weird. Yeah, I know that's something I made up like years ago. Yeah, yeah, something I made up years ago. But like, uh, yeah, thanks for having me on. Yeah, it's good. All right, guys. Well, this has been fun. A lot of Rebel Moon talk, and there's going to be a lot of a lot more of uh, Rebel Moon discussions going to be happening on here. And hopefully, we can get the you know the man himself to show back up uh, one of these days too to talk about it as well. But yeah. Anyways, guys, we love you. Hit that like, thumbs up. Do all that. Uh, see, like I said again, no DC animated. No DC animated on Sunday since I'll this be is Metallica uh, time. Hell yeah! But I'll see you guys nice. on. Sunday. <laughs> Did you just do disturb? <laughs> that's not even Metallica. No, no, no. That's the, uh, oh no. You freaking like, child. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, here we go. Anyways, thank you guys, and and uh, we'll talk to you guys later. Bye. I should probably hit the. I should probably get that. <laughs> yeah, you should probably try. <laughs> Whoops. There we go.